It's good to be back here. I'm your host, Patrick Bet David. Ladies and gentlemen, we're live. Are we really? So you're the opening voice? Is that what it is moving forward? <laughs> I have to, Did I have you to just hire yourself? Did you just hire yourself walking around restaurants, bumping into women, pissing them off? Oh, what a David. I know we got 135 watching today. Keep this in mind that we're doing it on this channel. We are officially in, in Florida. Florida. We, we want to tell Florida. them what city we're in? Or we we keep... can tell them what city we're in. We are in Boca Raton. <laughs> With our good friend who is back, Biz Doc, a.k.a. Tom Ellsworth. Not the other way around. BizDoc, also known as Tom Ellsworth. Tom Ellsworth. And our guest today is my friend, Steve Murphy. We got Gerardo Gerard Gerardo, Michaels Gerardo. on with us. Oh. Special guest, Adam's best friend in the world, <laughs> Ricky Aguilar. How you doing, Ricky? I'm doing good. How about you guys? What's so up, important. Kevin? The one and only Ronan from Call of Duty, a.k.a. Two Lamb. We have Let's a special guest today, me. Michael Francis. We have Sammy DeBull Gravano here with us today. Bernard Carrick, John Stossel, David Harris yes. Jr. David, hey. how you doing? Tom Zenner in the house. We're back. We have our good friend, Daniel DeMartino, with here with us. Morning. Phil Heath just walks in. Come on in, Phil. What's up? Making, making an entrance. That's how you make, make an entrance. Here you go. The one and only Chas Palminteri, a.k.a. Sonny. The first thing... Ooh. <laughs> what is a soy boy? Yeah. So, so I found I, I found that out. <laughs> you should search that on YouTube instead of doing it here. Media, not media. Media. Yeah, media matters. Oh, Kai from Norway. T H U R. Kai. T H U R. Kai. Oh my gosh, Kai! Just type in. You tell Kai to type yeah, A, he types like B. He's just sleeping over there. That's a great... You said you type, type Superman, Batman. he types him Batman. Batman. <laughs> Unbelievable. Kai, Epstein, not Eps... Uh, okay, it's going to be all right, buddy. What is this? <laughs> Happy birthday, Patrick Ben David. Happy birthday to What's she your like, point? You think What's she like held point? her nose? Yeah. Whatever Tom Zenner says, whatever prediction, <laughs> go the opposite route. She said Marilyn Monroe was in bed with Bobby Kennedy and she started yelling my name. <laughs> <laughs> what are you though. smiling about? It might no, happen no. to you. <laughs> the Chaz, I can't. I got kids. I, I totally understand that. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm just a little desperate right now. Call all five of them, seven of them up. Wow. And I asked them for money. Boom. Soon as I got the check, they couldn't ask me for money. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you Machiavelli down. I'm Machiavelli down. You Machiavelli down. You see this right here? This is the crux of all the issues, gentlemen. This right here? She's a Latina from the Bronx, ain't got no booty. That is the that's what's happening oh, here. Oh, right? When she there. needs to she, she needs to You're about to be canceled. Don't do all the drugs now. Do like, it look, later? By the way. It's like your opinion, man. <laughs> Lincoln once said, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Lincoln said that. I don't know if you guys know that. That's a very factual It's quote. true. It's true. By the way, YouTube, we're joking. If he came out and he was like, and they were like, why did you go to outer space? And he was like, because I could, bitches. Right, right. I'd have been like, this is the coolest dude on earth. Bye-bye. 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 David, tell us yes or no, because it's your turn. We are gentlemen. We're are live. We? We're live. One hundred episodes. We're Let's doing this, go. guys. Right. We made it to hundred. 
We got Bizak in the house, Tom Ellsworth. We got Zenner. Good morning. Gerard Michaels with an incredible jacket, by the way. You brought that out for today. I, I found it at a, at a truck stop uh, thrift shop. I, <laughs> I like, like it. Really? By the way, is that in your right pocket? Is that is that a panties or what is that? It, it, it yeah. doesn't look like handkerchief. Okay, that's good. I'm <laughs> glad got you brought panties, that out. Yo. We got oh. Ricky Ticio Aguilar like in the Elton, house Elton from John's Bakersfield. Truck stop, baby. And then we got Sauce. Adam Sosnick, soy that boy here good. as well. You. you got that it, buddy. You good. need a massage there after that video. I feel like I'm going to need some comforting after this. Hey, so this is a <laughs> special event. We're going to yeah. do this three hours, okay? This is not going to be a two-hour session. This will be a three-hour session. Let's do it. And this three-hour session that we have here, we got some giveaways. We're going to give away a PS5 fully with the whole joystick and all the additional stuff that comes with it. I think it's like a 1000 bucks. We got some Monte Cristo cigars we'll give away. We got a brand spanking you know, iPhone 13. We may do some special stuff, sign books. Who knows? A lot of different things. Couple rules you need to know is to participate in the bigger giveaways. It's a twenty dollars super chat. If you participate in the twenty dollars super chat, you'll be going into the giveaway with uh, 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 the PS5, the iPhone 13, the Monte Cristo, and who knows, maybe other things that we'll do as well. And by the way, we may actually have some of the people that are the biggest super chats call in. Who knows? We Sweet. may just have them call in onto the hundred podcast. So we got we got a lot of things to talk about before we talk about this, Adam. I think you go way back on this podcast, no? Is this a, a sentimental moment for you? Is this an emotional? You're a guy. I see you cry a lot in your office. You're, All you're the time. One of those yeah. guys. This is. Um, look, you know they say that it's not about the destination; it's about the journey. And I remember we started with podcast one it, before it was even the PBD podcast. And uh, enjoy putting in the work. And uh, we've hit a hundred thousand subscribers. Yep. Hundred episodes. We got the gang back. Gerard got some panties in his pocket. Life's good. Very impressive. Good. Can, George, can we lower the audio a little bit? Are you guys loud on yours as well or just me? Is It seems like a echo. little echoey or no? A little echoey. Echo. Echo. Okay. got me? Perfect. Much better. So, Adam, I think one of the most common questions everyone's asking me right now uh, from all over the place, people around the world want to know, how was that cat convention you <laughs> last week? Was it was it as memorable as... It uh, was the inaugural cat conference. Cat? I mean, Gerard, you were going to come with me, but you elected to stay here and work on, uh, you know, your you special project. There's going to be a lot of uh, put, put there and... and uh, problematic situations, problematic, I think, are going yeah, on. But look, some people are dog guys. Some people are cat men. Yep. I'm the cat daddy, so... It worked what, out. Was well. it what you expected, though? Was it impressive? It was actually way too many men at the uh, <laughs> the cat conference. Can, can you tell? By the way, a bunch of super chats coming in. Twenty bucks. One. Uh, uh, let me give some shout out here to people. Jesse Jimenez, Juan Garcia, John. Just John. You know, it's like Madonna. Just one name. John. Gino Avery. Jason uh, Rapisatera. TBC Racing. Twenty one. J Mile High gave a hundred bucks. Horrific Scores gave twenty. Alex gave 50. Holy moly, it's on fire right now. Enrique gave 20. Jaime Suarez, 20. Nabil Gazar gave uh, 20. But, but this, is, this is the more important question. Your mom actually followed the podcast when I was talking about Cat Convention. What yeah. did you, your mom yeah. called you and said what? My mom, who calls me 100 times a day, genuinely asked me, look at, for the record, I was at a business conference in Dallas. I can't, <laughs> I can't leave. But I, the like, fact that he had to clarify yeah, my mom goes, what's great. No one believes him now, now that he went to a business My convention. actual mom is like, what are you doing at a cat conference? I don't, <laughs> you go to these things? Yeah, mom, I'm at a cat conference. <laughs> You're an embarrassment so even, to the family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're an embarrassment. I thought you were going to be a rabbi, and now you're a cat conference boy. Okay. But I, I got a lot of love yeah. at an insurance conference yeah. uh, for being on Valuetainment. A lot of insurance people 
follow the follow podcast. the you podcast. It's follow great. you, know you. Yeah, it's fantastic. So you're gonna be okay. I think you made a, your mark in the insurance world. A, you said uh, 20 years strong, and you're doing it in the insurance industry. Yeah, that's good. That's Got a good. Shout out for you as well, man. Last night we did a small little uh, show in in Fort Lauderdale at Gatsby's little yeah. comedy show. And uh, packed through the roof, man. 75 in a, in, in a 60 person venue, all value tanners, man. Gotta give a shout out to, to Henry and Ruggs, especially. Our, our, Riggs, I'm sorry, R I G S, came out, showed like real love, man. Value tanners came out strong to Gatsby's last night. It was dope. I, I love the fact that when you go, they show up, man, to give you love. When you go in and doing your stuff, they show up to give you love. Yeah. No matter where you go, I love when the love is you being given by value tanners. Going on too, that, like today, my, my, my Uber driver, Julio uh, Nolasco from Dominican Republic, uh, he says, you know uh, his last name? Yeah, because he gave me his card. Oh, okay, he says, gotcha. Where are, you, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go do, I'm going to go do the PD, Adam, uh, Adam the podcast. Talk. Yeah, Adam I know. He's, he's, he gets, he's gets weird. Uh, he knew um, the help's last name? I know. Like, come on, bro. He's a human. He's not a dog. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Like, well, they just show the one name. Hector's he picking his, you up. He gave, his, he gave me his card. So anyway. Yeah. He wants you to start doing some deals. That makes makes sense how you vote. So anyway, point is this, that, uh, that. So he's dropping me off. Five minutes into it. Let's fucking go, Ricky. Let's <laughs> just fucking he's bring it off. He's dropping me off, and uh, and uh, he says, "Oh, you know, where am I taking you? Where am I taking you?" I said, "The penitentiary." I'm gonna do the podcast. Well, that was that was uh, 13 years ago, but he says uh, that's not an Uber driver, by the way. That has a cage in it. Uh, but anyway, it's a podcast. <laughs> he knows. He's, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, there's a oh because he was talking about Bernie Sanders. So we were talking about politics, and he says, oh, you know, Bernie Sanders says that uh, tax the rich, and he says some millionaire guy. You know, he's here from Florida. That I follow since 2016, retweeted him. I said, oh, "Who is it?" And I already knew it was you. I said, mm. Oh, you know, Patrick. They said we were talking. I said, "Actually, where you're dropping me off is where we're going to do the podcast." He says, "No way!" I said, "That was pretty cool." So he's been following the the contest 2016. He was telling me he's a Dominican Republic Uber driver, private driver. So shout out to Julio, man. Really cool, really cool guy. It, so it's lot. good to meet people that follow the content. You know what yeah. I mean? It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's good to hear. Here's here's the part though. It's good to hear people who you would not expect yes. to believe yes. in capitalism that believe in capitalism. By the way, the echo is pretty bad. So I don't know what we're doing about the echo. Which yeah. one is it? Uh, where's the echo coming from? Uh, 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 tell us who it is. David? Doesn't sound as bad to the audience. If the audience is happy, I'm okay. That's all I care about. You're saying yes, yeah. the audience is okay. Okay. Yeah, it right. sounds like we're coming to you live from your garage. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Live from Patrick's garage. Okay, we're by gonna... the way, we've had a bunch of people already give the $20 super chat. So I think I want to do something right off the bat. So, uh, 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 Sam, if you want to prepare it before we get into the topics, I'm going to read some of the topics. You prepare some of that stuff for the uh, uh, super chat. And then after the first topic, we'll do the first super yeah, chat. Yeah, we had a okay. 50. We had a 50 in the super we chat. We had 100. Too. We had a few 50s. By the way, some people are putting 1999. Those are guys who were in sales. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 1999. <laughs> okay, and so. They wrote today only. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here we go. The stories that we got. First of all, we got to cover what's going on with Meta, Facebook. Absolute insanity because world is about to change. Mm. Dramatically, it's about to change. We're probably going to talk about that a lot. American shrinking workforce, a puzzle for economists, a math teacher. This is Adam's favorite story. He is hosting his lessons on Pornhub yeah. to market his tutoring services for college students. That's how we found out about the story. Uh, uh, Adam was looking at some of his courses, and then he said, let's add this to the story. Scotty Pippen confirms 
He's furious with Michael Jordan Can't after what the last doing right now. dance. Shaq had a message for his kids. He says, kids, I'm rich. We're not yeah. rich. <laughs> not you. Coca-Cola uh, buys full control of Audiomer for $5.6 billion in its largest ever brand acquisition. I think paying out Kobe $400 million. Zenner did a story on that on VTPost.com. Cigarette sales increased in 2020 for the first time in two decades. I thought that would have never happened. They still make those? Cigarette sales increased first time in the last huh. uh, uh, 20 years. Uh, fantastic. Whatever you guys did is much better now. Uh, last night, obviously, with the governor, uh, 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 Republican Glenn Youngkin, who won, defeated Terry McAuliffe in a high-stakes Virginia governor election. We got a lot to talk about there. I know you got stuff to say yes. about that. Gerard's got stuff to say about that. Marine veteran Winsome Sears gave one of the best speeches, becoming the first female yes. uh, and woman of color elected as Virginia's lieutenant governor. Murphy inches ahead in Jersey's tight governor race, which Gerard is very happy about. <laughs> Former NYPD Captain Eric Adams elected mayor of New York City. Uh, outrage at 400 VIP jet converge on yeah. uh, Glasgow for Global Warming Summit. What a what an incredible, noble people that show up in their <laughs> private jets. Pilot under investigation for saying, let's go, Brandon. You know, I still don't know what let's go, Brandon means, by the way. I don't know if you guys know or not. I, I still don't know what it means during announcements, Southwest Airlines says. Treasury Secretary, Secretary Yellen breaks with Biden and says Democrats should consider lifting debt limit without GOP help. I don't want to play chicken anymore. And she promises $2.8 trillion in spending proposals. We'll push inflation down. Biden reportedly pooped his pants at the Vatican. We don't know if this is confirmed or not, but Gerard has some sources that says this may have been pretty accurate. We'll have him share that story with us. Elon Musk warns Austin, Texas, not to become like a copycat liberal city in California. City considers offering the highest minimum wage in the nation. Can't survive it. in and out Burger in Florida. CFO trying to entice them from coming, leaving California to come to Florida. And I had some comments on that. And Fortnite is shutting down in China. We may even talk about China. It's constructing 300 possible missile silos, which could make its nuclear arsenal bigger than Russia or America. Having said that, let's get into the first story. The first story is cigarette sales increased in 2024, the first time in two decades. If you want to go to page four right there. Right, let me read this too, and then we'll get into it. Uh, uh, Ricky, I'll come to you first with yeah. this one. Cigarette sales increased in 2024, the first time in two decades. More Americans bought cigarettes in 2020, according to a report by the Federal Trade Commission. The increase happened... During the pandemic, stressors such as a pandemic lockdowns, remote learning, and stay-at-home lifestyles may have contributed to the increase in tobacco purchase. According to the report, manufacturers sold close to a billion more cigarettes in 2020 compared to 2019. Cigarette use isn't the only thing that increased the use of e-cigarettes mm -hmm. and vape pens increase in 2022. Between February 2020 and March 2021, e-cigarette sales increased from almost 15 million to 22 million units. Ricky, what do you got to say yeah, about this? You know, I have a buddy of mine that's a smoker, right? He's been a smoker for 10 years. And uh, he went from smoking one pack a day to smoking two packs a day because of the stress he was under during in 2020. Because he got laid off, you know, and, and all that. So uh, that's one. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're all human. Uh, naturally, I think in 2022, or I'm sorry, 2020, um, I had seen the e-cigarettes. I had never really paid attention to them. And... Uh, and somebody had them, they're like, oh, it's like cigarettes, but it's not cigarettes, right? I don't know, I don't, but it has tobacco in it. And that's the first time I had ever been, like, curious about it, because I'm not a smoker, you know? Um, but even a person like me, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty strong-minded. Uh, you, you still, like, you, you try to find, like, a, a source. I mean, I have, you know, I have ADHD and I'm an Aries, so it's a bad combination. So you're always trying to find a way to relieve stress. So uh, I, I totally can see, apart from seeing it firsthand with my friends that are smokers, doubling their smoking habits, 
Um, even myself, I'm like, huh? Oh, because he had told me the person that told me the he cigarettes is like it, it helps you relieve stress. And I said, wow, that's that sounds like a good idea. But obviously, you know, it didn't go down that route. But just the idea that it sparked. Just the spark itself, I'm sure that out of those billion new cigarettes, not all of them are, are, are uh, former smokers. I'm sure a lot of them are new smokers that picked up the habit during the pandemic from the stress. Let, so, let me ask you a question, all yeah. of you guys here. How many of you guys, uh, no names, how many of you guys know a lot of people that smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. you? Yeah, Do you know a lot? Yeah. Is, yeah, well, especially most people smoke cigarettes that I know. They smoke cigarettes after they're drinking. Yeah. You know, you have a couple drinks in you. You go head outside. You have a dart. You know what I mean? And that's that's how it goes. And one dart. Of that's how you know you smoke some cigarettes. Let me get a dart. <laughs> Let me get a dart. Never heard that before. So the... Uh, yeah, the the <laughs> never heard that before. The uh, yeah, so you you don't like wake up in the morning like you know in the movies and you pop one. I mean, you're having a couple drinks. And what did everybody do every day during the pandemic? They got they got drunk. Yeah. You weren't everybody to... got drunk every day you during the pandemic. Well, maybe not down here because we've discussed this at length yeah. that you guys really weren't locked down. All your down friends down in New here. Jersey were just getting drunk at home. Yeah, we were literally on house no. arrest. There was nothing else to do. The only things that were open were fast food restaurants and liquor stores. That was literally all that was. You come open. down yeah. to Florida, you lose fifty pounds. Literally, there you go. Like actually, literally. So he spent the pandemic just burgering us. He doesn't realize other states exist. I know, I know. Other states. Other states. Stay in California. You don't ask for the help's last name. I'm learning. I'm How learning. How many Uber the, the drivers' last photos. names do you know? Go. Uh, Dominguez. Zero. Yeah. Dominguez. Velasquez. I, 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 have, I have my own car. Yeah. I don't tell drive Uber. Let me ask you this: You drive Uber every single Not day. Not these days. I'm borrowing How my friend's car. How many Uber cars. drivers' last names do you know? Zero. They don't tell you I'm their last name. Two Ubers this year. How many Ubers have you taken? Can you name Probably one Uber driver? The only yeah. way to do it is to schedule Uber. By the way, with the cigarettes, I know more. I literally know more people who have quit smoking than I know people who actually smoke. I'm with you. I don't know anybody yeah. wow. that smokes. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I don't see them smoking in the bars. California probably has a lot yeah, fewer smokers. Here's the interesting thing about this, right? The pandemic caused this, like Gerard said, 100%. It's the reason people are smoking more. But after you get that little buzz, it actually increases your anxiety and your tension. Wait, wait, right? wait, wait, wait. Are you saying smoking's bad for you? <laughs> right? No kidding, right? Here's the other fascinating thing about this. Yeah, that's smokeless the two tobacco. Packs a day part, right? Smokeless tobacco increased from 126 million pounds to 129 million pounds. They're measuring this. That's a lot of skull bandits. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. By the way, I was in a, a gas station last week, and I saw two people back-to-back -back come in and order chewing tobacco oh, and buy it. I, I, that's another thing you never see anymore. In the Even South? baseball players. I was in Florida nah. yeah. right when I was leaving town. I, I so had a 15-year Levi Garrett habit, for sure. Did you? No. I would imagine in if you the, played minor in, league in baseball, the, in for the sure. Fields, in the oil fields, uh, chewing tobacco, uh, Copenhagen's like so, yeah. God. Yeah. Because well, you can't smoke close to the wellhead. So Gerard they're, they're can probably back this up, because you and I are Probably the only ones who hit the bars these days. Oh. These Gen Zers out there, 18, 21, 25, whatever that age the bracket, vape the vape is nonstop. It's nonstop. I'll, yeah. Like I'll look at a bar and they'll be like, boom, 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 just vaping. Remember back, like, remember back in the day where there would be a club and a DJ would drop the beat and then smoke would come out everywhere. Yeah, it's of course. Like that nonstop. It's By nonstop. the way, is it is it illegal to show smoking in movies? Can you not do that anymore? I, I mean, maybe. I, Kyle, I mean, you never something. see it anymore. It's so funny. You watch but old school th there's shows. There's a stat here that they didn't show because Truth has done a very good job of getting people to stop smoking. But there's someone out there that has been probably the biggest catalyst into smoking, and that's Matt Sapala. This guy makes people smoke cigars left and right. <laughs> hey, I smoke more cigars, cigars the with the Money Smart guy in, well, uh, in, in six months than in 10 years. Shout out to Matt Sapala. He may call exactly. him, but don't, don't show it yet. Don't show it yet. Don't go down to the bottom. Okay, question for you. 
Price up a pack of cigarettes today. In okay. New, New York now, City? I, I'm gonna it go I'm gonna, the go, state. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask yeah, you by go state. Ahead. I'm gonna ask you by state. If you guys stop interrupting each other a little bit, that'd be good. All right, here we go. Give me the price of cigarettes in New York City. One pack. Twelve bucks. No. Uh, American spirits would probably be like uh, nineteen between nineteen and twenty one bucks. Okay, so it's by the way. Wow. The fact that you know the number concerns me a lot about just twelve eighty five. Price of cigarettes, a pack in Illinois, eleven fifty. Massachusetts, nine ninety five. You can show it now, Kai. Uh, Alaska's nine seventy nine. Vermont, nine sixty two. Hawaii, mm-hmm. nine fifty five. Connecticut, nine fifty two. Washington, nine thirty. Rhode Island, eight ninety five. Wisconsin, eight eighty two. For a pack of cigarettes, if you're smoking two packs of cigarettes a day in California, day? you spend sixteen dollars a day. Hmm. You're spending eight bucks a day on cigarettes. Here, here's one rule I have. I, this is gonna offend some people. I don't do business with people who smoke cigarettes. Hmm. I just don't. Simple as that. You come to my house. How long does it take to smell cigarettes? How long does it take Instant. to smell Instant. cigarettes? Yeah. It's on their clothes. If yeah. I sense it, I am buying. I have hmm. a very simple rule. If I sense it, I'm not buying cigarettes. The <laughs> smell to me is something. Shaking hands when you shake hands with somebody that's that hand that that yeah. you, then the you cough. you go like this. It's Have in you your had hand. an incident where you were going to do business with somebody and you said, "Sorry, buddy." If the I tell you 50 yes. times, that's a small number. 50 times. That's You've a said, small number. But what do you mean? What type of business? Like a new agent? Anything recruit? you're selling me, anything you're doing with me, I'll have the conversation. I'll say, hey, "Can you tell me why you smoke cigarettes?" Mm-hmm. Everything has a reason. Smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes doesn't have a reason. Yeah. Why do you drink uh, alcohol? Okay, you get a little bit tipsy. Maybe it gives you a little bit of a buzz. Fine. That liquid courage. Smoking weed. Okay, fine. Smoking cigarettes. There is no argument on why anybody should smoke cigarettes. But here you go, yeah, 2020. Yeah. Uh, according uh, people to this report, it's stress. Even the French? So you're not doing business no, not, with anybody not, you know, from The French? numbers really no, do not, surprise no. me Listen, because it's miss, just... Miss, it's not, I'm, 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 okay, let me just say this story. It's already too late anyways. So I'm dating a... Uh, 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 Former Miss, I'm not going to say the state. So we're dating. This was a few years ago. And we're going out. One day we're going out. We kiss. That was the last time we kissed. Because hmm. she smoked cigarettes. Last time you yeah. went out. I'm sorry. I cannot do that. If I, if I have any smell with cigarettes, I can't do it. To me, I can't do it. Now, you may call it a weakness. Call it judgment. Say I judge people, whatever you want to call it. I cannot do cigarettes. By the way, another pet peeve. Coffee stains. You guys know with coffee how I work. Yeah. You have no idea for me to even think about that thing sitting right there is two inches away from dropping and be causing okay. a stain. Okay? Everything to me with coffee, cigarettes, it's a, some, some people may call it crazy a little bit. You know, I ran sales offices mm. for 15 years without letting coffee in there. Mm. Mario and the guys, Mario can tell you the story. At a sales office, in, in, in uh, it, by the way, if you were in the Granada Hills office, you're listening to the podcast, you can post it in the comment section to verify this. Or if you were in Northridge, you can verify this. Guys would put their coffees outside the uh, office. Like, literally, the door is here. The coffees would be lined up, 10 of them here. Yeah. They could be outside, but they could have been inside. Anyways, I have something about cigarettes and coffee. It is what it is. Maybe I'll start drinking yeah, coffee uh, at 50. Pat, Pat I can Not relate right to that, though. I mean, because that, that takes you out of your zone. Because yeah. if you got three people doing it, it's the same thing with me with people chewing gum. I can't deal with it. I freak out. Everyone when in my house drinks, drinks coffee. My yeah. wife loves coffee. Hmm. My dad loves coffee. My sister loves coffee. My own kids Say, Mom, can I have a sip of that coffee? Right? Me? I'm good. Pat, did someone spill hot coffee on you? No, there was a stain. There was a stain. There was a stain at the Granada Hills office that I would have to look at every single day when I came in. I can't deal with stains. By the way, you know who drinks more coffee than anyone I've ever seen in my life? Who? Our friend Mario. 
This guy used to go 10 cups a day. It'd be yeah. it'd be midnight, and he's ready for bed. He's like, can I get a cup of coffee to go? Cold it's insanity. <laughs> Cold brew, ma ma matter of fact, coffee, why don't we do this? Espresso. Why don't we do this? What is the best coffee machine out there? Tell me what the best coffee machine Easy. is out there. Espresso. Pull it up. Espresso. What's, what's, Espresso. No, no, Espresso. give me a coffee machine to buy. How much is a coffee machine? What's 300. A, can you pull up pull up a coffee machine? You can go through espresso. What is Guys, the best coffee machine? This what? is what happens. When he puts this out there, be careful with your choice because Pat's going to buy this. It's Nespresso. Right. 100%. Tell me what it is. Nespresso. Really? What's you the best so? coffee machine? You don't like Nespresso? Tell me one of the best coffee machines. Give me a... a I'll give you some a yeah. reason why. Because Not the capsules the are inexpensive and it's good coffee. Yeah. Not Keurig. Uh, no. I'm a French press man myself. Okay, is that Deloney all-in-one? Is that a good coffee machine? Is that the one? Which I mean, one is it? that makes, you know, like legit barista-type coffee, but you don't want to do that. Go with an Nespresso. You push one button. Okay. Zenner knows well. his stuff about this. What's the deal with onions, though? Oh, don't get this man Listen, started on onions. Guys, onions. Great guys question. everybody has a certain gift. One of my gifts is I'm gifted with a big nose, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Which means I can st smell stuff from a mile away, Middle Easterns. Yeah. We, we, I, I know what they're doing across the street right now. I can smell it. It's one of those things. Onions. I come in, yeah. David's having onions. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Okay, one time Robert, our HR guy, selling onions. He's trying to hide the onions. I'm like, get oh that God. onion out of here. I feel bad, so bad the for our editor, onions. Carlos. One time, I think this was like his second week. He used, he warmed up his little lunch, whatever. Pat comes storming out of his office. Onions. Who's got onions? <laughs> Carlos, <laughs> no, I'll take it. <laughs> like, Coffee, onions are cigarettes, and onions. Yeah. It is what Pat it is. could never live next to a Starbucks. Okay. That's for damn I'll, sure. I'll, I'll, take up, it, I'll, take it, I'll take it up one more. We have first office... PHP, Dallas, Texas. We're in the conference room. We really screw up and we've lit Pat up. Okay, you, you, and you. My office. We're going to process this. We're walking down the hall and there was this little tiny break room that was there. Remember that? The two little, the one table and two yep. things? And, and Paul Escarciga is microwaving and reheating fish from hell. <laughs> and as we walk past the break oh room, God, we all thank Paul God thing. for Paul because... He got distracted. Goes like, Paul, how could you bring that in? You, of all the things you could bring in, the reheat yeah. for your lunch, you bring this in. This is horrible. This stinks. And suddenly we got to his office and he yeah. was 10 There's minutes. There's a lesson here. Ten if you're in trouble with Pat, think, like yesterday I was a little head, late, I was a little in trouble. <laughs> just have someone show up with some onions. Just call in from the bullpen, or get fish. an onion guy. <laughs> Can you imagine you call you're like, I got a meeting with Pat. It's not going to be a good meeting. Can yeah. you do me a favor and yeah. order a chalupa <laughs> with bring, extra onions? Bring in the onion guy. Do you remember Paul and the fish? It's like, oh. <laughs> okay, so listen, you guys got me in a good mood. Here's what we're going to do. If we had 10,000 live, I'm going to give $10,000 away to Super oh. Chatter. Okay, so let me say bum, that one bum, more time. Bum. If we had, wow. had 10,000 live, I'm giving $10,000 cash. Yeah. To somebody that does twenty dollars on a super chat, wow. so screw it. We just decided this. Okay, share that this thing happened. with others. Tell your friends, that just everybody. Happened. Hey, but we the story too. If they've if they've given twenty dollars, I really like the personal story. You know, people have had some tough times this year. I'd like to know the personal story behind the person that gives twenty bucks. Yeah, it'd be you, nice to help somebody that needs a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna do some of that stuff. Maybe we'll do that in the second half when we uh, when we keep going with this. But that's a good idea, Tom. Uh, so, uh, uh, Samvel, are we ready for the first giveaway or no? Because I think the list is a long list, gang. If you want to get in there right now, give your $20 super chat. We're going to do the first uh, 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 giveaway. Do we do the Monte Cristo? Why don't we do the Monte Cristo first? Can I help you Let's do here? the Monte Cristo with a signed copy of, uh, of uh, Your Next Five Moves, and I'll make it to the person. Sam, if you're ready, pull it up. Kai's pulling it up. Okay, if what we're ready. What is this thing? Explain what's going on with this Wheel so of Luck So this has here. everyone's name in there that gave 20 well, Right now, uh, yeah. Uh, this is pretty dope. Four names that just gave, but they're not included because I didn't 
So you have this right now for the 27 people that are in there. This is, yes. Okay, all right, let's do the first one here. So you're going to click to spin it. You click to spin it. This is for Monte Cristo cigars Killer. and a signed copy of your this next five moves. And the winner is... Jason Seaton. Oh, Jason Seaton, if you're out. This is dope. Text us at 310-340-1132 to get your box of Monte Cristo cigars and a signed copy of your next five moves. Outside of the winner? So they got to do, okay, okay. That was only for one giveaway. Yeah, that's one giveaway. So, Samvel, it looks like you're behind with names. Keep adding the names to yeah, it. Okay, a, first prize is gone. We got it up here. Okay, let's Hope continue. Congratulations, Jason. Next, Anderson. next, next story. Next story. Let's talk about Scotty Pippen confirms he's furious with Michael oh Jordan God. after the last oh dance. How dare, God. how dare the goat offend Scotty? So Scotty Pippen confirms he's furious with Michael Jordan after the last dance. USA Today story. Pippen said it was challenging for him to see Jordan constantly glorify while he and his teammates were not given nearly enough praise for their contributions to the six title runs. While Pippen said he wasn't surprised at the depiction and he felt it would have been naive to expect anything different being demeaned. Once again was brutal because it was insulting enough when it happened in real time. Beyond the journalistic integrity that vanished when the producers gave Jordan editorial control of the final product, Pippen also felt fiscally slighted as well. To make things worse, Michael received $10 million for his role in the doc, while many teammates and I didn't earn a dime. Another reminder of the pecking order from the old days. For an entire season, we allowed cameras into the sanctity of our locker rooms, our practices, our hotels, our holders, our lives. What do you have to say about this with Scotty Pippen? Look, Scotty. Let's take a lesson here, bro. Back up. Know your role. Do you understand that he is now one of the greatest duos of all time? Not because he, he was a top 50 player. MJ's the GOAT. The GOAT. I don't think there's any question of that. Now he feels slighted. He's coming back. He feels fiscally slighted. Scotty, I know he's dealing with a lot with his wife, Larsa. He feels like he's... You were, you were looking at maybe buying his house at one point. We looked at his house. Okay. It's actually a nice house. The basketball court on, on the right side. Yeah. Look, if I'm Scotty, just stay in your lane, bro. You don't want to make waves with MJ. This is not the direction you want to go yeah. with the, the legacy of your career. Now he's fighting with Isaiah Thomas. You see what Isaiah Thomas had to say about Scotty? Because Scotty was talking trash about Isaiah, about not making the dream team. Isaiah says, look, I'll take it from MJ. I'll take it from, you know, Hakeem or, you know, the greatest of all time. Scotty, know your role, bro. Yeah. And this is just basically overstepping. You know, you know what I'd want to hear? Here's what I'd want to hear. If anybody has this, and then we'll go to the rest of them. Does anybody have an argument to say that Scotty's got a point? Does anybody have an well, argument you know, for Scotty? A little bit. I want to hear a that. Go bit. ahead, Tom. And, you know, I'm curious. I, ha I have a unique perspective because I was there for every day of the last dance. For those three. Literally. I was there every day. I was in the middle of everything that you happened. You watched every game. Yeah, I was at every practice. I was in the. I worked at NBC what? as the sports yeah. anchor from 1995 to 1998. What well, people don't know, Tom Zenner was Tom. the guy with the white yeah. poofy afro. Tom. No, so Loki doesn't want to yeah. tell who he really is. No, Tom, tell us. Every single second of the last dance, Rodman's parties. We hosted a show with Dennis Rodman every Sunday night. We could do a whole show on me just giving you Rodman stories. Now, Scotty's brand is exactly like it was back then. It's bitterness, and it all stems from money. Right? It's all about money with Scottie Pippen. He knows he got screwed over as a player. He knows how great of a player he was. Everybody knows how great he was. Eight years, eight years on that first contract. Seven years, $18 million. Time out, though. He didn't get screwed. He signed a bad deal. Well, business. yes, he did, and he knows it. But here's the other thing with Scottie. Here's the other problem with him. 
he hasn't evolved into a second act, right? Mm -hmm. So right. everybody else is an analyst, is an executive, is a is just a personality, an owner of a team, a coach, Steve Kerr. Everybody is somebody. He's still sitting in that rocking chair whining about the old days, and he's bitter. The wife has something to do with it. Remember back in the day, his nickname was No Pippin's, uh, No, no Tippin' Pippin. No, no tippin there was pippin. always something about him. He always had a chip on his shoulder. That helped him become a great player. No Tippin' Pippin, no meaning tippin he never tipped. He never tipped. The That's reputation like really in Chicago well was... Chicago. Well, Michael also had that reputation for not tipping, no? No, I, no, I don't think Michael had that. Michael was generous. Well, you know the, the Barkley interview with him and uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey where Barkley's like how cheap Michael is? Oh, you don't yeah. remember that? Like the, okay, but I think what he was yeah. talking about is not paying back gambling debts or something, you know, or maybe not paying yeah. for a meal, but Scotty had that reputation. So, look, he is he's not going to change because nothing from his past is going to change. He's not all of a sudden going to make more money. He should he he controlled his own destiny even with the last dance. That show would not have been the same without him. He should have said, "I want something for participating." Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you one last thing. This story says Michael Jordan made 10 million for the last dance. He would made way more than yeah. that. All right, with the success of The Last Dance, Michael did not leave what a dollar on the table. the hell is 10 million to Michael first of all? Right. So and is he's, Scotty just salty at this point? I is think that he just has, what he's just you like can see a, that in angry. the documentary. He's bitter, and it's all about money. And you can kind of understand that because yeah. you realize guys right now make eighteen million dollars a month. Well, right? the worst story in the Last Dance was the episode where basically he refused to go into the game. He wanted the Tony shot Kukoc drawn up for him. The shot. Tony yeah. goes hit the shot, yeah. the game winner, yeah. and and that's Pippen's legacy. As, yeah. as great of a player as he was, you can call him one of the best duos, the 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 Robin to MJ's yeah, he Batman. Was, he was He's time. still the guy. Yeah. That was too salty to go into the game. Let me let me ask you let me ask shot. you a question. Let me ask you a question. Here's a question for you. I dropped that thing if you don't mind picking it up. Here's a question for you. Question for you is the following. Okay, how many people knew uh, that Michael and Scotty won six championships together? How many people? Everyone. People that follow. Okay, everybody. great, fine. Just follow me with you. Okay, how many people knew Steve Kerr and John Paxson hit some of the last you know three pointers or the shots yeah, that they needed a good to amount win? Of people. Everyone. Okay, how many millennials, Gen Zs knew? The Ku coach story with Pippen, who didn't want to go in, no. zero. That's the point, yes, and I think yeah. that if they, I think if they would have left that story out, this would have never happened. But it needed to be in there. Well, I course. think if they left that story out, Scotty's not like Th this. This is the thing with Scotty, though. He's not necessarily wrong. Uh, Luke Longley came out and did a whole thing about the Last Dance and how much they left out and how it was all about glorifying Jordan. Nobody cared because he's Luke Longley. And Horace Grant was also a guy that was like, "What was I an afterthought? I was I was one of the best players in the NBA on the first on the first three. I left for a max contract." So Horace Grant to me, they they made him like a clown, like somehow you know Rodman was one of my favorite players of all time. I have his jersey. You make fun of me for wearing it around. I love Dennis Rodman, but they acted like Rodman came in and like saved the franchise. No. Horace Grant was. A an amazing player. So there there was a narrative being formed around the fact that like, you know, this thing was falling apart and they had to get the right pieces and it was Jordan as a leader. I'll go get Rodman from Vegas and stuff. Mm -hmm. Luke Longley said the reason Rodman was in Vegas is he was sick of Jordan shit. So that's why he's like, screw yeah, this. But, I yeah, love but how many titles did those guys win without Michael? It's so easy to no, bitch no, about it's it. It's Michael yeah, Jordan. Don't yeah, get me wrong, yeah. but Scottie Pippen is getting the This is the attention. side I want. I want to hear yeah. this because it, the argument is so one-sided with logic. But I want to hear this side to kind of hear it to, you know, listen to Luke Longley. Luke Longley, I saw what the he problem said. is. But here's the thing. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. Let's just say, say Luke Longley go, goes and does a documentary. 
Let's go do a documentary on Luke Longley. How many people watch it? A lot in Australia. Right. Okay. <laughs> say, Australia. say, say, Scotty goes as a documentary. How many people watch it? Yeah, well, that's, 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 that's the thing. He's going to make a lot of money yeah, off of this. Yeah. So, you know. I'd watch it. Would you watch Horace Grant? I, I'd I watch, watch it for Horace Grant either. I really would. Oh, by the way, I would watch a Scotty Pippen's documentary. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, am yeah. I going to spend five weeks of every Sunday night no, from not. 8 to 10 yeah. at my house, sitting in the theater room, watching no, it together, no. texting everybody saying, did you see what just happened? No, well, I'm not going to that you always talk about, Pat, is Scotty Pippen would be a good 34. 30. Yes. He's not going to be a five weeks of two yeah. episodes a Something week. Something that yeah. you talk about yeah. is that MJ has reached Saint status. You Scotty can't. Co- has not. He's not even close. How often do you use say that when you reach Saint status, like Rogan has reached Saint, Saint status. status? Yeah. Dave Chappelle has but, reached but, Saint but, status. No you question. can talk all the trash but, you want about but, these but people. But the thing is, the, you're not canceling. You're not, no one's going to lose. Uh, you know, lower them on the totem pole. But, but the thing is, it's not even so much that that he can't that you can't say anything about Jordan. Jordan played when he was sick. Jordan played after his dad was killed. Scotty walked away. Like, bro, we didn't for, we don't forget. Yeah. You're that right. you walked away from your team. Like, we don't forget that. Like, you don't go in right. there and cry. Because at the end of the day, can you imagine had he not done that, how many endorsements he would have got? Yeah. Michael Jordan is worth $1.5 billion, and it's not from the NBA. And Scotty was missing the big picture, and he's still doing it now. Sure. Because not even then, he did not negotiate Ricky, in the last dash to make any money. Well, Ricky, you're right, but he's always been horrible at negotiations. What did Scotty win without Jordan? What did Jordan win without Scotty? Okay, okay, so let's go there. Let's go there. Let's actually go there. That's a good conversation. Let's go there. Would Jordan have he, won without Scotty? He won when Scotty had walked out. Eventually, he found a way to pivot because that's Michael Jordan. By the he way, pivoted. He's got a point. Couple games, game seven. Scotty was like, "I have anxiety. Yeah. I have this. I have sure. that." So, but the question he is this: win. Let's say, let's say Scotty that one season that he sits out. Let's say Kraus. Let's say those guys trade him. Let's say they do. Mm-hmm. Does Jordan eventually win without Scotty? Yes. He never did. How would we know? I'll but, say um, I'll say he wins at least one without. Yes. Oh, it's not without even a, one. guys. It's not even a question. Yeah. It's not even a question. I say Jordan without Scotty wins another three or four. I'm not saying six, yeah. but I'm saying three or four. Okay, let's let's face it. Mm-hmm. If if Phil, if Shaq and Kobe could have gotten along, and Phil could have made it work, mm-hmm. and Carmelo never came to the Lakers, Peyton never came to the Lakers. Those mm-hmm. guys never came to the Lakers. They kept the squad mm-hmm. with the two main guys with a couple role players around them, Rodman type of players, defensive mm-hmm. type of players. Mm-hmm. If they kept it that way, how many championships would have the Lakers won? Unlimited. A, a, yeah, a, a lot. A, quite a few of them, yeah. right? Now, we yeah. obviously don't know the answer to the question, but here's a part. This is this is the angle I take. So, Gerard, mm-hmm. think about when you and I are speaking off camera, okay, and we talk about branding, vision, story, future, right? Mm-hmm. What do you want to be? That one conversation we had two and a half years ago in uh, the conference room mm-hmm. where we're writing all this stuff out on the board. You know what I'm talking course, about, right? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Who is that for Scotty? Who's sitting there with Scotty, a good publicist saying, hey, Scotty, I just want to have a conversation with you, buddy. The route you're going... You're going to be the bitter player yeah. that is not going to build a brand. I'm just letting you. You can do this, but I'm just telling you, let's rebrand Scott. Yes. Yeah. Let's have a different. I had this conversation with a couple other guys in the last few months. The market thinks you're a dick. <laughs> this is not a good look for you. No. If you want the market to change, you got to change your approach. You can't be pointing fingers at everybody all the time. Scotty went that route. Scotty could have taken a route and said, my, my, my uh, uh, argument would have been, Scotty, the more you edify... Jordan, the more the market's going to say you're not a top 50, you're a top 25. The less, the more you undermine Jordan, the more you're top 100 because a big part of that attitude is unattractive. Right. It's just age. unattractive. Yeah. Not, yeah. not being gracious as you age is a bad, bad yeah. look. And to your point, mm-hmm. I, I would find out exactly who did Mike Tyson's rebrand 
and I would pay them everything. Marijuana. Uh, Mike Tyson went from, mm-hmm. you know, having a tattoo and threatening reporters on, on air to having a child's cartoon on Adult Swim and, you know, being like, a, a, a you know, yep. America's well, yeah. crazy. What, I think- what, what Tyson has been able to do is take a look at his past indiscretions and all the mistakes he made, embrace them, face the truth, and say, and own up to it yeah. and say, look, I fucked, I don't even know that guy anymore. The stories he says on podcasts, I know you've interviewed him, you've had moments with him. Yeah. He's so real at this point sure. and so inspiring that you can't help to, to love the mm-hmm. guy who was probably was the baddest yeah. man on the planet. 100%. Scotty needs to take a lesson from Mike well, Tyson. Yeah, yeah, but it's got to be sincere because that, that, that's the thing about Tyson. It, it's legit. He has that inside him. Yes. But I don't mm-hmm. think Scotty has it. He's too bitter. He has to, number one, overcome that bitterness for anything to change. Yes. You hit the nail on the head. I think that's what Pat's saying. Somebody has right. to tell exactly him. Right. Somebody's got to grab him in the room. Somebody has to be the guy. Because the way it's going right now, it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Yeah. Right. Nobody is turned on by a bitter guy. No. Nobody is. Mm-hmm. Right. No one's turned on by that. By the way, even look at Barkley. Look at Barkley's yeah. resume. Actually look at his resume. Uh-huh. Never won a championship. Still yeah. love. Never won a champ. He is loved. Love. He love never and he love. calls out everybody and he says his own yeah. shit. Yep. He never ever won a championship. Right. Probably one of the most loved, beloved yep. guys ever. He'll never be in the category of a champion. Right? And the most Teflon person in America yeah. can get away with saying so, anything. Uh, yep. can, by, by the way, think about analytics. By the way, when 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 Scotty talks and he gives his uh, analytical side, yeah. when he I don't know which one it is, TNT or not TNT. He's on it. He's on one of them when he does yeah. it. I sit there, I'm like. Damn, He's on I didn't even see that perspective, yeah. and I'm not in the world. I felt like I went in the world. Mm-hmm. So Scotty could be one of those guys. Right. The media and fans are not turned on by bitter you know, people. Can I They're make one not. more point yeah. about that era of the Bulls? And I think this is part of the problem for Scotty. There will never be anything like those Bulls, ever. There was never anything like it, you know, with no social media, and there'll never be anything like it again with, with Michael. Right. I think Scotty got caught between thinking, am I an icon, or do I have to get another job? And I thought... He was living off the fumes of the Bulls aura for so long, and he didn't know how to monetize that. So then he was stuck in this little gray area, and it stuck with him for 23 years. You know, uh, I'm trying to say that Scottie Pippen can't afford Gucci flip flops, I think, is what what the bitterness is coming from. You know, the fan base, they love humility, and champions with humility become legacy. And I'm going to go to baseball for the side of the table um, because there's something I've always, always admired. And it's 1988 World Series. Everybody talks about the Gibson home run. But who carried the team? Oral Hershiser. He won the Cy Young that year. He broke Don Dysdale's scoreless innings record at 59. Pitched a shutout in Game 4. And pitched a shutout in Game 4. Shut down. Shut the series off. And all he has is praise and admiration for Kirk Gibson. And that's how I got my ring. And in Dodgerland, and he's a commentator at the Dodgers, he, his status is elevating. He didn't have a long enough career to have Hall of Fame consideration, but his status is elevating because he's giving praise to Gibson. He's giving praise to Lasorda. Mm-hmm. And everybody looks at it. You know what he could say? Something attractive he could, about he that. Could, mm-hmm. He could yeah. be pissed off and going down it. I won the Cy Young. I broke dry, Drysdale's record. It was a 97-pitch complete game that he threw in the World Series. Think about that. By today's standards, 97-pitch complete game. He could be going down that and says, damn it, why didn't I get the love? In, in, a wow. weird, in a weird way, this, is, this brings it all back to like Donald Trump for me. It's like, what made Trump amazing? He edified. It's great to be an American. You should be yeah. great. I love being a part of this. We're winners. Let's get in together. And then he was bitter. Anybody says anything bad about him? I can see why your husband left you. You're ugly. Like It's like yeah. he couldn't stop. It's like you can't just right. be like, maybe Scotty feels this way. Mm-hmm. Pen. Kind of be like, look, man, you know what? 
I don't know if The Last Dance really told the whole story. There's some things you didn't learn. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my doc. Love Michael. Love the things that we did together. Yeah. But there's another it's side of the story. It's thinking big picture rather than like going tit for tat. <clears throat> Instead of you know trying to win the battle, you know, look at the war. Try to win the war. Mm -hmm. Right now he's going after... Yeah, I didn't get this. I didn't get this. If he looks at the big picture, totally. and if someone sat him down in a room and said, look, think yep. about your legacy. Think about what you want to be known He's, as. Not he, trying to win these little tit-for-tat right battles. That's the key, though. I really think, and you hit the nail on the head. As you age, like, he's an icon. He's this. It's the people like that you you start Shh. listening to, right? It's yeah. the person that has to be. Like, who, can, the sit, who yep. can sit Scotty Pippen down that he'll actually listen to and be like, Scotty, yeah. bro, cut the shit, man. Now, you know like, what it is? Somebody has to say the following. Somebody has to say, Look, like, like even with uh, kids or people you talk to, you know, hey, the other day uh, Dylan's like, hey, daddy, am I better than Sam in jet ski? No, you're not. You're not. He's way better than you in jet ski. I said, well, you're better than when I was eight years old on jet ski because I've never freaking been on jet ski <laughs> until I was my third. <laughs> you know? But I said, you're better than me when I was eight years old. It's like, okay, I'm better than you at eight years old, right? It's somebody has to say, I didn't know bro, the hey. <laughs> Scotty, there's no jet skis in Iran, by the way. I was going to say, I didn't know tough. they ran yeah, on yeah, sand. <laughs> so I was rocking that Persian so golf. So anyway, so somebody has to tell Scotty behind closed doors, Scotty, I love you. You're amazing. You ain't Michael. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you. Stop acting like you're better than Michael. And FYI, every time you edify LeBron to say he's better than Michael, everybody knows what you're doing. Everyone knows that's coming from an insecure place. Stop right. it. Just like when Isaiah says LeBron's better than Michael. Isaiah, we all know you're pissed that you didn't make it on the Dream Team. Everyone knows yeah. Michael's better than LeBron. Yeah. Everyone knows Michael's better than Scotty. What are you doing? It's not even like that argument. So Scotty could have taken a different route. Listen, 40 laws of power. Rule number one. You know what rule number one is? Never outshine the, the master. Don't. Replace the boss for the face of the team. Replace the mm -hmm. boss for master. Replace the boss for whatever the MVP is. You don't outshine yeah. Jordan. If he doesn't outshine Jordan, he's going to get a million and one other opportunities. Yeah. Now he's Here, not going to get those thing, opportunities. One last thing, Dime Store Psychologist. Less, right? Pat, <laughs> I mean, the fact that he doesn't have a supportive wife. Now, I don't know anything about their marriage for real, but I do know she's chasing headlines. And she's not probably sitting there telling Scotty how great yeah. he is. And he's been humiliated by her, by some of her actions. So that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help matters that's either. That's true. I don't, yeah, but by the way, I mean, that's, that's who you marry. But at the same time, He's not the first person that had humiliating stories right. with wives on the personal life. You still got to, you know, people can have a choice on what they're going to do. This is what I want to say and before we way, move on. Uh, let me let me just remind yeah. everybody that's listening to this. $20 Super Chat gets you in the giveaways. We have a PlayStation 5 we're going to be giving away. iPhone signed books and a couple other surprises. We get to 10,000 people live by the third hour. The last Super Chat will give $10,000 away, but you got to share this with others to get to 10000 Live will give a $10,000 Super Chat away. Don't we got a surprise home. guest that's going to be coming here. But go ahead. You were going to say your final I just, thoughts. Yep, I know we're just piling on Scotty. We're shitting on Scotty. The, the wife thing is true. She's definitely embarrassing him and going after headlines. She's dating a guy, Malik Beasley in Minnesota, you know, 20 years her, her senior. He did lose his son, Scotty Pippen Jr., oh, over man. the last six months. And yeah, that's, that's sad, way. you know? Yeah. So he's been going through some mm -hmm. stuff. He's probably dealing with major mental issues, well, anxiety, he's, he's depression. Out. He's yeah. lashing out. Someone does need to sit him down, but he is going through it, bro. And I hope he day, gets we better. We love Scotty. Totally. We love Scotty, totally. man. Now, great point on what you just said right there. That's why, Adam, what I go back to is, Sometimes we have a conversation, and it's a private conversation that's just between you and I. It's not the world's issues. It's you and I talking about right. it, right? Those people that are around you that are not afraid to tell you, listen, dude, mm -hmm. chill out a little bit. Kick back a little bit. If you eliminate those people out of your life, I'm sorry, you're going to have more situations like this. Right. Scotty needs to bring some of those people in his life to say, 
you know, yeah. chill out so a little bit. Oh, we're, I think we're rooting for Scotty. We are. We, like, we are. Like he's a beloved NBA superstar. Yeah, we got Let's... a special guest here, oh. a, a special gift from Chico Lopez, who just gave $20 and he's listening to this. Chico, this is a shout out for you. Hey. We got Kobe hey. in the house. What's up, hey, little Kobe? Gerard, don't eat we, him, Gerard. We finally oh, agreed on the name. Like oh, my gosh. It's mine. Yeah, wow. we just got a last week, Kobe. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, dude, look at this guy. Look oh, at this guy. You can put him man. on the table here. Let him kick back a little. Sit. Let's see what he does. Maybe he just joins us and Don't sits pull a there. Biden. Don't be my boy. No, seriously. He's Hi, not. Buddy, buddy. Wow. He's so look cute. at that. Look at him. American hey, Pitbull Terrier. Hey, you. Hey, you. From Chico Lopez. Huh. Shout and out to Chico. The other two dogs are not big fans. Can we put his face up on the camera so people uh, can I see feel it? Feel so bad for Jimbo and Coach. They, he's right, he's <laughs> right they're not a fan, man. They're, they, he he bites them. He wrestles them, and they run away. They're not. There you go. Can you put him on the camera, Tom? Is let's that, let's. Uh, right there you go. Oh, look hey, at that thing. Can you clip the ears? Huh? I don't think so. I don't know yet, but uh, we're in love with this guy. Man. He came in. Another one of those things, man. First night, I'm having a conversation with Mario at midnight. I'm like, Mario, I think I'm going to give the dog to Eric. And Mario says, Pat, just sleep on it. I'm like, here we go. I'm going to sleep on it for 16 years is what's going to happen. But he's with us. He's kicking it. He's having a blast. So, and, uh, Pat, when I started kicking it with you, you had three kids and two dogs. Now you got four kids, three dogs. Uh, an even oh, bigger house. You got your dad living with you. Eight you know? businesses. Yeah, you you just you said I'm here. Let me pile it uh, on. Even are you more. are you suggesting to add cats to that, or what's like? Is there like a <laughs> maybe you want to add a cat or two? What are you what are you trying to say? I know a good cat to? conference where you diversify. Can yeah, man. diversify. Okay, how about we do another giveaway? Hey, uh, Samville, are you ready? Because people are throwing the twenties in there. Even Gerard Michaels see, threw twenty dollars in there. He wants to win. You can't if win, buddy. If he wins it, it'll be oh, yeah. it's rigged. <laughs> it's rigged. Okay. Uh, 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 is this fake Gerard Michaels? Huh? Is this like somebody out there being it's... fake Gerard Michaels? So, no, Samuel, no, that, do you that, have it or no? Do you have it or no? Let's see if Samuel's got it or no. Is it up? Okay, Kai, can you do this? Here's what I'm thinking. But what do we do to make the next giveaway? Do we do an iPhone? Do we do a nice, sick coffee machine? What do we do? Do we do? I did the iPhone. Let's do an iPhone. We'll do an iPhone. That's the 13. That's the latest one. Okay. So, let's see. Here's the iPhone, Tom, if you want to grab it. So, the next thing we're giving away is the iPhone 13. Uh, 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 iPhone 13, Samuel, if you're so ready, cool right there, man. let's do the next one. And if we crack 10,000, we're going to give Apparently, away. Steve Wozniak, not a oh fan of this gosh, new gosh, uh, look at all iPhone. those names. Look at all those names. The yeah, next one is... Samuel, that's a lot. Oh! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Come on, Michaels! All right, here we go. This next one is for a brand spanking new Anna iPhone. And a two. All right, here we go. Signed copy this technology and an is amazing. IPhone. Let's see what comes up. Let's see what comes up. Juan I don't know why. Jose Quijada. Jose This is your phone, Jose. Fantastic. Jose, Jose Quijada. Shout out to Fran Drescher, by the way. One of the most underrated hotties of the 90s. That you know what's funny? They, they used to say my mom looked like the nanny. What? Yeah, you see a picture of my okay. mom when she was younger. Uh, Keep your heart away from your mom, bro. Jose, Jose an iPhone. Put it on there. She's recently single yeah, too. With so. Okay. Gerard. Hey. Looks like you're gonna need a babysitter, buddy. A nanny. Jose. Jose Garrett. There he is. Well, shout out to mom. Okay. <laughs> shout out to Jose. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Next story. Next story. Next story. Next story. Let's talk about uh, pirate uh, pilot under investigation for saying, "Let's go, Brandon." Morale. Moral, thank you for the text to clarify what Let's Go Brandon means. Uh, I appreciate that. Moral, Moral texts me the meaning of Let's that's, Go that's Brandon. You would think that she understands your sarcasm uh, at this point. I no. think I think she is also being sarcastic, but she... 
<laughs> and shout out to Loza Alexander for the number one song in America despite being uh, being banned off all the yeah, YouTube channels. Let's go, Brandon. Pilot under investigation for saying, let's go, Brandon, during announcement, Southwest Airlines says, ABC 13 Houston story. A Southwest Airlines pilot under investigation after he allegedly used the phrase used uh, as a way of swearing at President Joe Biden. The incident happened Friday on a flight out of Houston. The pilot was finishing his announcement when he used the phrase, let's go, Brandon. An associate press reporter on the flight said there were audible gasps from passengers after the pilot ended the announcement. In a statement, Southwest Airlines said it is conducting an internal investigation into the reported event while continuing to remind all employees that public expression of personal opinions while on duty is unacceptable. Whoa, whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa. How is it unacceptable? But you couldn't okay. wear a Trump hat on okay. a plane. Okay. They literally kicked people off that had Trump hats. Bro. But it's unacceptable? That's bullshit. Well, let's go to Adam first. Adam, what, so what's your thoughts with this story? He's so totally offended. Well, I look, this is cute. Please, it's please funny. Please appreciate Adam's uh, no, emotions think, and feelings. Look, go I ahead. know a lot of people, famous people, who were just straight up saying, F Trump. Yeah. Like, like full live, on. On like, television? I, like, it was not, it, they weren't hiding it. Yeah. There was no code word. There wasn't some cute little let's go Brandon thing yeah. going on. They were come out and just saying, fuck Trump. Yeah. Straight up. And, you know, this is a cute little quirky way of saying, fuck Biden. Okay, I get it. Um, I hope we get to a point where Americans aren't basically saying F you to the president, whether that's Trump or that's Biden. And this is why. Well, I mean, it, I, I think we're kind of there. I think I would hope the next president who I do not hope is Trump or Biden. I hope it has a different name than those two old bastards. I would hope that a new president doesn't get hated on this much. I hope that our next president has a 60% approval rating, and then we can have a president that we can at least stomach, whether on the left or on the right. So for now, you know, if you want to do the Let's Go Brandon thing, and you think that's funny, think that's cute, and think that the song is actually good, yeah. God bless you. But I hope that the next president doesn't get hated on I'm going to wear my Let's Go Brandon on shirt on, my next, on the next podcast. I, if, I'm just if, telling you, bro. If I already I bought it, by the way. Like, I'm dead serious. I already bought it. What did you already it? buy? I already, I'm, I'm going to wear it every time I get in there. You know, I got inspired yesterday. I jumped on the plane to come here, and an older man, probably about 60, 65 years old, had a Let's Go Brandon, a hashtag FJB on his shirt. I was so inspired. On the spot, as soon as I sat down, I went on Amazon and bought three shirts. Yeah, cool uh, story, Rick. That's well, uh, that's you, that's boy is one of them for uh, Adam. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's thinking about you. Yeah, so, I mean, there's three things, really, when I come to that. All right, like, would, would it be great to have a president that we all like? Yes, it would be awesome. We need it. We haven't had one in, really, 20 years almost, right? If we can have somebody that can bring us together. But there is nothing more American than being able to go double barrels up at, at the king. Yeah, we throw, we've been throwing tea in the harbor from the very first day. So the fact that we can do that... While China makes it illegal to make fun of their mm -hmm. heroes, I love the fact of that. But it's also, the, the Let's Go Brandon isn't about Joe Biden. This is what the people on the left, especially in the Twitterverse, are missing. It's about the gaslighting. It's about the lying. It's, it's making fun of them for being like, really? Really, they say, they're saying, let's go, Brandon? Because for people that don't know out there, and no Pat does know, this comes from a NASCAR driver won his very first race. Yeah. All right? And the, Named Brandon. Uh, yeah, correct. And the, the crowd was audibly chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Yes. And the NBC reporter <laughs> oh, goes, oh, listen to the crowd. Oh, listen to them. They're <laughs> chanting, let's go, Brandon. And him at the podium goes... Uh, I don't think so. Are you so. sure that's what you're chanting? So <laughs> it's not about Joe Biden. It's about them constantly lying and constantly trying to augment reality. I understand reality. what you're saying, but it was one lady. 
no, but that it, maybe no, didn't oh God, know that he was saying F Joe Biden. But that's what started it. You know, I get it. But like to use the entire media for this one lady's gap. So where did the left lose their sense of humor? Like the audible, there were audible gasps about how dare they make fun of our president. Like, how can you not laugh at yourself? You got caught with your pants down. Laugh at yourself. It's the same thing with them protesting Dave Chappelle, like you said before. Like, wow, we don't like jokes in this country. Like, dude, the left has completely lost their freaking sense of humor. Well, when you say the left, you mean the ultra transgender cancel culture woke left. Everybody five percent of the Democratic Party, right? Joe Manchin. Everybody to the left of Joe Manchin. Five percent. Ninety-five percent. And I'm hoping Joe Manchin, who has held his ground over the last two weeks, now after what happened. What do you mean, maybe five percent? I didn't say five percent. No, you said maybe five percent. No, no, I said I'm not making fun of him for saying maybe five percent. It's much, much more than that. Much more. So hang on, Catman. You're like. <laughs> you guys have no idea what it's like to get made fun of by a full-on dweeb. It's like, it's like, okay, I'm getting tried right now. I love you, but I just got tried by a, a professional nerd. Exactly. Okay, this is where we're at right now. That's okay. Go ahead. You know. No, no, no. I mean, you're, you're, look, look how you're trying to distance from it. You're I'm not distancing anything. I said. That Trump, like no, people no, no, are no, saying, no, no, F no. Trump. stop yelling. You're going to yell over me? Go ahead. You know you win the argument with a liberal when the yelling and name calling starts. For That's reference, right. it takes 16 seconds. So my point, <laughs> so my point was like, oh, you're trying to say, oh, five percent of the Democratic Party. You're trying to distance yourself and call them sort of a, a, a woke little little bit there, right? So you don't even want to be around, you know, the the. The truth of the thing, it's more than 5%, dude. It's more than 5 It's a very vocal, very significant part. Is that it 100%? What? The far left that you're trying to say, oh, it's just this little 5%. What, so how far, how, what percentage is the far left? Literally, Joe Manchin. You're a numbers only, guy. What's the percentage Joe of, that is, is the only guy quote, unquote, voting. far left? Kai, are you typing or are you waiting for what percentage is far left? You know, there's I'd like, like to, you're sitting there chewing You're a numbers tobacco. guy. What's the number? You may want to put that fingers to use. Guys, yeah. I'm They're pretty the local, baby. What's the number, Bizdot? What percentage of this country would be considered okay, far it? left? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Adam. Here, let me tell you something. What's the number? But, no, I don't have a number. By the way, I gave you the number. 5%. Here's what I just did. I just looked up. I just looked up. Fortune.com says the far right represents only 6% of U.S. citizens. Hey, way, That's far right. Far right. Okay. I agree with okay. that. Okay, far right is 6%. So like, to no Adam's no argument, if far left is 5 6%, I think that sounds about right on far left. 5 6% of Democrats, 42%, which means it's really... 12% of America. Okay, hold on. So, so hold you understand, on, what, you, you understand no, what I'm no. saying? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. We need to define what that is now because what far left is today and what far left was 10 years ago are not even in the same ballpark. What we would consider far left 10 years ago That's correct. is pretty normal, almost left of center today. Speak so, truth, I mean, the, the, the country has sprinted so far left so fast. And we've had this conversation. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, we need to better define. First of all, I hate the, the concept of left and right. It's such an antiquated concept anyway. But the, the country, the, your favorite word, the zeitgeist, has moved so far left so quick that anybody that was in that center as the culture shifted. Now, if you were center 10 years ago, you're considered far right today. Can you right. imagine what JFK would be today? Can you imagine John F. Kennedy, Republican. a Democrat coming out? What do you think JFK would be on that? On JFK, the, would, they would say that he is a far-right extremist. He'd be like Joe Manchin. He would not be. No. So ask not what your country could do for you. Ask what you could do for your country. You're taking one phrase and making it. <laughs> it was a big phrase. Okay, I'm just saying. 
But he would be where, where Joe Manchin is. So, so, be a Democrat. So, so let me ask you a question since you made that point. So what do you think is far left today? What, what percentage do you think is far left? Let's define far left. Far left is what? Is AOC far left? Yes. yes. Is Elizabeth Warren far left? Yes. Is Joe Biden far left? No. No. No, but it's Paul. Yeah, but here's no, Bernie. But he far may left not, around he, him. Joe is Biden Obama may far not. left. Yes. yes. No. Obama's yes. far left. Yes. Hey, here's yes. the problem. No. The media's far left. So you got the biggest microphone out there amplifying everything. Thank you. I don't consider Obama far left. Well, you got to understand his policy. I think, what, what I think Obama, especially these days, is no. center left. Okay. No, 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 no. He may have been center left when he was president. I don't think he's center left. I think he's left. To me, a far left to me, what are we going to say? Further left than far left? It's far left to me is AOC, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Omar, Omar, those guys Gavin to me are far left. Look who he campaigns yeah. for. He's going to be behind I, everyone running way, for re-election. Do you think Cuomo was far left or yes. left? No. no. I think he's left. Yeah. Yeah. Manchin, is he, is he far left, left, or center left? Center. Center, center, left. center left. Center left. Okay. So, what, okay. so now let me ask you a question. Let's go far right. Is uh, Trump far right? Yes. No. Is he far right? Uh, no. His no. rhetoric is. No, his rhetoric. Yeah, his rhetoric. Are his policies far right? I don't think, he, right? I think no. he's left, right, center, up, down. Trump? I think he has no Donald rhyme or reason. Fine. I think he's is, just all over the map. Is, 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 his is, rhetoric is, is far Ted right. Is Ted Cruz though. far right? Yes. No. They like they like to frame him as that, but I don't think so. I don't think he's far right. Compared to everybody else out there, yes, he is far right. Just to bring some reason to this conversation, the right likes to think there are people that are far right, they're only right, and the left thinks the people that are far left are only left. So there's there's a trend that we have to understand. We have to be aware of this selective hearing or selective whatever you want to call it biases. Yeah, that we're going through it. All I'm saying today is. I don't think the far left is as big as you think it is. FYI, let me explain what I mean by this. Let me let me let me give my argument. I want to hear it back because this is a, a world you were part of. I think, I think uh, uh, we're doing an art. We're doing a, a episode on cancel culture, right? And we pull up all the people that have said stuff about cancel culture. You should hear what Obama said about cancel culture. You should hear what Sharon Stone said about cancel culture. Mm-hmm. You should hear about what the girl from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, what is her name, Dakota something Johnson? Dakota, yeah. What is her name? Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, John what daughter. she said about uh, 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 cancel culture. What does Bill Maher say? You should hear what days. Alec Baldwin said about right. cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So so what is starting to happen today is the following. I tweeted something out the other day. I said, I said logic and common sense is making a comeback, is what I tweeted out. A guy sent a picture saying, the rapper Logic and Common have been around for a while. They don't need to make <laughs> Which I thought it was hilarious. But I said, logic and common sense are making a comeback. People are starting to sit there and say, yeah, I don't know, bro. I mean, I'm a Democrat, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm cool going to that point right there. I'm not, right? I think there's a lot of people today, like a Bill Maher, like a Russell Brand, like... Russell Brand did a video Brand. the other day on Let's Go Brandon. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Russell Brand did a video on now, Let's where, Go where Brandon. Where do you think he is politically? I think he's center left. Yeah. I think yeah. he's a left guy. Let, let's go Brandon. Where do you again, think I'm Dave Chappelle you, is? Has nothing so, to do with Joe Biden I, I, and everything uh, to do Africa, with media so like, right. uh, online. <laughs> Where do you think Dave Chappelle is I think I think that I think that Dave Chappelle is probably center left. I think Dave yes. Chappelle is center left today. And what you're seeing is is backlash from people who are I would consider myself a moderate. Like I'm a pretty like I get it. I can go left. I can today, go right. Today, today. Yeah. I'm sorry. But Not a point, year and a half ago. Okay, but the point because a lot of that is being gaslighted by Trump's rhetoric. Sure. And people saying I can't go for that. Eighty million people, yeah. whether you believe it or not, said whatever that is, I'm out. And they use this stopgap president, well, Joe Biden. Re- Joe Biden but, will, will go down historically as the greatest uh, motivational speaker. Maybe. The record breaking. <laughs> but the point is, you away. have people that you're self-proclaiming as center left, whether it's Russell Brand, whether it's. Dave Chappelle, whether it's Bill Maher who is saying that over there to the far left, we ain't with that. And that's what we need. 
And that's what people on the right need to do to the far but, right. But let me ask you this crazy question just for you. I'm not asking anybody else. I'm just asking you here. Just for you. You ready? Here's a question for you. Okay. Do you think there is more far right today or do you think there's more far left today? I think there is more far left today. Okay, perfect. I agree. I think I yeah. think that's the argument. I think yeah. there is a bigger far left today than far right. I think right. far left is probably twice as many as far right because far right argument is what? What is a far right argument? You, 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 if you well, think I mean, about, if you look at what the Proud Boys or what Q, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, you said it's six percent of the country. Yeah, and by the way, did so you, maybe did, that's five, ten percent on the. You know, um, you know the guy that did, you know the guy that did the documentary on QAnon. I don't know what the guy's David. What's the guy's name that did the documentary on QAnon? On Colin Holbeck. What's his name? Colin Holbeck. Colin right? Holbeck. We interviewed him the other day, like last week. Oh, yeah, right. last week. Yeah, and so the whole six uh, uh, episode, I think it's six, five or six episodes about QAnon, and he finally ended up finding out who was behind QAnon. These two guys, Watkins or Ron Watkins and the father and son and how they were doing it in an accident. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, we're behind QAnon. It's like, wait, so it's not a military guy. <laughs> so it's not this. You got to also realize that today there's so many ways to troll yourself into becoming a celebrity. There's so many ways to manipulate and spin and confuse the shit out of everybody. Gaslighting is a skill set today. Trolling is a skill set today. And some of the best trolls are nerds sitting behind a computer that are 19 years old saying, I'm going to act like I'm a big freaking military guy that thinks this, this, this happening. Some of those guys are both at fault, by the way, to figure out a way to, uh, to divide. So the far-right guys are fake people. Most of mm-hmm. them are fake people that are just trying to get some attention they're and play the games. Pot. Yeah, they're starting to Yeah, but something that needs to be said is that the far-left, maybe they're universal health care or tax the rich or even commies, as Gerard likes to call them. Maybe they are. The people on the far-right literally think Democrats are eating babies. Like, let's not dismiss that. It's not... The same argument. Wait, wait, wait. I've not heard that one. Time. You've never. That's what QAnon believes. Wait, wait. Yeah, one, one. Are you going to say adrenal? Adrenal? They're not. No, they're not. No. Everybody no. knows they're whack. Hey, not here, here's the, the biggest problem. The far left. We can't move on. Wait. Are you? Are you? Are you suggesting adrenochrome doesn't exist? I'm saying that you probably think all Democrats are drinking adrenochrome. No, where it's like zero point zero 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 one of somebody that might have done it. But there's. Okay, no, no, no. You're, you're, this, this, see, this is the beauty of what they've done with the, with the Q stuff, right? You take something that's nuts, you take something that's insane, mm-hmm. and you put it in the same list of things that are actually really plausible, right? Like, what was on John DePodesta's uh, uh, laptop? Absolutely needed to be investigated. This idea that Pizzagate is this nonsensical thing. You watch, you you go down the, the Pizzagate rabbit hole, and I'm not saying it's 100% true, I'm not making allegations, but I'm saying... There's enough to cause, there's cause for investigation here. There's some really, really atypical shit that went down. The stuff that was on, that was on uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop that we never found out about, it was gross enough that people in the New York City Police Department walked outside and threw up. They, they saw what was on it, they threw up. And, and Anthony Weiner's clearly been held accountable for that. Has he really? Do you know what's on there? Do you have any really? idea? I don't know. Yeah, it's I not mean, like I'm hanging out with Anthony Weiner and know what's on his no, lap. Dude, dude. The, the point I'm trying to make is that they, it's a rough they, name. It's they, a rough they, name to hang out with. <laughs> Tony Weens. Yeah, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that that it's really easy to take something that that might be true and instead of debunking it, surround it with BS. Like there's lizards under the uh, there's lizards under Antarctica, and it's like okay, well anything these people believe is nonsense. They did this with uh, on a much smaller scale. They did this with Jose Canseco. When Jose Canseco came out and said 
the, everybody in the major leagues is on steroids. The first thing they turn around and said, this guy's a jerk. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. He doesn't know anything about anything. Yeah. And they tried to discredit him through saying all the dumb stuff that he did. And it turned out he was 100% right about everything. <laughs> so, listen, I'm not saying Democrats are not eating babies or anything like that. No, but the fact is that there is human trafficking. That's 100% true. We saw that video at the border, which is insane. There's an entire... Uh, uh, I mean, the, the Wayfair thing went away like this, and they were, that was insane, that there was $10,000 dressers and pillows that were named the same names of children that had gone missing. missing. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, this idea that you could just take this and throw it away as some grand conspiracy is exactly what they're hoping you do. And it's it's nonsense. That, the, some of these so, things absolutely need to be deep So, very specifically, what percentage of people, or Democrats, if you want to call it, are actually... Involved in this I don't, I'm not salacious stuff. I, I don't think it's Democrats. Less think, than 0.01 percent. Like, uh, yeah, but that's what makes the okay. Elite, that's my point. That's what makes the elites elites. That's like saying what percentage of people have access to nuclear technology. It doesn't mean that because it's a small percentage, it's not dangerous. I agree with you. I actually agree with you. You make a great point here. But the point is, it's such a small fraction of people that yeah, li but, to be labeled. <clears throat> yeah, but there's Democrats a are all uh, but, but wait a minute. Or Democrats are all eating babies. No, no, no. But but, but, the, but the but the rebuttal to that would be. It's the people in power Bingo. who are doing that. That's the difference. And they're That's, implementing policy. Yeah, so right. That's but, the difference. During so, all this stuff that catapulted to the forefront yeah. of the news, Trump was in power. QAnon believes Was he Trump, really, though? Was he really, though? Was he not the president? But, so, so go ahead. Process that one right there. You're saying Trump was in power of what? what he was what, the president of the country. What, what can the president actually investigate? What can he actually go investigate? What happened with all these laptops? What could he actually do? Could he actually say, go investigate? You really think a president well, can call the FBI and say, go investigate uh, Biden's laptop? Well, something just happened right now to, to the audio. Whatever with, you touch, George. Okay, okay, good. So, so but no, no, but the point is here, even though you're president, you ain't running the FBI. What was the FBI doing? FBI was, uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, donors to Hillary's camp Absolutely. and uh, Cuomo. So, uh, right. so not Cuomo. What's his name? Uh, uh, Comey. Yep. So, you know, it's not... President is not in charge, buddy. We learned that very, very quickly. You think so it was he, Donald Trump Jr.'s laptop? They wanted, they wanted to have uh, investigated it? In a heartbeat. It would have been all over the news uh, with that. Anyways, okay, so, so far we've done how many giveaways? We've done three giveaways, okay? $20 gets you into a Super Chat. We've given no, away we've an iPhone 13. We've done two. We've yes. given away an iPhone 13. We've given away Monte Cristo cigars. Let's think about uh, Guys, why don't you put down here what you want to be at a giveaway? I did say this. At the 10,000... Dollar ten thousand uh, live watching us. We'll do ten thousand dollar giveaway today if we hit that number right. of ten thousand. Can I make one point about sure. that Southwest pilot? He should be fired. I, I, you know, as funny as people think that no, is, no, that right. that you're is right. so uh, the yes, wrong place right. to be doing it and inappropriate. Yeah. And the last thing you want is friction on a plane yeah. at thirty five thousand feet. And you know, mm -hmm. only on Southwest could something like that happen because they all think they're comedians, right, with their announcements or anything. But I'm appalled by that. I, I just think it was a totally inappropriate and unprofessional thing for him to do. So yeah. do you think teachers should be fired when they bring their politics into the classroom? Yes. Um, Every teacher should be fired. Look, it's, it's different because be they're not in an enclosed tube 35,000 yeah. feet above the air where people... Well, yeah, but what are they going to do, bro? Like, here's yeah, but like, have some decorum and some standards. No, I understand, but, and I'm with you, and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a let's go Brandon fan all the way. Yeah. Right, a million times over, but uh, but yeah, you're, uh, be, because they were kicking. But at the same time, though, it never got investigated when many American Airlines, United, Delta, um, uh, what do they call the 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 ladies that help you in the flight attendants, flight attendants were literally kicking people off of planes for having Trump hats.
So why was there no investigation there? Well, there should be that as well. Okay. All politics should be out of the year. We're going way too deep into this. Every time somebody says something I don't like, we should fire them. We should fire everybody. No, no, no. But, 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 should but, get fired. what he's saying is to have a No, no, no. But like, like, should be at least fined. I don't know about fired. But and by the way, it works the same way. If someone, if the pilot said "f Trump," as someone who doesn't support Trump, that guy should be in trouble too. You fly the plane, bro. Yeah. This isn't the time to start yeah. getting on your soapbox talking politics. Shut up and dribble. Fly the yeah. If you're the plane, yes. Yeah. Shut up and fly the plane. Yeah. You're not here to give a speech. Whether you support yeah, Trump, cares, let's go, Brandon. This ain't th we're ain't here for you. Homie. Maybe, maybe we didn't may, sign up for a speech. May, maybe if this is the part that uh, I'm trying to hear both of you guys out. Should he be fired? Should he not be fired? Do I like that comment being made in a situation like that? Probably not because I look at it as a lead. Even by the way, LeBron said, shut up, chump. He didn't decide to come to the White House anyways when he was talking about Steph. I don't like that stuff. I at all don't like that stuff because. What you what you don't realize is you're allowing the enemy to see how divided the country. I'm not a fan yes. of that. However, the problem would have been if this pilot, like who was that? Uh, uh, David, who was the guy we interviewed who was Space Force commander? Space Force commander Matthew uh, Lomire, Matthew Lomire, who got fired yes. because of what he said on his own platform in an article about the fact that military was teaching Marxism principles, et cetera, et cetera. They fired him from being a Space Force commander. I think that shouldn't have happened. Which was a factual It was, statement. but it's not about the factual statement. So if this pilot, mm -hmm. Southwest Airlines pilot, goes on Instagram and he says, hey, have a great weekend, everybody. And by the way, let's go, Brandon. He says that, fine. I understand. But on a flight... On I, I don't know. I just I'm trying to really process yeah. it. I don't know if I want my kid to. Hey, <laughs> that was so funny, Dylan. Yeah, no, Dylan, that's not funny. You don't do that kind of stuff when you're leading because you're not a leader. That's not a leader. Yeah. You want to do it on Instagram? You want to share your opinions? Mm -hmm. Listen, go for it. Hey, have a great weekend. Let's yeah. go, Brandon. Go, you know, Alabama, whatever. Okay, fine. You're trying to be funny. with you. Bro. Yeah. So time and place. Yeah, yeah there's the, a time and place yeah. for the skies. Like, yeah. there's enough going on in the in the air right now that we don't need to get politicized a flight. That's a, that's a great point. Right now in the air, you have all this tension with passengers because, you know, you have the strained announcement that comes from the purser up there in first class. And by the way, we have to enforce the federal mandate about wearing a mask in the air unless you're eating or drinking. You can lower it briefly. That is the standard of the air, and we are enforcing that. And you notice how they always kind of put the federal government there. So there's a lot of tension that's happening up there. There's a lot of tensions in there, and we don't need more tension kind of sparking people who are already, you know, I don't want any additional tension there. I want to get on, take my flight, and get where I'm going. Yeah, I agree. I get, I get, I get stuck behind that. I don't, I don't disagree with anything anybody said. I just don't like the idea that everybody should always get fired. No, I, 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 I I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I, I think a fine would be appropriate. Yeah, I'm with some you sort there. Of, some sort of repercussion. repercussion, but we can't just have... We can't have our pilots. Think about how, like, we're in the we're floating in the sky right now, and our pilots are giving political speeches or indoctrination. Look, whether we look, whatever team you're on, just understand this: the other half of the country doesn't agree with you, and the other half of the country has a different yeah. set of beliefs. We're all Americans, especially on the freaking plane. I, God forbid there was an issue on the plane and the gas mask come down. You're not going to ask, hey, who'd you vote for? I, I think you should There's be There's major issues. I really think you should be fired. But I mean, the, what, what if you piss off? You're still sticking to that. <laughs> totally. You're still, okay. Because, you know, not everybody that says something you don't agree with or gets political should be fired. A pilot should be. Mm -hmm. What if you tick off or some 
trip a tripped out dude in the back goes nuts or a flight attendant. Yeah. I mean, there's repercussions from that. There's just mm-hmm. there's no benefit of saying something like that, and they know they shouldn't do it. And there I'm, there I'm is more, a difference between I'm saying it and like to a passenger or to a colleague and doing it on the loudspeaker okay, okay, but, for the entire plane and, to hear. And, and, and by the defense, way, I don't know what airline you're on. Those things that come down aren't gas masks or oxygen masks. No. Oxygen masks. In, there we go. In his, That's a very interesting airline. I don't want to be on that one. <laughs> In, okay. in his defense, he's not doing it for political reasons. He's doing it because him and his fellow colleagues are about to be fired for not being vaccinated. He's not doing it to be like, I'm Republican. He's doing He did it out of solidarity for everybody in his company that he's been working with who is about to be let go because of these policies. So it had. he might have even voted for Biden, for all that we know. We have no idea what his politics were. This was about, don't fire my friends and colleagues because of their medical decisions. So he, his stand wasn't to be like, I hope I piss off every Democrat fair. in here. Let's, let's move on. Fair, fair. I, 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 th- th- we've had plenty of back and forth on this one. Uh, I say we go into the next story, which is American Shrinking Workforce, a Puzzle for Economists, page two. Okay, so... This is an Epoch Times story. America's shrinking workforce, a puzzle for economists. The U.S. economy is suffering from a labor shortage, posing a difficult puzzle for economists and policymakers to solve. Americans are quitting their current jobs at a record pace. A labor department showed data that quits uh, increased to 4.3 million in August, the highest on record dating back to December 2000. A Gallup survey discovered that 48% of the working population in the United States is actively looking for a new job or watching for opportunities. The ongoing labor shortage is the single most significant threat to America's economic recovery. According to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, the nation's biggest business lobbying group, Congress should drop the multi-millionaire dollar tax and spend proposals that would further undermine the economy and focus on getting Americans back to work and helping employers fill open jobs, the business group said in a statement. Yesterday, I saw an article. Kai, I send it to you. I don't know if you have it with you or not. Yesterday, there was this article that Mark Cuban tweeted out. Do you have that? Can you put that article up? I send it to you in a, in a group text with me, you, and uh, and uh, Mario. I'll text it to you right now as well. Matter of fact, I'm going to send it to your iPad. Uh, uh, I'm sending it to you right now if you see it. Yeah, the crypto story. Put that up there for people to see. Very interesting what Mark Cuban put up about crypto. Very, very interesting what Mark Cuban put up on crypto. If you can put that story up, Kai. Crypto is creating newfound wealth and job freedom for many Americans, okay? Yeah. So, so check this out. By the way, uh, when, we, when we bought the Bitcoin, yes. how much did we buy the Bitcoin originally uh, for? 50000 1.5 Bitcoin, 50000 $32,000. Yes. And we gave it to you when? We gave it to you a week ago or two uh, weeks ago? Two weeks ago. What, what price was it when uh, we gave you that money, cash? 94000 We gave you $94,000 we transferred yeah. over to him. So The, got, the, the this, Bitcoin was 62300 at that day. When we yeah. gave it, we bought it at thirty two. We gave it to him at sixty two. So instead of giving Ricky only $50,000 in Bitcoin, he got $95,000 in his account last week. We gave yes. you a Bitcoin and a half. Yes. Bitcoin okay, Bitcoin and a half. half. Okay. So now, watch this. Watch this here. <laughs> watch this here. Watch this article here, okay? Whether you invested in cryptocurrency or understand what it is, there's no denying that over the last year it has demonstrated staying power in Bitcoin. For instance, as of time of writing, is valued at $61,000 per Bitcoin, skyrocketing nearly 50%. While some preconceptional cryptocurrency invested uh, in vis- in- in- young and uh, uh, tech-savvy individuals, possibly anti-establishment, might say the bigger picture of cryptocurrency is a little more nuanced. Okay, so here's what it goes to. This is the next sentence that's the key. For instance... While crypto wealth is undoubtedly growing, that doesn't necessarily mean any significant portion of people are quitting their jobs as a result. 11% of the general population reports either having personally quit their jobs or knowing someone who has as a result of their crypto 
investments. Mm -hmm. So Mark Cuban is saying another reason why people quit is because they made so much money in crypto right now that they're just kind of sitting there saying, ah. I'm not I'm not a guy. But he's saying, he's saying, do the opposite. This doesn't mean you're wealthy officially. It just means one of your investments did well. You should go back to your work and do your job. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'll pause your thoughts on the shrinking mm -hmm. workforce, a puzzle for economists. Tom, I'm going to come to you first. Yeah, what's going on right here is you got to take a look at the service economy. Who is streaming loudest about labor shortage? Restaurants, retails, stores that are opened again, um, regardless whether it's a red or blue state. You can only have a few Hospitality. People. Hospitality. It's all there. And those are the people that were getting assistance. They were getting the checks from the government for assistance, and they were a certain unemployment assistance was coming from uh, their individual states. And so what it showed you, when we only have, you know, when, when this all started, we were at very low unemployment, right. which means we had a very low supply of workers. You screw with that supply even a little bit, it wreaks havoc. And now you, what you see is the service economy is looking for people. I saw the Dunkin' Donuts, and this was not a meme. This was really a Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, please be patient. Come on in. You know, we'll get to you. And if you don't like the service, maybe you'd like a job application. <laughs> Their point was we need somebody to serve you the donut. So that's number one. And then number two, with the unemployment, you don't have to mess very much with your labor bases. And maybe it is a little bit of crypto, a little bit of an up market. And... I think we don't appreciate just what a wonderful engine the American economy was. And we have taken a little bit of unemployment in there over um, COVID impact. And now coming back with assistance programs, you don't have to take much off the top of labor to right. create a massive shortage. And, and I think the... Um, a difficult puzzle for economists and policymakers. Maybe you guys need to get out a little more. Maybe you're at home eating Door DoorDash. All you got to do is walk down Main Street of any mid-sized uh, city and take a look. There are active now, like little help-wanted signs in the yeah, in, a lot. on the windows. And I'm like, why is there help-wanted sign on the window? They can all, all the job things, Monster.com and everything, they're online. But that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing you, you didn't need to mess very much with the labor base in America to pinch a whole lot of industries that desperately need, need workers. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo what he says and then maybe a few other things. Gallup poll. I mean, sometimes when you're being polled, do you actually give a, an honest answer? Uh, so I always put a little margin in there for some discrepancy with that. Um, the empowerment that employees have right now, it's so easy to quit a job. Yeah. And, and they feel so empowered. Go on strike. Someone else will hire you. Mm -hmm. The government will give you money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I find it troubling, to be honest with you, how powerful employees think they are. I think it's great. You know, if you have it, use it, but whatnot. But it's just getting a little weird and a little imbalanced. Yeah. Another one of the factors is baby boomers dying. I mean, there's a there's a legitimacy to that. More baby boomers have died in the last two years that we're working. Yeah. That's going to skew this a little bit. And the last thing is automation. You know, yeah. there's a lot of businesses and industries that are going deep on automation. So you combine all those things that Tom said, some of these factors, these numbers and the pandemic. Right. And we got a problem. Well, a lot of people look, we just got a letter yesterday, two days ago. They're giving the third stimulus like we don't mean Erica. We don't catch out, catch out on them. Third stimulus. Oh, do here to apply. Bro, everybody's getting these letters. You, 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 they're giving away. <laughs> Ricky got his stimulus last week. Hell, that Bitcoin. That, that Bitcoin, Bitcoin and a half. But, but what I'm getting is they're, they're not done giving stimulus. Why would I go back to work? Yeah. It makes no sense to go back to work. So the, the, the shortage on top of, you know, Tom obviously is very wise mm -hmm. when it comes on to this. But I'm, I'm getting a letter for a third time for a stimulus check. 
a third time, and I just got it two days ago. Why would I go back to work? All I gotta do is pay my bills for, you know, like a lot of these guys. And I even asked people, how did you do it? They gave me the stimulus, I paid my rent for six months, I kept a little money, and I'm surviving off of that. Yeah. Oh, and then they're not paying their rent, by the way. Some of them are not yeah. paying their rent. Yeah, because now months, you can, right. So, so they're, keep, they're, they're mm -hmm. sitting on this money, the majority of them, that is gonna let them get through for the next, you know, eight to 10 months. I have a Stimulus very... is like COVID boosters. We're gonna have the third, the fourth, the fifth. <laughs> it's not gonna it's stop. I found another variant, variant, variant out there. Right. I think you make a really good point, Ricky, because net one year, who's freaking out right now? on terms of political strategy. Democrats are freaking out 100%. right now. There's a whole thing going on there. Beautiful. So if we think these stimulus checks are gonna stop as long as they control the three houses, you know, the three branches, um, I, I think we're missing something. I, I think we're gonna see stimulus all the way through the midterms because it's gonna be like it's gonna be like candy to the voters. I, I, be I don't know, Tom. I have a very I, I at this table I, I have a very minority opinion on this. I know already. Stimulus is nothing new. Forty acres and a mule is nothing new. Manifest destiny is nothing new. There's always been an incentive. The government pays people to go do whatever it wants to do, right? So if if they want to stimulate is not the way it's happening right now, bro. Sure. Understood. But nothing's happening the way that it's ever happened before. Technology is different. This is actually it's a great point. That's what I'm leaving. Just remember, 40% of the money that's ever been printed in the United States, as Pat has pointed out several times, has months. happened in the last 20 months. Yes, I understood so, completely. But here's the thing: big if stacks right you now. You are working. You you brought up uh, you brought up Dunkin' Donuts before, right? If I'm working at Dunkin' Donuts and it's 12.75 an hour, all right, and I'm looking at a iced coffee being sold for 5.50, I'm saying to myself, an hour of my life is only worth two freaking iced coffees? No. It's the gig more than crypto, which, by the way, one of the first podcasts I did, crypto was tanking. You were kind of making fun of me for crypto. You are yeah. like, you're going to sell. I was like, absolutely not. I buy the dip. And then I, right? So, I mean, I'm I all... I remember that, but okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure our guy at PVD Podcast Instagram can find it. The uh, But there's... Crypto is the future, especially when we get into the middle metaverse. Crypto is the present; it's not even the future. And it's more than crypto; it's the gig economy, where the young generation is not getting married, they're not having kids, they're not buying houses. Right? You talked about rent. Half these guys are. It's okay. Like remember back in the day, Chris Farley had that great uh, that great segment. If you don't do this, you'll be smoking the reefer, and living in a van. Matt Foley, yeah, yeah. living in a van down, down, down by, by the, the river. river. Hashtag van lifestyle is a whole thing. People they they get. Yeah. These vans yeah. and they deck them out, and it's called mini living. And they do this thing. The young generation understands that their time is worth something to them, yes. and it's not twelve seventy-five. What the businesses, especially these massive large chains, have not figured out is how to attract that employee. And I think yeah, I it's don't not think money. Be the solution. I don't think it's the money. I honestly think it's the hours. I think that the first person that goes, I'm going to pay your rent and you're only going to have to work four hours a week. For those people that don't want to be because massive millionaires. Then, then, then the business is not sustainable. Yeah. I, th I think this is the only route on what the, those companies are going to be doing. Here, here's exactly what those companies are going to be doing. They're going to stop trying to get those young guys to work for them. Mm -hmm. They're going to automate every single thing, yep. and yep. they're going to say, no problem, buddy. You don't want to work for twelve fifty, which is the minimum wage? It's not really that. It doesn't take that much to flip a burger, bud. You don't want to be a barista for 15 bucks an hour? Totally fine. We'll automate all of this. Eventually, it'll be automated. Capitalism and short-term, short-term, mm -hmm. the employers win. Long-term, the, the employees win short-term. Mm -hmm. The employer wins long-term. Sure. Because the employers also... If any time you're looking for a solution, here's how this works. You can sit there and say, well, you know, uh, uh, do it. Screw it. I'm just going to go out there and do this. You're right. Every time I've done that as a human being, I made a short-term decision, and it was successful for a month, three months, six months, 12 months. Long-term, it was not successful. Correct. These decisions, what you're talking about, 
could be short-term success, it's going to be catastrophic long-term because math, the math, doesn't make sense. Now, let me flip it on you. Think, let me flip it on you. Though. I just think this is, they're making a, uh, they're making a decision. They're making a cultural decision. I, I get that. And they're yeah. going to pay price for it. There's, there's a price to be paid for it. Now, let me flip it on you. Let me flip it on you where I agree with you, uh, where we can go into a meta conversation as well. Uh, I think we're old. I think we're old. Officially, we are old. Let's face it. Everybody at this table is officially old. Okay? Everybody. If you're and, and let me unpack what I mean by that. Let me unpack what I mean by that. The younger generation is about to do a clinic on us, and it's going to happen. And people have to be ready for it. Case studies. And and you have to be so prepared for what's about to happen. Okay. The other day I'm sitting there and I'm watching my kid, my oldest son, uh, my youngest son. You guys know what he looks like. He looks like he's you know yeah. he's ready to go play today, football, all this stuff. I was with him this morning, just seeing this guy. Athletic wants to be out there, right? My oldest son wants to make video games. My oldest son wants to go out there and play video games. My oldest son wants to sit there and he's great at playing video games, right? And you know these guys that are very good at playing video, yeah. and it's a different kind of wiring. And I'm sitting there as a parent saying, officially today, there's more people watching gamers than watching sports. Yeah. Let me say this one more time. There's more people watching gamers today than watching sports. So let's Please. go back. Twitch. Go to when you and I were 14 years old. Go to when you and I were 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Go to the 14-year-old Gerard, the 14-year-old Adam, the 14-year-old Tom, Tom, Ricky, the 14-year-old. Go to that age, right? And then make that today. What would you and I be doing today if we're 14 years old? When I was 14 years old, we were uh, uh, at Shoal Canyon playing baseball yeah. with Armond and Artin and yeah. all these guys trying to see who can hit that home run over that fence in Shoal Canyon. When I was 14 years old, we were playing at mm -hmm. Artie White trying to dunk on an eight-foot rim because it was a junior high school, not even a junior high school. It was a middle school, and we could dunk. You know those rims yeah, that were yeah, lowering? Yeah, eight like, and a half. Sick, eight and a half, right? It was sick. You would play over there with all these guys. When I was 14 years old, we were jumping the fence and going to the swimming pool at the high school, mm -hmm. and we were swimming. When I was 14, we'd go to Tommy's Burger and buy Tommy's, even though we were broke. We'd swim. When I was 14 years old, we were going to a store called Beckett off of Broadway, and we'd buy baseball cards. We'd go to uh, another place that was a batting cage off, uh, I think it was called Camelot, and yeah, we would uh -huh, play baseball. Remember that yeah. in Camelot? Yeah. When I was 14, so I'd walk to Glendale Galleria and walk around and go to haagen and get a job at the freaking haagen that's what we did. I played Fester's Quest. I made a piece uh, with Peter Tunney on my house that's got Fester's Quest there because I played hundreds of hours playing Fester's Quest. Didn't get paid shit for it because nobody saw how great I was. You know, I played Super <laughs> Mario Kart. But I tell you, if I played Fester, and if I was 14 today playing Fester's Quest and all of a sudden I got 17 million people watching yeah, me, yeah. I'm probably going to play Fester's Quest yeah, yeah. and dominate the Fester's yeah. Quest. So we have to know what direction we're going. The first time I heard about the whole NFT thing, I'm like, what are these guys talking about? I interviewed Be uh, Beeple who sold it for $69 million, and I and every Medikovin, who's a valuetainer from Singapore, who bought it for $69 million, who's a Bitcoin billionaire. I interviewed both of them within a span of a week or something to mm -hmm. see both of their perspectives. And Medikovin talked to me. He was the first. If you've never seen this interview, you have to watch this interview. He's the first guy that made me say, I had one of those moments where I'm sitting there talking to him. I'm like, this guy freaking makes sense. Uh -huh. This guy yeah. makes sense. He says, Patrick, where do you live right now? you have a nice house? I would assume you have a nice house. Well, one day, you're going to close your eyes, and there's going to be people spending more time in their world, meta world, than they're going to the virtual world, than they're going to in the real world. And in the virtual world, you're going to own yourself a waterfront house. You're going to have friends. You're going to have features. You're going to do certain things. And there's going to be museums. And I'm going to own one of the most incredible museums. And for you to come inside my museum and watch and see the every days that I bought from people for $69 million, 
You have to buy a ticket to see it. But the only way you see it, it's going to be the last room in my museum for you to see it in my world. And you're going to have to buy the ticket to go in and see wow. it. Here's a guy that's worth a billion dollars on crypto is sitting there saying, I bought this thing for $69 million. We are living in a different world. So let's transition into this meta story and, and see where this is going to go. And, and oh, that's going to be interesting. Gerard, I'm going to go to you first on this one here. So let me just get right into this on page one, guys, with Facebook. What was just announced? By the way, is it fair to say that all you guys seen the, uh, the video with uh, Zuck and what the CNET video was? Mm -hmm. One of them is a six-minute one. The other one's a 12-minute one. You both, you've all seen it. Okay, fantastic. Facebook is changing its name to Meta as it focuses on the virtual world, a Washington Post story. Last week, Facebook changed its corporate name to Meta, moving aggressively to distance itself from a social media uh, business embroiled in crisis and rebrand itself as a forward-looking creator of a new digital world known as the Metaverse. In a 75-minute online presentation, Zuck urged users to adjust their thinking about the company, which he said had outgrown its ubiquitous and problematic social media app, a platform that will continue to be known as Facebook. Instead, he said the company plans to focus on what Zuckerberg described as a next wave of computing, a virtual universe where people will roam freely as avatars, attending virtual business meetings, shopping in virtual stores, and socializing at virtual get-togethers. Don't forget that when Philip Morris changed his name from Altria, it was still selling cigarettes that caused cancer, tweeted Democratic <laughs> lawyer Mark Elias. And there's a few other things here about uh, Meta. I'll pause a little bit, uh, but we'll go to that part right there. So there's some people that are excited about it, some people that are not. Gerard, your thoughts on Meta? Ooh, I, uh, it's inevitable. And uh, it's you talk about like a disruptive technology. Look at how much time people spend online right now. Right now. You know, you have, uh, you know, uh, I know guys, man, that they, as soon as they get home from work, the first thing they do is they get into the, GTA. They've been playing GTA for two, three years now. They've got millions of GTA dollars. They've got million, They've got hundreds of GTA cars. They've got houses. They have this entire sub-life where their GTA life is like their real life, Grand mm -hmm. Theft Auto. Same thing with World of Warcraft. And oh, I think yeah. this metaverse is going to make that technology to, to the next generation seem like what NES is to us. Like, you know how, like, when, when Sega first came out and we were like, these graphics can't get any better, my God, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. And now you look at the graphics today and it's insane. This metaverse, you're going to have a generation of people who just literally lay on their couch like they're hooked into the Matrix. Yep. And they walk around with their eyes closed all day. They have relationships online. They'll have sex online. They'll have jobs online. They will They will wake up. There will be people that work in the metaverse. They will. The only time that they will be out of, out of the Oculus, the only time that they will be in reality is when they have to eat, they have to shit, and they have to sleep. They may even be able to sleep in the metaverse. I, I, I know that that sounds draconian. I don't necessarily know that it's bad. I think that it's bad. I think you're going to have society kind of drift into two different directions, in two actual realities. You're going to have a reality in the, the functional world, the real world, if you will, and a completely separate reality, probably with different rules, different governments in this digital reality. I think the, the actual world itself is going to split into two simultaneous realities. Hmm. Let, let me ask you, what, what, what has dramatically changed in the last 40, 40 years? Let me ask the question, and then you give me some you other. say four or 40? 40, 40, 40 years. What has dramatically changed in the last 40 years? Okay, so how we, how we uh, communicate with each other, obviously because of social media, dramatically Internet. Changed. Email, cell internet, phones. fine. Okay, cell phones, fine. Uh, how about dating? Has dating dramatically changed in the last 20 years? Forget yeah. about 40 years. So dating, 
Absolutely. Tinder. Ten, ten years ago to today is okay, completely different. Okay, fantastic. Let me ask you this. So what were some things that happened that parents were worried about? Parents were worried about rock and roll music with Elvis Presley. Yes. Hips moving. It's going to get girls to do this. What if my daughter does this? Okay. Has music changed dramatically from yes. 80s, I want to know what love is, to now, hey, I was, you know, doing your girl with my Gucci, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, hit them up is slightly different than, yeah. you know, uh, 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 yeah. what do you call it? Uh, uh, yeah, whatever songs you want to talk about, yeah. right? Right. Faithfully or don't stop believing. It's a very different uh, a narrative with the songs. Okay, how much has porn changed? Has porn changed over the last 40 years? I've never watched it. I know, I mean, nobody at the stables watch it, but for yeah, the people yeah. that do watch porn, what I do know is Tom knows a lot about marijuana. For whatever reason, Gerard knows a lot about porn. I don't know what it is. Okay, but, but here's a question, though. How much has porn changed the last 40 years? Okay, so go back 40 years ago. 40 years ago was what? VHS, LA Express... Mm -hmm. Playboy magazine, John Hustler, yeah. all of these things. So how has it changed now? Then it went to v VHS. Then it went to, let's just say, Napster. Then it went to, you know, CDs. Then YouTube, not yeah. YouTube, but uh, 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 Pornhub, whatever. How much has it changed, though? Has it it's changed really that I mean, much? You can have your I know, but has it dramatically changed? Has the experience changed? It's still you. Yeah. You know, I, as a single man or person that's watching it, you're consuming. So the part where I'm going with this is. The experience has changed significantly, but in on the, from the 10,000-foot view, no. At the end of the day, it's still well, I'm, you and VR your head. By the way, you just gave me more. Th that's where I was going with this. Yeah. VR porn is metaverse, by the way. But the p part I was going with you is the following. How much has uh, uh, being a dancer 20 years ago versus today, is it even worth you dancing today instead of being I, on Pornhub? I, I don't know how strip clubs exist. That's the I point. really so, don't. But that's, that's, that's something that's really a business model. So do you think people are still want to go see the real strip club versus going on yes. Pornhub? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So perfect. If you're saying yes, do you think a 20-year-old, I wonder if the, the demographics show the younger generation is as excited about strip clubs as 40-year-olds are? Definitely I don't know. Not, no. Okay, so then then we have to go and try to think like an 18-year-old, 20-year-old today with what Meta's going to do and how they're going to process this with uh, versus us because to them, it's going to be normal. To us, it's kind of like weird, yes. right? Yes. So we have to think like the people mm -hmm. who think it's normal, not just think like us who think, dude, this shit is weird, right? So how much has it really changed for them? I, I can see it being to the point where like, the government has to regulate how much time you can spend in the metaverse because people will spend 20 hours a day in the metaverse. It's so much better than their regular life. You're born in the poverty, you're short, you're fat, you're whatever, and in the metaverse, you're tall, you're attractive, you're, you're rich. They're gonna live their life there as opposed to in the real world. It's so much so that the government will probably regulate, you've been online for 10 hours, and then there'll be black, there'll be, there'll be black market metaverse uh, places where people can go into somebody's basement and hook back in. It's a drug. They even talk right now, video games are drugs. There was that athlete that lost his career because he was playing the, the tight end for the for the Broncos. He literally had a, a Grand Theft Auto addiction. He was like, I skip in practice to play Grand Theft Auto. It was serotonin in his brain. It wow. was the, dude, the the we, we're all addicted to our cell phones. We're addicted. Yeah, we're nonstop but, addicted. But, but okay, so folks, if you're listening to this, I'm actually curious. I want to read your commentary. What are your thoughts? What's your biggest matter of fact, what's your biggest concern? And then we'll talk about, you know, the, the stuff that could be good. I'll make one more point because I've been talking too much. But the, 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 we talked about this. When was the last time? Remember when you, you would come home and you're, there would be one phone and somebody would call during dinner. Your dad would get so pissed off and he'd take the phone and he'd put it off the hook so nobody right. else could contact you that mm -hmm. night. Yeah. When was the last time our phones were off the hook? 
Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you another perspective here. The, the the rules of the game have changed. Back you said what's the difference between 20 years ago, 40 years ago? Back in the day, the rules were completely different. They've been flipped. What were the what were the rules? Don't get in cars with strangers. Don't meet random people <laughs> online. Get out of your house and do things and play. Yeah. Now it's check, check, you know, check. you're getting in cars with strangers. Rickers getting doing business deals, <laughs> learning last names while he's in cars, right? People are meeting people online on the regular. That's how people date these days. You know, speaking of not getting out of your house, now you're locked down in your house. The rules of the game have changed. But, the, you know, Facebook has basically put the world on notice that they are coming after the future. They are not just a social media platform at this point where you can, you know, rate hot girls or be friends or check the news. They're basically saying, live your life in our world now, right? And this is what Mark, like, Mark Zuckerberg, more than anyone with this this move right here, I could see taking over the world. People talk about Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Mark Zuckerberg is now coming after your mind and your dreams and basically your entire life with this meta. It's Sims. no longer Facebook. It's like a Sims game almost. It's the, Sims. It's, Sims. it's the Matrix. It's Avatar. Sims. And and there's parts of it that like, hey, wake up, see what's going on here. Yep. You know, Tico's living in this world right now. And there's parts of it like, if I'm a boomer out there and I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? If there's anything we've learned from this past two years of Zoom meetings and how effective it is, and hey, you can just be anywhere, there's something, the fact that we're sitting here, and we're, hey, how you doing, Pat? We're touching. Yeah. Let's not forget about humans need interaction. Yep. And this metaverse is cute and all, but at some point you need to get out of your yeah. house and do real stuff. Okay, yeah. somebody just said, Mr. Bruce Kim, and I want to hear from others, Gerard, to see what others have to say as well. I'm going to go to them. Yep. Uh, Tom, uh, Tom, I'm going to come to you. Ricky, if you got thoughts, I want to hear from you as well. So here's what some people have to say. Matthew Mason said, Zuck is influenced, okay? Stefan uh, Corivo said, real player one, which I don't know if you've seen that movie or not. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually very interesting, yeah. yes. Um, Marisol Esparza said, obesity is a concern for our children. Mr. Bruce said, meta is evil. Uh, 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 TRC Turtle Island said, Will Durant, the age of de- decedence, which I've, I've read a lot of Will Durant back in the days. So, uh, uh the, the CJ Des, first time I've ever heard a comment like that. Adam is wrong. Uh, the, the next one, Andy H. It's not the real world. It's a jail. It's Matrix. Okay, Dancy Antil said, control freak rules. So, look, you know, it, it's it's concerning, but, you know, sometimes parents are worried about losing their kids. Like, it's like, I'm going to lose my kids. This is one of those things where you can actually lose your kids and the attention. Tom, what are your thoughts? So, As a parent, what are you thinking about this? Well, I, I've been worried. I spent a little bit of time in video games and um, in the industry. And I can take you back to March 1999, which was the origin of uh, Sony Online Entertainment's EverQuest. And EverQuest was one of the first massively multiplayer online role-playing games where you had an avatar, you collect stuff, you buy weapons, you buy things. You, and people would go in that and they would be playing for 20 hours straight. Um, true story. And it unlocked for me understanding, you know what? The human, human capacity for addiction and, and to, be, to satisfy something beyond yourself has never changed. Our ability as humans to be addicted to whether it's video games or drugs or music or something and to get so immersed in it that it's that it's there now that that really worried me. There were people that had stopped playing EverQuest that were still paying nineteen nine a month and people would say, Why are you doing that? You're paying two hundred and forty dollars a year. Yeah. I don't want to lose my avatar. I got my avatar, I got all my activity, I got everything yeah. in there. And that told me 
right there just how scary it was. Yeah. And I started seeing, you know, Fortnite. Remember Fortnite? Fortnite first came out, you know, and you dropping into the island, Fortnite. Yeah. And baseball guys, do you remember when there was two of those consoles that was in the Boston Red Sox locker room mm -hmm. and they were playing it and David Price missed a start because he yes. had cramping in yes. his thumb? Wow. Because on the thing, they were, he was playing Fortnite yep. to 3 a.m. He comes to the... David Price was Cy Young winner. Was he a Cy yes. Young winner or not? I thought he was a Cy well, Young winner. Well, he was a Tampa World Series Bay. MVP. Yeah. I, I yeah. worked a 10-pitch walk-off so, David Price one time. So I, I am... I think as a parent, you'd better put timers and you need human interaction and you should put timers and restrictions on your kids getting in these immersive video games because the gaming industry knew in 1999 there was billions and billions of dollars to be made off your kids because of our natural. How much worse is this, though? That's what I want to know. Is this like. It, it is nine times. Ten no, it, times it's a hundred times worse because Zuckerberg's involved. All right. And, and I agree with Adam. He wants to take over the world. Here's his biggest problem he's the world's worst salesman. He literally is. He has no charisma. You mm -hmm. automatically hate him yes. if you know his track record. Yes. So he's not going to be able to sell people <laughs> on this new, con this new concept. He's I don't like him. You know, I, I'm he less interested in Meta. Like him, if guy? he had someone with some What's charisma, he looks like it. Yeah, he does. it would be different yeah. if Elon Musk was in front of this. I mean, you might believe it or want to get into it. Hey, the whole thing, the whole world you guys are describing yeah. is scary to me. Uh, my kids aren't allowed to play Fortnite. I'd never let them spend... Anytime playing those addictive games, there's no way. I prefer the real world. Smart I, man. I prefer human beings. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it is. And that's not going to change. Yeah. And I can understand. I mean, this is just a trap. This is a jail cell for young people that are going to get sucked into this. They're going to remain single their whole life. They will be able to live, live, live their whole life inside this metaverse. And Zuckerberg knows it. So, you know, this is a convenient way for him to rebrand the company, which he's still going to be all involved in Facebook. I mean, that's not going away what they do, but it's a marketing move for him. And, and I think him as the world's worst salesman, which he is, um, he's not going to be able to rule well, the world as quickly as he wants as to. As much as I agree with you, for being the world's worst salesman, he's doing a lot of sales. He's doing okay. <laughs> no, but I'm like, talking he's about him right. on camera. I'm talking about when sure. he is front and center. I, I know his company is doing yeah. great. Of course it is. He's got the best engineers in the world. I'm talking about him as yeah. the face of it. I, I, I don't think that's hard to, to argue with. Look, you, you made a great point, and whoever did that super chat is right about it, it being a little bit of a jail. Look at how they're controlling information right now. Look at how they're controlling mm -hmm. speech. Say the wrong thing, you're shut down. Imagine exactly being right. addicted to that metaverse this is where you're online this is where your job is this is where your girlfriend is that's online you're dating somebody in, in three you know five thousand miles away halfway around the world they they're on the metaverse you're, you're in love with this life but you said the wrong thing so now we're going to shut you down for 30 days you can't get on the metaverse you can't go to work you voted the wrong way that's you you, you, you ate red meat it was detected in your, uh, your our bio scans yeah. detected it's that you It's the social credit score that they're That's doing in fine. China, exactly. but in the metaverse exactly. now in America. They'll throttle it, your reach. Here you are, all your friends. It is very scary. See you. It is very it's, scary. As people who have grown up in the real world, yeah. the thought of this, yeah. but Pat made up a good point. Yeah. If you're 12, 15, you, you, you've got kids all between, you know, 6 and 15. Like, this, this is a, quite the concern if you're, if you're a parent. Let me let me. OK, so th that's that's the, that's the part. That's the part. I read a uh, Time magazine article that said uh, minimalists, how the next generation is minimalist. And this was like eight years ago, seven years ago. And in the articles, no, not not minimalist. It was talking about narcissists, how the next how narcissists they are. And they were talking about all these 14 year old kids want to do is mm -hmm. take pictures, the lips, the duck face, all this other stuff. And, you know, these kids are spoiled and, you know, they're having issues because all they care about is how many likes they're going to get. And da, 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 mm -hmm. it's such a problem. It's catastrophic. And then you know how the article ends? If you think this is catastrophic, 
and it's the end of the world. Maybe it just means you're, you're too old. Yeah. 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 So so you that's the that's the hardest thing that for us we have to consider because every time something new happens, we mm -hmm. think it's the end of the world. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We yes. think it's the doomsday. And my only challenge to all of us is I don't know if it is, I don't know if it's not, but I will tell you what's the biggest mistake. If you don't immerse yourself to learn about this world, oh, you're screwed. Because the biggest thing is to be uh, ignorant about it. It's better to be, you know, learning about it. Yes. So if I'm a parent, I'm definitely learning about this stuff more than anybody yes. else's because I want to find out what the hell is going to happen. You, you're losing your kid. Your sit kid is sitting there two hours upstairs, not coming downstairs. He's got this stuff on his eyes and, you know, like he's uh, Oculus too, whatever it is that they're looking mm -hmm. at it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. You're but basically I, saying the last thing that you should be is dismissive. Think about all the people who've been dismissive. I would be Bitcoin, overly involved. Bitcoin, crypto, whatever. NFTs. Sure. How ridiculous is that? That's yeah. never going to work over the last handful of years. And you're dismissing people's perspectives and feelings, and you're missing out on the opportunity. I, I, I think being aware. You said something a few podcasts back, which is really great, right? The the people who are paranoid survive, right? The paranoid yeah, yes. survive. So I think it's. I think it is good to be skeptical and and cynical about these things. But at the end of the day, it's a tool. Right, it's technology, and you can use it for amazing things. You were talking about Zoom, yeah, but there's something about being here. Yes, that's gonna put you here. We're gonna all be sitting yeah, yeah. next to each other. We're gonna feel each other. We're gonna see each other. You know what I mean? So, listen, like, why don't we do why don't we do an Oculus Two giveaway? How about we do okay. that? An <laughs> Oculus Two giveaway, literally. If you give twenty dollars to the super chat, which we've already said, if we get to ten thousand dollars, ten thousand live, we'll give away ten thousand dollars. Matter of mm -hmm. fact, here's what I want to do. If we get to 7,500 live, I'll give away an Ethereum. How about that? Oh, I'll give one please. Ethereum away to anybody oh. if we get to 7,500. Is that okay with you? Oh, hey, that's Tell your friends. But to tell participate, your wife, but to participate, you got to do a $20 super $20 chat. $20 super so, chat. Okay, so let's do one right now. Right, No, right now what we're doing right now, we're going to do the, what do you call it? We're going to do the Oculus 2 virtual reality Giveaway with a signed book. So, uh, Adam, uh, not Adam, uh, Samvel, if you want to put that up so we can take a look at it, it's the next giveaway. Can and we I'm, give a quick shout out to Kai? He's misspelled nothing today. On fire right now. First of now. all, he hasn't been asked to spell anything. There we so go. Don't give him too much credit. You're zero for zero. You're still, ego up. You've got no issues. There we go. <laughs> all right. So, Jose's the last winner. Let's see what we got. Let's see how many names it's going to be now. Check this out. Look at it. Boom, put it. Gerard's root oh, 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 Need a bigger oh, screen. Oh, <laughs> oh, let's see what we got. People. Here we go. Yeah, Here we go. Oculus 2 and a sign book. We We're never going to see go. Gerard again. Here we if he go, wins. baby. <laughs> Who is it? Get out of here! Illegal. 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 He got the Oculus too. Is there is there I, I, I guess we'll never There's see Gerard the again. There's going to we'll be a lot never of people see that are very again. skeptical of Gerard winning right now. I don't know. We'll never see Gerard again. wins Oculus too. That's it. Gerard's porn experience about to change here. Oh. Okay, so right. Oculus too. This seems a little scripted right now. I don't know. Good, good thing it it's wasn't a, the PS5 giveaway. Although his reaction seemed wrong. Inside, inside job. I love that Ethereum though, man. Damn. <laughs> 
Okay, well, listen, we keep going. So now Gerard's out of it. What are the chances of one of the guys winning? <laughs> but Gerard gave ten thousand dollars to be in there a bunch of times. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so no Gerard. Ticky, no laundry, David. No ticky, no laundry. Let's continue, guys. If you want to be in the next uh, 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 raffle that we're doing, super chat twenty bucks. We're getting we a get lot to, of rigged comments we, we right get, now, Gerard. <laughs> we're we getting get, a lot of rigged. We get to seventy five hundred. The Democratic Party. It's not rigged. It's fortified. So okay, <laughs> we get to seventy. It'll be N oh Ethereum. My. We'll get to ten thousand. It's ten thousand dollars cash. Wow. But we only have an hour Stop and twenty minutes steal. left of podcast. An I can't hour believe that. Stop the steal. In the podcast. Stop the I steal. I told you. What I tell you. Yesterday. This is an insurrection yes. at its finest right, right now. <laughs> let's. This is January sixth. Come to life, Gerard. Winning the Oculus. Together, strong. Let's baby. continue. Right. Let's continue. Let's continue. Right. Yahoo. A Yahoo yeah. story. Yahoo pulls out of China, citing challenging environment. Pretty interesting. Mm. For Yahoo to make a story out of this, by the way, this is an AP News story. The withdrawal was largely symbolic, as many of the company's services were already blocked by the China China's uh, digital censorship. But recent government moves to expand its control over tech companies, generally including its domestic giants, may have tipped the scales for Yahoo. Yahoo is the latest foreign tech company to exit China. Google gave up several years, years ago. Microsoft's professional networking platform, LinkedIn, said last month it would shutter its Chinese side, replacing it with a job board instead. The departures illustrate the choices internet companies face in a huge potential market, but one where the government requires them to censor content and keywords deemed politically sensitive or inappropriate. Chinese laws stipulate that companies operating in the country must hand over data if requested by authorities, making it difficult for Western firms to operate in China as they may also face pressure back home over giving in to China's demands. Okay, so, uh, Zenner, I'm going to you first, and I'm going to Ricky. Okay. Go oh, for it. Oh, start talking yeah. now? Hey, Tom. To, no, hey, I was, Tom sorry, Zenner here. I was in the metaverse. Hey. My bad. <laughs> Let me exit real quickly and deal with humans. Third dimension. Um, clearly, it's becoming very difficult for tech companies to uh, interact with the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. And... Take away the population, 1.3 billion, the biggest market in the world. For them to be bailing this quickly uh, speaks volumes. You know, so I'll let you guys talk more about it. I'm waiting for the Chinese Taiwan porn math teacher, and then I can really give you some. Yeah, you are, there. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Bound chicken, bound bound. I think if you if you if you if you um, really compare what's going on in China and what's going on here, Tom, what it's not it's it's really no different because what America is using is just pressure. With the with the with uh, uh, as far as what you can say, what you can't say, the Chinese government is just simply telling you you're not going to do it. American government is not doing that, but what they're doing is they're grabbing the media and telling you you can't do that. I don't know if make, I don't know if I'm making sense. Yes, yeah. yes. America is doing the same white. thing. It's, 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 it's yeah. yes. So it's like Chinese government are just like straight up don't care, and with us, we're we're experiencing the same thing as China, except that we're using. Uh, uh, the social um, justice warriors mm -hmm. to do it. I think that to they're me that's... I think you make a really they're, they're good they're point. I think it, Ricky yeah. makes a it, great it's, point it's here. It's the same thing, it's like It's like there's two cars are speeding. Yes. One in China, one in America. Right. In America, the guys in the cars next to you start yelling at you yes. and are pointing at you. In China, they hit the remote control button and your car stops. That's it. Mm. I mean, it's, it's really... If you look at it, it's really no different. Uh, and as a matter of fact... Uh, uh, TikTok, the, the guy, the, 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 how oh I can't remember the guy from TikTok, he was just interviewed or he, they were doing oh, an interview. Oh, the bike dance CEO. Yes. Yeah. Yep, so, yep. so the guy at TikTok, and then, so he was at the Senate floor and, uh, I think it was, uh, Jay, I think it was, uh, Senator Kennedy or if not, it was, um, 
from Texas. Uh, not Ted, not Ted Cruz. Uh, oh my God, I can't forget. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. John Cornyn. No, no, no. From, I think he's from Texas. Uh, like hardcore. He's like another Kennedy. Uh, Rep- Republican. No, he's Hispanic guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember. He's Cuban. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now. Well, he's interviewing. Ricky, him. it's gonna be okay. Make your point. He's he's, repl- he's 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 interviewing him, and and what they're doing is TikTok sharing data with China mm-hmm. on Americans, and they're saying, well, why can't we? Why can't we get your information, but you can get ours? Mm-hmm. And so he won't answer the question. No, we don't share. It's our mother company. So you're, but, but the requirements is that you have to share all data with them. And mm-hmm. the, that, that main company, mother companies in China, TikTok is in America. Well, no, we've been knowing that. Well, the TikTok, if you believe General Spaulding, if you are on their fiber optic network, right. they have your information. Well, your let, information. Me, let me ask you this. So I got two questions for you guys. I got two questions for you guys. Jenna saying Ted Cruz, but you said it's not Ted Ch- Cruz. No, it wasn't Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz You're is thinking Cuban of Ricky guy. Rubio, are you? No, no, Florida? not Ricky Rubio. Rubio. He's Marco a, Rubio. Marco Rubio. You're thinking Ricky of your Rubio's Phoenix Suns days, buddy. Ricky Rubio is apparently a billionaire, yeah. but anyways, that's a different story. Let's go back to... Are talking about John Cornyn? Who are you talking about? No, I think it's Ted Cruz. Let me, guys, might be it's right. totally fine. It's Ted yeah, Cruz. Fine. The Cuban yeah. guy's Ted Cruz. But here's the point. I got two questions for you. I got two questions. It is Ted Cruz. I got two questions. Jenna's right. So I got two questions. By the way, you said Ted Cruz. So I got two questions for you. Two questions for you. Number one question in this story here with TikTok, okay, which is Yahoo, but you guys brought up TikTok. So I got two questions. One, how close was it for Trump to shut down TikTok in U.S.? Do you guys remember yes, the time? Very Do you remember close. how concerned yes. people were in America? Yes. Okay. Number two, in regards to TikTok, do you think if a if a DeSantis or a Trump gets elected, do you think, chance-wise, do you think they'll go after TikTok yes. to shut it down? Give me a percentage. Highly likely. likely. Okay. More than any social platform, TikTok is on the uh, chopping block. I'll tell you what I'd like to see them do, and I can't believe I'm saying this for government interaction, but after your conversation with the Facebook moderator, the fact that those guys have access to everybody's conversations, that's got to go. On Facebook or on your phone? Anybody. No, no, no. no, no, That's my question. On, I didn't see it. Facebook on, messages, WhatsApp, any face, Instagram. The any guys Facebook. working there can see your message with anybody. I says, I said, so who did you go and look at? He says, I don't care about what people say. All I care about is oh, what my cousin, cousin has to oh, say about right. me. You yes, saw, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, wow. yes, 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 so, but but here's the thing. Let me go back to the question, guys. Let me go back to it because this is leading to a point. So, what percentage? What is the chances of the next administration if? A DeSantis, a Trump, a Republican gets elected that TikTok gets banned in the U.S. I don't know if it's any India's already done it. India India banned 100 apps. I don't know if it's any Republican. I think it's going to be either DeSantis or Trump. They're going to go after TikTok. What do you think, Gerard? Give me your percentage. Give me 5%, 10%. Five. Okay, uh, Zenner, what's yours? I'll say 75. Okay, Tom, what do you say? I'm with Zenner. I say 75. What do you say? Well, I don't think anyone's going to do it more than Trump. And Trump was very close, so I'm saying 25%. 25%. Okay, so now this is the next question here. Next question here. In regards to Yahoo leaving, in regards to Microsoft leaving and changing LinkedIn into a job posting site, Mm -hmm. whatever, in regards to Google saying, dude, we've been out three years. We're not dealing with China. And these are liberal companies that are in China. So this is not political that we're talking about here. They're just leaving because the business model doesn't work. Here's the last question for you. How soon do you think, if ever, Hollywood leaves China? Do you think anything will be a tipping point no. for Hollywood or sports no, to say not. we want to leave that market? Because that's where all the money comes from. If China cut Hollywood off, that's how it would happen. But there's no way Hollywood's cutting them what off would if the cause money's still that? coming. What could, cause, what could cause for Hollywood producers, executive producers, and the sports, NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, to say, you know what? We don't care about getting that contract in China. We're out. I think that they want to right now. 
I think that they really, really want to. I think they're waiting for somebody else to show them. China or the the U.S.? We talked about this. We talked about this with the Manning cast. All the Manning cast is, and it's massively popular. The Manning cast is just a live stream. It's YouTube. It's Twitch. It's national television taking digital technology and implementing it in their professional format. So whoever is the first person to deviate, take that disruption and deviate and say, you know what? We're going to go direct to consumer. Forget the movie theaters. We don't need a revenue-based model where people have to go and buy popcorn. We're going to make something, and it's going to be pay-per-view. If you want to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you have to be on Ricky Aguilar TV. I got a ten. I got a ten. Ep, uh, a, a ten uh, movie deal with The Rock. He got paid two hundred million dollars. You got to see The Rock here, and it's going to be two ninety nine each of his movies. Okay, Direct take me movie. back to now. Something sparks the sports leagues. They want to leave, but they don't. Take me back to that. Okay, so the sports leagues, particularly, right? What right now? What they're doing is they're they, they're trying to figure out streaming rights, right? Do you look at Major League Baseball? John Boy Media actually pays for YouTube streaming rights to do all of the the highlights, it's remarkably cheap. They've pivoted away from where they used to hunt these guys down and be like, you're using our rights, it's $1,000. So now it's like, oh, it's free marketing for us. Yeah, give us like 20 bucks a video, and now you own the rights to it. So they have their product, and then you're going to have this micro-streaming ecosystem, and somebody's going to aggregate these places, these people all together. It's going to be like, if you like baseball, you have your 25 favorite streamers that are watching the baseball game at the same time, and you can click and you can watch Patrick call a baseball game. If you don't like Joe Buck, you can watch you can watch Adam Sauce right, call it'll be a the basketball 11 months, game. It'll be the 11 months of Pirate Bay and Napster, where they had all the illegal music, and you just went there and you could see everything. That is a perfect example. And, then, and Pirate, remember Pirate Bay? Yes. And Pirate Bay and Napster and Lime Bear Wire. and Bear Share. Lime Those Wire. are the three yep. that ended up in handcuffs. Boom, they were gone because. And then what came out of that? iTunes. And so, iTunes, they said the CD's dead. And legal Napster. The CD is dead. I don't need ESPN if I'm only watching one show. Why do I need the whole channel? Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to buy per episode. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to buy an NFL Network. I just want to watch the Manning. So I understand Manning cable cast, satellite streaming rights. Go back to Pat's question about if it's super specific. Leaving China if about it's super getting specific, the MLB to say I've do had you enough. think, Tom? Do you think you're, you're somebody that thinks about this stuff? Do you think anything? Any singular event can happen where all sports unite and they say we're out of China. Kai, think about it. I may come to you next. I think it's I, I think it's a human rights thing. I think it could be Taiwan. I think it it's a human rights thing and it's like Ines Cantor is talking about. Or, I think or there's, there's a leak in use of the data and the rest of the world realize holy crap, no. that's what they can do with all this data. Tom, if that, you get away from advertising revenue, you don't need those people. You don't need 1.3 billion person marketplace. If it's VOD, 330 million He's asking million about Americans. what would cause a sudden unification and departure following Yahoo, following Google, following yeah. TikTok. Long story short, make it more profitable domestically. How do you make it more profitable domestically? I think you do individual consumer VOD. I models. agree sure, with you. But, that's the business side. Pat was asking me, and I think, I think as soon as there is a human rights violation, as soon as there's a massive leak where people realize, wait a minute, all my stuff from TikTok somehow ended up over there, and this is what they're doing? But, Tom, that's happening now, and nobody cares. Everybody knows that, that China uses slave labor. Nobody, nobody doesn't wear things that are made in China. Everybody knows. That's what I'm trying to say to you guys. What I'm trying to say is, okay, so again, I think desperately, if America needs anything right now, is a is one enemy that the left, middle, right, everybody agrees on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Desperately, we need one enemy that everybody is convinced 
this is the number one enemy. Mm -hmm. What does China need to do for everyone in America to say what Russia used to be 40 years ago when the movie Rocky came out? That China becomes that. What do they need to do, Kai? From a, from a 23-year-old incredible typer. Go ahead. Tell us. What so, do you think? So, um, just to piggyback first on what could the sports do. I think if if more players like Enes Kanter step up and on the different teams, uh, then they would create enough headaches for the NBA to maybe even consider just pulling out. Because if, if China already isn't showing all the Celtics games, imagine if then a player on Lakers, a player on some of the big teams, and like then they're not showing half the games already. At that point, you've reached the tipping point of maybe where, ah, you know what, maybe it's not worth it anymore. Because then they've essentially sabotaged enough to where it's now you're playing like Tetris and trying to figure out what games can actually go through, and then you're just getting pennies on the dollar anyway, and at that point, they pull out. And then that would just have to be going Zenner, through what do you think? Okay, I, I think the only way it could realistically happen is the, the government forced the NBA to not do business mm -hmm. with China anymore, sort of like China does with their tech companies mm -hmm. or with our tech companies coming over there. Here's the other thing. I think it's very interesting that Dave, uh, Silver hasn't said Adam Silver hasn't said anything about Ennis Cantor yet. Nothing, mm -hmm. right? He got away with saying way more radical things than the GM for the for the yeah, Rockets did at the time. And then look at the reaction to John Cena with his comment when the movie came out, when he had the comment about Taiwan. He could not backpedal fast enough yeah. and apologize and damn near start bawling as he was doing it. So I think Hollywood is more entrenched in China with less chance of them leaving. I think the NBA looks at it like this. If they can replace the revenue stream, mm -hmm. that's the only way it could happen. Okay, so let me ask you four questions here. Taiwan, guys. Can I can I make four points here? Four right. questions here, okay? So I'm going to I'm going to write out four four causes of of that taking place. Tell me which one of these are more likely of happening, okay? Of leaving China permanently. Number one, a government regulation, okay, where the government says you can't do it. U.S. Okay. government. U.S. Saying. government. Number okay. two is Adam Silver going out there and going against China. Okay, number three is the face of the league uh, athlete, a Mike Trout, a KD, a LeBron. LeBron, a Tom Brady, a Patrick Mahomes type of guy, or fan base coming together and boycotting and saying, hey, I cannot uh, understand why you guys are supporting China. Which of those four is more likely to happen? One and which four. One, which one of those four will have the most influence? I'll ask. Is it the government? No. No. Is it silver? I think, that's, no. I, I think the, the fan base is and, least. And, no, the most. Okay. Yes. I, I, the, uh, people awakening. I, I can tell you what's the least, the face of the league, because the Players Association yeah. will hammer them. Because the face of the league can say what he wants. He's still making $200 million with a shoe deal. Yeah. But they got to protect everybody else in that union. Well, I'll just use a case example to shout out to the biz doc of myself. I don't think most Americans, single mom, two kids, just trying to pay her bills, I don't think she's thinking about China on a daily basis. No, of course not. Something, more than anything that I've learned since being on the PBD podcast doing this every day is, holy shit, flashing red lights, look out what's going on for China. You know, we call the China the CCP. I think there should be another C in there. The Chinese controlling Communist Party. If there's anything you don't like, being in a capitalist as someone telling you this is how, what you need to do and this is how you to live your life. The, they want control. They're controlling their population. And next thing you know, like Gerard says, they want to control the world. So unless the single mom of two in America in Kansas wakes up and says, holy crap, this is what's going on in China, we're just kind of sleepwalking through life. Because, you know, this is not our major concern, but it should be at the top of our list. I think concern. government's number one on your list. I, I would put government yeah. the number one most likely reason it would happen. I, I'm, I'm with Zinner because the fan base, you know, will be fractured. Some will care, some won't. Uh, the face of the league will be told by the players' side, uh, the players' union, to shut up. Uh, no 
no commissioner holding streaming cable satellite broadcast rights around this globe will do it. But if they move on Taiwan and we move economic sanctions, the government is going to tell people to moderate business with China because we're going to try and pull them back in line. Uh, you would hope that they would, but our government, I'm convinced half of them are beholden to You would be surprised the economic impact on the United States. There are industries such as mm -hmm. semiconductor that are going to be massively impacted mm -hmm. if China moves across there. You think chips are look, difficult look now? Chips, you yeah. think chips are expensive now? Let me tell you, they're not. there are three things that they're going after in China. One is this historical pride thing, but that's like number three. Sure. Number two is market share of chips, and number two is, the, is to eliminate the alternative manufacturing locations. Well, number one is control of information, for sure. And I will say this, and I agree with you, and this is the, the beauty of this podcast, and this is what we can do. We do a terrible job. I think we can all agree. We do a terrible job of this country, perhaps intentionally, of teaching what capitalism really is, of saying the consumer... The fan base, the consumer holds all the power. Right. The government changes. Government, it changes with the winds, right? The consumer decides. Are you quoting Joe Dirt here, by the Joe way? Joe Dirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the consumer, consumer that the you consumer, need to pay attention bro. to. The consumer, the consumer yeah. can change everything tomorrow. If you decide that, you know what? Ines Cantor's right. Forget China. I'm not buying a single thing from the NBA that's made in China. And it wouldn't take a lot of people. I, I, I tell this to people, oh, it's last call. I, I, tell, uh, I tell this to people all the time, man. Get your cigarette. With, with student loans, if you guys really wanted student loans to go away, get, get on a campaign and get 3% of all people with student loans to refuse to pay them back. So, Re you, and renegotiate. So, so, in other words, from what we got from this discourse, back and forth, you think it's going to be people. Yes. You think it's going to be people. You think it's going to be the government or people? I think it's going to be a Republican government. Okay, you think it's going to be who, Tom? Gover government. You, Ricky? Uh, I think it's going to be the people. You think it's going to be the people. Yeah. So, I, I, all, what all do you I'm, think, Pat? I, I think I think it's to me. I think if uh, uh, you guys are not saying face of the league, I think it's players. I think I think if a player comes out, an influencer, look, the law of EF Hutton, Maxwell would talk about the law of EF Hutton. There is guys in the league that have a voice. If they say something. It shuts the whole thing down. If LeBron, which he'll never do, he would never do such a thing, ever do such a thing to go against China, never, he would never do that. But if a guy like him came out, if a KD came out, KD's more likely to go and say, listen, I just don't like what's going on in China. I don't support this stuff. I think KD's more likely to do something like that. I think in the NFL, I think Mahomes is a values guy. Mahomes would actually be capable of doing something like that. I think Brady's a guy that keeps his politics down, but I think one of those major influencers to come out and then people agreeing with each other, mm -hmm. that's something where everybody has to pay attention well, I mean, to. look at what happened with Daryl Morey. No, look what that guy did. got canceled yeah. immediately. But Daryl Morey's not a top 100 yeah. influencer Correct. in the NBA. He's Kyrie, not. And Kyrie he's Irving back, by the way. Kyrie Irving is though, and they're still shutting him up. The Ky yeah. Kyrie's not a top, top 10 influencer yeah. in the NBA. He's not. Pat, the I, problem with Mahomes, you need a good quarterback to be able to step out. No, he has not been like playing good lately. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a shot right there you took out of. What's that EF Hutton law? I don't know what that is. EF Hutton means, EF Hutton is, no, EF Hutton is there's, Always somebody in the room that's the influencer. You have to find out who that person is. Okay, you have to find out who the person is when they speak. When E.F. Hutton would speak, everybody would listen. The E.F. Hutton of sports needs to speak. That has everyone's respect. Mm -hmm. Whoever that E.F. Hutton of sports is, if they talk, everyone's going to say, shit, all right, we got to do something to make this guy happy. So the complete opposite of a Kaepernick. Kaepernick did a video the other day talking oh about, uh, I don't God. know if you guys saw that video or not. Oh. Anyways, 
Complete different story. Maybe we'll go into the Virginia story next. But Kaepernick said something, uh, uh, and everybody had to respond to it, right? So take a person. And that guy wasn't even an EF Hutton. Mm. The guy wasn't even an EF Hutton. But there's somebody that needs to come out who is an EF Hutton to say something like to get people to uh, pay attention to it. Anyways, uh, let's have a uh, special guest that's here today. Uh, uh, my wife, Jennifer, is here with hey. us. Jen, why don't you come and join us? Okay, hey, hey, uh, Jennifer, come grab a seat right next to... Uh, where do you want him, David? You want to? Uh... Yes, yes. How you doing, baby? Hi, Jen. Congrats. Yes. Okay. This is Jen. Is this the first time you joined the podcast? Yes. Like sitting at the table. Yes. <laughs> so today, today's been an interesting day because today we had what? What happened, Mike? Yeah, Jen's got it. We got to share the mic here, babe. So mm -hmm. somehow, somehow, we got to share the mic. So today, uh, 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 I went to the gym early in the morning, baby. If that's yours, you want to put it on just to listen to it. So today, we went to the, uh, uh, I went to the gym early in the morning, and then we had to, uh, had to come back. We had Dylan that he had. What was that thing today? Was it the Thanksgiving? Uh, a special Thanksgiving chapel at school. Special Thanksgiving deal at the chapel at school. Yes. And then uh, right after that, I was heading to the podcast. I was 10 minutes late because of Dylan's special chapel deal. Okay, But we're going to go 10 or 15 minutes higher. So, so babe, here's, here's what I kind of want to do for you. Why don't you tell uh, the audience? So if there was anything we can give away today. So far, we've given away an iPhone. Okay, uh, We were asking everybody on what some of the prizes were to give away. Gerard had some good ideas. Tom had some good ideas. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Adam said, why don't we give like a cat away? I said, it's technically, <laughs> you know, we're going to have the wrong people coming after us. We just gave away an iPhone. We gave away an Oculus. We gave away a Monte Cristo. What, what do you think we should give away to the ladies? If so you get, these things that are on the table? On the table, but you can choose something else. Give me something, three, $500, $1,000 that ladies would like that we can do. Maybe we give that away in the next five to ten minutes. What would you say that would be? Um, how about like a... Um like a like a small wallet, um, like a luxury wallet, like a Gucci wallet or something much, like uh, that. Babe, how much is a Gucci wallet? Babe? <laughs> <laughs> like a nice one is four. Which one, uh, Ricky? Which like which which wallet? A big, like a, like a like a what is it called? Um, the clutch. Is that Gucci? Yeah. What is this? They're this about, is what? About this is six hundred bucks. Is this Gucci? This is Fendi. No, fake Fendi. <laughs> <laughs> so you think what? A Gucci wallet? Yeah, about six, seven hundred bucks. A nice yeah. little small one. Nothing crazy. Not a Gucci wallet. It was four fifty. Would that be pretty cool to do a Gucci it's wallet? Nice. It was Can nice. we see? Because right after the Gucci wallet, we're going to do the PlayStation 5. Okay, yeah, let me see here. Gucci. Yeah, see, you, you're, you're right there. Okay, what's... It's a Marmont. That's the one that I just got. That's a Gucci wallet Marmont? Yeah. yeah. But okay. I got, uh, the one I got was like four fifty. Is there a Chanel one or no? Is there? Chanel's gonna be way. Wait, that's three thousand for this. For, for yes. one like that? Yes. What else? What else uh, with the ladies wear? Uh, depending on where they live, I'm yeah. a I'm a huge fan of Tory Burch sandals. Tory yeah, Tory Burch sandals yeah, are like loves them. One fifty, two hundred bucks. What else? Give me um, one more. Let's see. How about something Valentino? Like uh, sandals, Valentino sandals. So, if you had to choose between the Valentino sandals and the other one, which one would it be? Tory Burch. Tory Burch is way more comfortable. Tory Burch. Mm -hmm. Okay, give me one more. So, so far we have the we have the little. Uh, uh, what did you say? The purse, the wallet, the, the, wallet, the, the Tory Burch sandals. What else, Ricky? You and Erica oh, shop all the time man. for the ladies. <sighs> give me one more piece. What else would you it, say? It's winter's a scarf. A scarf is around you about scarf. A, scarf will run you a couple hundred bucks. From nice. who? From Louis. Louis. Gucci. Okay. Oh, that's gonna be way more. Maybe a Louis Vuitton that. face mask. How much is a Louis Vuitton hey. scarf? That Ricky used to rock. A scarf? Yeah, yeah, Look up scarfs, uh, uh, Kai. 
Uh, Louis Vuitton scarves. He has no. And one of those Herms. One of those Herm scarves. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! Look at that! Look at that! Look at the Louis Vuitton uh, uh, scarf. Okay, cool. So here's what we're gonna do. The next giveaway. Exactly what I wrote. Wow. The next giveaway is the following. They're nice too. Here's what we're doing. The yes. next giveaway is gonna be a Louis Vuitton scarf. Okay. It's gonna be the Tory Burt sandals, and it's gonna be. The uh, Gucci the wallet. wallet, all three combined. Is that a good giveaway? Wow. wow. We're going to do all three combined? of them. Is that okay if we do that? That's yeah. 1300 bucks. All right, that's 1300 If wins this one, we know it's, it's freaking rigged. <laughs> if Gerard starts walking around in high heels and a scarf <laughs> and panties in his pocket, you don't need a major issue here. This is rigged. Let's. Let's do uh, so in the next five know, to Tory ten. Birch comes after in this story, after this story, we'll do the giveaway for the ladies. So, yeah. so gentlemen, you may want to get it for your wife or your girlfriend or ladies if you're on there. You may want to do the twenty dollars because the next one's going to be that. We'll do that, and then afterwards we'll do the PlayStation. And if we get to seventy-five hundred, I'll give away one Ethereum. Okay, okay, guys. Yeah, All right. So why don't we do a story with Jen here? Jen, let's pick a story that maybe you can uh, uh, give us some opinions on as well. All right. Uh, pa, 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 pa. Let me see here. Okay. How about Shaq's message to his kids? Is that a fair one to do? Is, yeah. is that one we want to do? Let's do that one. Okay, let's do that one because we, we've talked about this. So it's, this is a good one for us. Okay, page three, our friend Shaq, who till today I'm blocked because of the interview I did with Kobe. You're still blocked. I am still Shaq blocked, blocked by you. Shaq. Till really? today I'm blocked by Shaq. He sent me a real message. He says, what a stupid question to ask Kobe. What do you mean if I had Kobe's work ethic, who would I have been? That's the dumbest question I've ever heard. Bam, and he blocked me. Yeah. Anyways, all right, so let's go through Shaq's message to his kids. I'm rich. We're not rich. 17 kill news. Former LSU Tiger and basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal delivered. It's so weird, the introduction. Why would you say former LSU Tiger? Why wouldn't it be the former yeah. Laker NBA Hall of Famer? <laughs> but former LSU Tiger and basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal delivered some harsh news to his six children. He told them, we're not rich. I'm rich. On a recent podcast, Shaq says, they're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they don't understand the retired Hall of Fame hoop star says he wants his children to make his own, make their own way in the world. O'Neal's net worth hovers around $400 million, but he has made it very clear to his children he expects them to all go to college and if they have an idea that they want to invest in they will have to pitch it to him just like anyone else babe what do you think about this story i think uh i think this uh, sounds little, very here, familiar here we go much better right there oh thank you um i think it sounds very familiar because do you I, hear it I do you hear it or no i don't hear it i don't i don't hear no? it just give her your mic okay, here just go. do this babe okay go for it Okay. Oh, it's better. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> okay, musical mics. Um, so sounds, <laughs> I would, sounds familiar to you. Sounds the story. very familiar, yes, because we, we basically uh, talk about the same kind of principles with our children. Um, you know, whenever they're wanting anything, we talk about being able to earn that. Um, even small things, you know, if they want to buy something, they're like, well, hey, can I go get the money from my uh, piggy bank? Those piggy banks that you put yeah, together for yeah. them. Tico was like, where's the key to this, mom? Because uh, I want to buy you know this video game or whatever it might be i was like i don't know where the key is ask your dad so it's about the saving principles i so. intentionally lost the key because hopefully we're going to lose the key for like 10 years for but the safe no, no i'm just kidding oh. i have the key but it's in a place that i don't even know but i think they understand that they don't have the money because like you know if there's something they want to buy you'll say look we'll go buy it and and the kids will be like well i don't have any money dad i don't have any money so i think you know they understand that Dylan's they're the not most rich. curious one would you agree dylan's the one that says hey daddy how yeah. much is this house i'm like dylan who cares he says, no, I, I want to know because my friends are asking. They say yeah. you're rich. I said, how much is this house? I'm not telling you how much is this house. Somebody told me this house is a lot of money, Daddy. Yeah, they'll, they'll say, you. like, Daddy, are you a millionaire yet? 
and then you'll say. Working on it. By the way, I got to tell you what what uh, Dylan said. Dylan goes like this. Dylan says, "Hey, Daddy, are you a millionaire yet?" I say, "Yeah, I, you know, I would say yes." He says. But you're not a billionaire like Batman. Yeah, he says that. Batman's already a billionaire. <laughs> so he calls up. Can you imagine that? Yeah, Never be good enough for your game. Yeah. Step your game up. What's up with this, right? Going Even Dylan. Here. Joker. Yeah. yeah. Remember, we can never rise above the opinion of our children. It yeah. is true. It is true. Uh, 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 you know, uh, Senna, Senna's so funny. Senna's like, Daddy, I want a Ferrari. I said, yeah, she said. That's great. I said, Daddy, who's going to buy it for you, baby? You're going to buy it for me. I'm not buying it for you. Yeah, you buy it for me. I said, no, you're going to buy it for yourself. Yeah. But uh, So you agree with what Shaq has to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I know I've, uh, I've heard the kids say other things like that, like Senna says, or Dylan may say, you know, I want a Lamborghini. And then you, it, you'll you say, like, well, who's going to buy it for you? And he's like, well, I don't have any money. And he's like, well, you got you to gotta work to make the money yeah. to mm-hmm. be able to buy that. So Do you remember yeah. that one time we're driving the car, Tico and Dylan are sitting in the back seat and... Uh, 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 so I say, I'm just, it's Papa's there, all the kids are there, and I say, hey, Tico, Dylan, uh, are we one day going to be in business together? Like, we all, me, you, Daddy, all of us are going to be in business together? Tico and Dylan say, they look at each other, very seriously, they say, um, Daddy, it's a very serious question, let us think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that Remember that? Thinking, it's like, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let us think about it. That's, like, a, lesson yeah. that's there, a lesson out there. That's a lesson to everyone out there. Yeah. You don't have an immediate answer. <laughs> let us think about <laughs> let it. Let it marinate for a and second. Then, and then 10 minutes later, I'm like, wow, these guys are wanting to think. So they're talking to each other in the backseat in the escalator. I'm like, so, Daddy, we talked about it. I said, okay, what do you guys want to do? We're going to start a business together, not with you. It's just going to be the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fantastic. Out, Daddy. Good for you. So they're trying to say, we're going to make our own money. We don't need your help. Tom, what do you think about the story you, with Shaq? You know, it's interesting, Jen, that story. You know, I can kind of relate to that because I have that same conversation with Dash because I'm mm-hmm. asking him if I can borrow some money from him, right. actually, and he'll buy me some. The kid's making money right now. Yeah. But it is something that you have to deal with for sure. Shaq's interesting because, remember, he was clearly motivated by the fact that his dad didn't give a damn about him, yeah. right? He had the song Biological Didn't Bother. So he was raised by a stepdad, a very strict military guy. Made him what he is. Yep. Treats him as his. But it's interesting that he has that as his background. It's, it reminds me of what Daniel Craig said, said recently when the Bond movie came out that he's had to leave any money for his kids. I just I find it weird. Here's my question for Shaq: You're the busiest guy in show business. There isn't a commercial you don't do. You run to Atlanta to do TNT all the time. You're you're a police officer here. You're a DJ there. How much time are you spending with your kids? Because I've never heard about any of your kids. I'm kind of surprised that none of them have started to excel at something. So I'm well, saying playing basketball, both of them, right? Like, I don't know. I, I, think I, 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 I know I think a lot about basketball. Okay, that's right. But I just, you know, when you're not around your kids as much as Shaq isn't, probably, and it's just such a throwaway line saying, "You go make your own money. You give me a business plan if you want to do something." I, I find it a little callous. That's just me personally. I get it. Yeah. You know, you want to make your kids, but that's not my yeah. style. I got to tell you, I take the opposite approach. I absolutely love this. The fact that he's coming out and saying, "I'm rich." You guys, you ain't nothing. You haven't proved anything to the world. There's nothing worse. And this is why I respect you guys so much, making your kids work for and earn it and read and shoot hoops and baskets. There's nothing worse than entitlement. And I've grew up with a lot of rich kids in Miami, Mm -hmm. and it's always the rich kids that don't want to work for it, that just kind of feel like they're going to get the inheritance, that always end up resulting into nothing. And it's always the one, even, I'm not saying that all wealthy kids won't turn out successful. But it's the ones that their parents implement some work ethic and not the silver spoon effect yeah. that always excel. Yeah, but you're yeah. you're making it seem like the parents that just give their kids money where they don't have to worry about it. The, it's the attention. It's, it's the, the focus. It's raising them the right I way. I think Tom's talking about extremities. Like, that's the extremity of, like, oh, you're just going to not, you know, help them. You know, because that's the point. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, 
my dad two times in his life was what you would consider rich to us, right? And so he, uh, there was twice, and when the first time was when I was a kid, he owned a dealership, he owned a restaurant, he owned four businesses. By the way, he had no papers, he was 28 years old, and old, had no papers, and he owned four businesses. And I, I, I didn't know he had, I was working with the mechanic, like at the, he, had a, he owned a dealership, so when the cars would come in, I would help the mechanic, I would move the cars, I would wash the cars. So mm -hmm. my dad had money, but I had no idea. The second time I was tw I was like 12 years old, he got into real estate when the real estate was booming. And he was, he had 12 houses. I was working with the guys in the crew. I was putting up the stucco. I was like, my dad had money. I just didn't know. I didn't know until I became an adult that there was twice because in the market crash that he lost everything, mm -hmm. then lost everything again twice. Um, but he instilled that in him. Never did he say, well, he would tell me one day this is all gonna be yours. But it's like, but for now, get your ass to work. Does that make, like that's, that's the language. One, because he did want to instill like, I'm building this for you, but you're gonna, you're gonna earn it. You know, so that was a lot of conversation with my dad. Like one day it's all gonna be yours, but then meanwhile, pick up that plywood. You know, pick up that sheetrock, pick up that yeah. hammer. So I worked in the cruise after school and he would pay me, uh, he would give me $50 a day, uh, 250 a week, and I would have to buy my own stuff. You know, like, hey, that's, you know, but one day it's gonna be yours, but you're gonna learn the value. So that's, uh, you know, there's, there's just two sides of it. My dad wasn't like Shaq, like you're not mm -hmm. gonna have it. But also, he wasn't like, "Here you go." No, you're gonna, we're gonna learn the value of a dollar. Now you do right. What do you think? Do what right, do you think you know? about this? Uh, you know, I, I think it's, a, I think it's fun rhetoric. But I mean, if I, I follow Shaq on on Instagram, and and you know, he's around his kids a lot. At least, at least whenever he's around his kids, the camera's on anyway. Who knows? The I don't kids know. Kids seem like they like him. They love. They, they, they kids love seem him. like they enjoy his company. Great relationship. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that he is trying to look. He was born in Newark. He, you know, he was raised. You know, not. He wasn't raised crazy poor, but but. You know, he, he thinks he's got an incredibly hard work ethic, and that's probably what he took uh, umbrage with you. By the way, Titaners, this is on you guys. You know, there's three million of you. You should be peppering Shaq on Twitter every day saying, hashtag, sit down with PBD. Value Tanners, this is a, what are you doing, guys? This is apes together strong moment here. We need three million of you just to pepper Shaq, Instagram and Twitter for the next two days. Mm. Tell him to come sit down and, and piece it up. The next sit down after Mafia States is PBD and Shaq, all right? Hey, so so the look, the I, I think it's great to instill a, a work ethic. My father was the same way. You know, you never you never got anything. You had to earn everything, and it did get as you got older and you understood. Like it did become frustrating. It yeah, became frustrating course, like that. All right, he's like, well, you know, you got to earn it. I'm like, that. Well, what what's the deal? Like, come yeah. on, what's the deal? Like, can I have it or not? Like, what are we doing here? So I, I think it, look. I, I'm not a parent. I don't know how it goes. You got to be a teacher. You have to teach them. You have to instill them. Discipline is everything. You you want you know we talk about the pat. We've talked about this extensively. Like how do you give you when you give your kids everything you never had, they become everything that you never were. We talk about this. Two we days talk ago. about that a lot. Yeah. You know. So it's like how do you yeah. your success comes from your struggle, but your kids are never going to have that struggle, mm -hmm. and you can't really emulate that too much because then they'll grow to resent you, right? So. I tell you, I don't know. I like what he does. His kids seem to love him. I think you walk that, you, you know, that's kind of like every great coach, every great mentor, every great boss, every every great friend you've ever had knows when to push and knows when to pull, yeah. right? It, good feedback there. You know, uh, ladies, If you folks, if you're watching this, in about five minutes, we're going to do the next giveaway, which is going to be what? A uh, Louis Vuitton uh, uh, scarf. Uh, scarf. It's going to be the Tory Burch uh, oh, sandals, and it's going to be the Gucci wallet. Uh, wallet, which is like $1,300. We'll do that here next. $20 Super Chat. You'll be in the raffle. you got probably five more minutes to get that $20 and to be in the next Super Chat. Here's what I would tell you. 
a, a guy named Art Williams, mm -hmm. who is the founder of A.O. Williams, he used to be with a company called Larry uh, 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 Wydell and Reed, and then he left and it became Primerica City Group. Bought it, all this stuff. It's is a term insurance just, company. Just do it guy? Is that this the just do it yeah, guy. That's like right. That's the just yes, do it guy. Yes. Yeah, Art Williams. So he said when he was a coach and he was uh, working with Coach Bear Bryant, or he was a coach himself, he would tell us players, "You better get your ass off the field if you're injured." Don't even think about if you're injured to lay down there. Get up and get to the sidelines. Don't even walk slowly to the sidelines. I'm not going to come and get you. You get your ass up and get to the sidelines. That's what he would say. He says, but in a leadership recording, he said the following. He said, but let's face it. If I knew they couldn't get up, I'm going to go pick them up and bring them to the yeah. sidelines. But you never tell them to believe that because you want them to use as much of their own sheer strength to stand up. Mm -hmm. So a big part of parenting could be, Listen, dude, yeah. you got to figure this thing out for yourself. You got to pull yourself. You know, you got your own little red wagon to pull. Whatever. Yeah. You're the uh, Michael's legacy, the Aguilar, the Zeno legacy, the Ellsworth legacy. But, David, you know, one day, Sosnick legacy. You got to go do your part. Mm -hmm. But if shit hit the fan, you know who's the first person that's going to go. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. You know if something happens, his son needs something, you know you're the first person yeah. to go there. So, But the tricky question is the following. Here's a tricky question. Do you guys believe you're going to leave an inheritance to your kids? Yes. Whatever, whatever you have, are you going to leave 100% with your kids? No. no. Whatever you have? Are you not at the 100% part? Absolutely charity. not. Where I, are you at? You're at they the, don't need to wait to, for me to leave them an inheritance, for Kim and I to leave them an inheritance, yeah. because we're giving them vision, purpose, and education. And I have pointed out to them that says, look, you got to go get your grades and you got to get your test scores so that you have the maximum number of opportunities, whether that's college or whatever it is in life. You want the maximum opportunities? You need to, to work to get it. And, I, and I've sent Bailey articles on student loans. Yeah. I said, you are blessed because you're not going to get out of college with student loans. So you won't have that burden as you produce the opportunity following your education. And so that, I give them purpose, I give them vision, and, I, and we teach them consequence. If you, if you slack now, you're going to limit the number of opportunities you have. You work hard, you can have the maximum number of colleges. You're going to do 100%? You're going to do 100%? Yeah. You're going to do 100%? Well, here's why. 100%. I don't know who else would be more worthy than my kids. I, I mean, unless there's some charitable cause or something. Okay. Or, or something. Well, like, let me ask you a question. Are you yeah. going to do 100%? Well, give your kids all your all your every Uber, uh, you know, like uh, frequent flower miles you have. Are you going to give I, I, all your I money one hundred percent to your kids? No, I don't think a hundred percent. What would you give them? Certainly some inheritance, but okay. people forget how long people live, and you're going to use a lot of your money. Not everyone has twenty million dollars or ten but, million dollars. But I'm saying million when you your die, kids. when you die, is your estate going to say one hundred percent of your money goes to your kids, or is it going to go to some charity? I assume most people, if they're doing well, they have a trust and they have a trustee, and I'm it's going to go to your wife. going to go to all that. But to you, is it going to go one hundred percent to your family, wife, and kids? A, a large portion. I okay, won't say fine. 100. So then here's the other question. What about, what about you? Here's the other question. Let me, let me give you the other question. I'll give my answer as well. Here's the other question. The question, this is the real question. You got four kids. Uh -huh. You got two kids. You got three kids. You got 10 million in your state, 20 million in your state. Are you giving every kid equally the same amount? Oh, that's a good question. That ripped my family apart. Nah, the ugly one has to get the least. <laughs> the ugly <laughs> one. This... This is exactly what it is. It, it You're not, calling one of your kids ugly. Most <laughs> <laughs> chances are maybe one of your kids. No, 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 no. Let's go. Cool. They're gonna come back and Gerard, see this. Video. Let's hear. I want to hear the story yeah, how this Ripa's family part. It was not a lot of money. It was not not a significant amount of money. But my my mom is one of eight kids, and my grandmother my grandmother only left uh, six of them uh, money and left two people out. Left two people out, and there was property that she only gave to three. And 
I got to be honest, and I love my grandmother more than any human being that's ever walked this face of the earth. I love that woman to death. That was a vindictive move. But what was, was her, her, was, what was her reasoning? She what was her reasoning? Uh, Did she have one? Do you yeah, know her she reasoning? Had, she had reasons. And then afterwards, it was the, the, the brothers and the sisters got together, and they were like, you know, look, Grandma had dementia at the end. She was angry. Look, let's just do the right thing and, and split this thing evenly. And... Some of the people were like, no, we're gonna, we're going with her last wishes. And they're like, you're greedy. And it has nothing to do with greed. It's we're honoring our mother's wishes. And it ripped the family apart. Till today? Till today. Yeah. They don't speak to each other. They won't, go to, they won't go to each other's wow. funerals. Like, like wow. rip them apart. They'll never speak to each other Similar ever again. Similar to my family and as I'm, well. And I'm so, telling you that yep. we spent yeah. every Christmas together. We yeah. spent every holiday Interesting. together. No matter how far on Long yeah. Island, no matter how far south they got, this was a tight, tight, tight family. What a family. horrible position to put your mother in, where well, she has to go ask for something that she probably deserved. Or if you're, if you're going to keep people out, you got to tell them why, I think. Well, I mean, there's got to be a reason the, the, for the it. The relationship broke down early before. So, I, I'm interested, Tom. Like, you're not afraid that your your daughter and your daughters love you to death. You're not afraid they're going to resent you if you, you they know that what money you have and that money's going to leave the family. And at least you could like leave them in the will. Say, here's everything. This is what I would do no, with it. I would you hear me say, I'm so, giving 100. percent Oh, you okay? So I'll tell you what we're doing. He says it's going to be a trust or a foundation, depending on the size. And there will be something for Bailey, something for Brooke, and then they will be trustees of the trust and the foundation. And we are going to already be instilling in them in the things that we support and the things that we do. They will already be, unless I die in a plane crash tomorrow afternoon, oh, right? They will already be instilled. Conditioned. Conditioned. Let's go right? We're already going to teach them what we're doing. And so when it's, when it's over, they don't have to wait for the reading of the will. They'll say, well, I've got something here. I've got something here. I have no education debt. I hope I've made something myself. And then we're both trustees to keep doing what mom and dad were doing from the day that we were old enough to understand what they did with their money. I, I, I think so. I had a story from one, and then we'll transition to the to the. the you got two more minutes, uh, folks, if you want to get that uh, Tory Burch sandals. Uh, what is it, uh, Louis? Uh, Louis? 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 Scarf and a Gucci wallet. Really we'll do that in two minutes flaps. here. That's so for, uh, that's for every woman value tanner and every Persian value tanner. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Persian and Michoacan, Jalisco, oh, yeah. Mexican. <laughs> Ricky's and more excited about this than any female out there. <laughs> Ricky's like, I got all of them. Ricky heard Louis Vuitton scarf, and things are starting to pop up. So we had one of our one of the successful friends of the family we had in Iran was a lady named Shirin. They had a son named Ali who ended up being a doctor, and I don't know what the sister's name was. Could have been Hirsa or something like that. Anyways, so the way they did it is they said it was so interesting. My mom told me the story. They gave their wealth while they were alive because they didn't want their kids to be think waiting for them to die so they get the money. Mm. So they gave it wow. while they were alive. I think that's alive. a great idea. Yeah, so yeah, they're like, bad. you know what? Listen, here's what we have. Here's the money you're getting right now while we're alive. Let's just yeah. enjoy. We don't want you to be and like, when is mom dying? When is dad dying? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, that's one part. But the other part also, like, if you got a kid that ends up being, being a uh, bad habits, drugs, all this other stuff, you're going to give, he's going right. to ruin his life. There was a book by Jim Stovall called The Ultimate Gift. Yes, love It's that a book. great book. It's a great book. We've probably given a few thousand copies of this book away. I think you gave that to me like the first week we were dating as well. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I probably did. The Ultimate Gift. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's he gave a, you a book. First week of dating. He gave I me gave several books. books. <laughs> yeah, but the first week, this, the first book I gave yeah, you was... Yeah, the first uh, was 101 Questions You Asked Before, before You Get, get Engaged. Yeah. Wow. Se that's engaged. second date. Second date. Second, at border. Oh, he, he came on strongly in Tangent. Yes. Uh, he, he knew what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, second date. And then we had a meeting Saturday for how many hours? 
uh, like six, maybe? <laughs> six hours we went through every six question. Hours. Not a date, a meeting. I like <laughs> to just call it a meeting. <laughs> hey, I love how you tell a girl you're going to give her the <laughs> ultimate <laughs> gift and you hand her a book. Well, my, my lawyer showed up. Her lawyer showed up. It was very romantic. Both legal team was there. We had a mediator off to the side, a court reporter. By the way, Jen, uh, you know, Senna says, you're going to give me a, a Corvette or a Ferrari. Ferrari. Pink Ferrari. You know when she does her little daddy. That You know if there's one kid that's going to get it, it's Senna. I don't know about that. I don't think we would do that to her. No. You don't know me too no. well. Yet. No, no, no. I think Senna could pull I, it out. I'm saying if there's no. one kid that can pull it out of you, let me Let me explain it to you, though. Yeah. Here's how I work. The way I work is very simple. Mm -hmm. We have, in every possible way, it's all about incentives. Mm -hmm. You hit it, I want to do more for you. I don't want to do less for yeah. you. I'm all about more. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted XYZ, I want to do even more, but I want you to hit a certain earlier numbers, performance giving your best behavior, attitude, all that stuff. I want to be able to do that. So there's going to be some kind of a structure for the kids to be able to get more than others. They're all going to be in a pretty decent situation, but some of them are going to get more than the others. Uh, Business-wise, here's how I'm going to do when the guys have an idea to run a business. My approach for business is going to be the following way. You come, you don't talk to me. You talk to him. You don't talk to me with your business ideas because I don't want to have that kind of relationship with you. Right. If you need me on a chair, no problem. If you need me as an investor, no problem. You have to convince him. You have to convince the lawyers, not me. So you talk to them. They hold you accountable to the money. They hold you accountable to what you do. Those guys are getting a fee of what the company does good. So they're not going to be like, oh, here you go, $17 million. Here you go, it's a million dollars. Here you go, $300,000. Yeah. In return, I'm in the back. I'm just simply the one that's the chair, but he's holding you accountable. The board is holding you accountable. That's the way I'm going to approach it with these kids. Now, we're going to find out in eight years if it's right or wrong, and then we'll can talk you, about it on the podcast. <laughs> I said we talk about it in 2020. Uh, 2,100. <laughs> By the way, the poor you know what Shaq does? Shaq started with Spag, uh, Shaq yeah, and Inheritance. Yeah. You know that he has something that he calls the Shaq Tank. Right, like, like a shark on, tank, like a shark, shark tank. tank. Yeah. Well, he'll have he'll have investors come in and pitch him for 15 minutes, while he's got his you know board of trustees yeah. or his uh, conglomerate around him, and they pitch him with ideas. So that's probably what he's gonna have his kids do is come in and pitch the group on their ideas. He's not gonna give his kids stuff for free. There's gonna be an incentive program as well. We talked about Dwayne Johnson being president one day. I would vote for Shaquille O'Neal as president. Okay. I Can would, you imagine Shaq as a president? I would, I would vote for Shaquille O'Neal as president <laughs> of the United States. Press vote. conferences would be great. Yeah. yeah. Would he be the most dominant? Would he be the most dominant? Can okay. I tell you the first time I saw Shaq play? Vladimir Putin. He was in high school. Taste. I saw Shaq play in high school. Right before he went to LSU, he played at the U.S. Olympic Festival. They used to have this in off Olympic yep, years. Yep. He was on the American team, played at Williams Arena in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I went to the game, didn't know who he was. There was a half-hour delay in the game because he tore down the rim, yep. and he blocked 20 shots. Can you, can you imagine Shaq against high school kids? I saw wow. it. It was unbelievable. By the way, he LSU record, I think, 14 or 15 blocks in a game. I remember that game when yeah. he did that. He was insane. His rookie Former year, LSU incredible. Tiger, <laughs> Shaq... <laughs> Yeah. What, what was it? Not Laker, <laughs> not he, not, uh, not we, we, we went to a special Nolte movie with him and Anthony. Yeah, Ball. yeah, chips, Blue not chips, chips. Blue, Blue chip, yeah. yeah. Amazing yeah. movie. By the way, we went to a uh, Lakers event with. Uh, do you remember that Lakers event we went with Shaq and James Worthy came over, said hello. That whole we were playing basketball yeah. on the yeah, Staples. Staples Center. Yeah, it was really cool, great experience. Shaq's the speaker. Shaq comes in, <laughs> he gets up. So Shaq, you know your kids. You know one of them looks like he's gonna have a career. What college are you gonna put him into? He says, "I'm gonna put him in LSU. They pay the best." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.
<laughs> Everybody was that's like good. quiet. That's Anyways, Sabel, get in here. It's time for raffle. A bunch of people are getting it in. A bunch of people are getting it in. Hey, 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 so this is that's a lucky seat, by the way. Right there. By the way, Ricky's been. But even Moral got in there, guys. Moral just got in there. Moral give twenty bucks. History will be kind to me, for I intend to ride it. All right, add it. Let's see what happens today. If Gerard wins this one, this whole operation. I want to see what's gonna. Uh oh, here we go. Here we go. A lot of names in there. Ricardo Aguilare. Spencer. Metacoven, 12. 12. Is that Elon Musk? 12. Whoever you are, comment 12. Because you won. The Louis Vuitton. He has donated around five times. Really? Wow. So he really earned it. Well, Cove, there you go, buddy. I'm sure your girl's going to be very happy. Maybe you may be a girl that you got it. Happy for you as well. We'll send it over to you. Hopefully you're in the state, so we don't have to worry about getting these uh, scarves. Uh, We're closing uh, in on vaccination 5, cards, so they make it out to you. Okay. Customs. Yeah, we, we, we got we got nearly five thousand people live here. Anyways, okay, babe. I know you probably got to run. It's been good having you on here, babe. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks you. Thank you, Jen. Me. Clap it up. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, guys. If you want to see yes. Jen come on the podcast more often, give us a thumbs up and yes. subscribe to the channel. And let us know what you want to hear from her because she's got a lot of insight. The only thing she can't talk about is uh, how I'm wired and how our relationship is. Anything <laughs> outside of that is uh, stuff Fair we can game. talk about. Fair game, yes. This is uh, pretty private. Okay. All right. So next giveaway, which we'll do, folks, you have about, I'm going to say 15 minutes. The next giveaway we'll do will be the PlayStation 2. Uh, uh, David said PlayStation 2. People would leave the podcast. <laughs> PlayStation a 5. PS5 is what we're doing. The Gerard next one. famously said is better than the PS5. That, that comes, comes, that comes with what? Four. David, what does PS5 come from? Can you tell them what it comes from? It comes with what? PS5 Somebody. comes with uh, an extra DualShock controller, some headphones for your everyday gamer, and the highest and latest PS5. 200, where, how many gigs? 800 gigs? It's a terabyte? Is it really 800? Fantastic. 800 fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, awesome. All right, let's get into the next story here. How about we talk about what happened in Virginia? Are you, yes. are you okay if we talk about what oh. happened in Virginia? I know Adam wants the story really bad. Okay. All right, let's go through this. So politics, go to page five with what happened yes. in Virginia. Congratulations for the Virginians. <laughs> hey, Republican Glenn Youngkin defeats Democrat Terry McAuliffe in high-stakes Virginia governor election. This is an insider story. Uh, in Virginia's gubernatorial election, he won... Uh, Tuesday's race was the biggest test of President Joe Biden and his party strength since Democrats won back in the White House in November 2022 and the Senate in January. Runkin, a wealthy uh, former private equity executive and a co-CEO of the Carlisle Group as a political newcomer and funded much of his own campaign on the campaign trail. Youngin depicted himself as an economic conservative and largely avoided discussing former President Trump, who lost Virginia by double digits in 2020. Trump spokesperson Liz Harrington shared a statement on Twitter saying that Trump and Youngkin get along very well together and strongly believe in many of the same policies. At the same time, the biggest story, believe it or not, wasn't the governor, was a lieutenant governor, Marine veteran Winsome Sears becomes first female and woman of color elected as Virginia's lieutenant governor. CBS News Republican Winsome Sears was elected as Virginia's new lieutenant governor on Tuesday night, becoming the first woman, uh, female of uh, first woman of color to serve in that position. I'm at loss for awards for the first time in my life. Sears said an address to supporters on election night. What you are looking at is the American dream. The American dream. This is the not the first barrier Sears has broken. Sears, a U.S. Marine veteran, previously served in Virginia's House of Delegates. She was the first black Republican woman, first female veteran, and first legal immigrant 
woman, elect, I think she's from Haiti, uh, she's from Jamaica, Jamaica, a woman elected to that position. She says on her campaign website, when my father came to this country, August 11, 1963, he came at the height of the civil rights movement from Jamaica, and he only came with a dollar seventy-five. she said in a victory speech. When I joined the Marine Corps, I was still a Jamaican, but this country had done so much for me. I was willing, willing to die for this country. How big of a deal is this? The fact that Republicans won Virginia. Tom, I'm going to you first. I think it's a huge, huge deal that has implications going into the midterm. Uh, the, and the Democrats are in disarray. Um, and I'm going to curse. Starting with the sleeping shitter, you know, everybody from the top down <laughs> is freaking out about what's going on. Um, this morning I was reading, James Carville came up and said, we need to go to the woke detox center because the defund police lunacy and take Lincoln names off schools is being noticed by mainstream Americans and voters, and they don't like it. On the other side, the far left, where 5% are, Catman, um, you know, Omar said, we need to double down because this race baiting that defeated us, by the way, she said that, this race baiting yep. that defeated us, wait a minute, she's got that flipped over. Yeah. So, and then Tim Kaine, uh, Democrat Ohio, he said, let me tell you, folks, we better get our act together because this is the ghost of Christmas future. Wasn't and, Tim Kaine a VP candidate? That was, yes, he, yes, he was. Yes. Six years ago. Wasn't he from like Virginia that. at the time? And then now he's Democrat Ohio. Well, you know, once upon a time, Hillary was in Arkansas, then she was in New York. And, yeah. And JFK Jr. was alive. But look, but look at that. You've got moderation from Tim Kaine, reasonable statement. Carvel freaking out saying, hey, all the stuff that we did with defund the police and all the take Lincoln off schools is bad. And then Omar saying, no, 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 we need to double down. It's like there's three parties in a Democrat party and they're all freaked out. But I am so really, really proud to see a person um, that, that came over and she's lieutenant governor now. Her speech, her story, I think... To me, that's the biggest story of the election. If someone comes from somewhere and they can... Adam, what do you think? Your thoughts? I think you're missing the, uh, the biggest story is that this uh, non-politician came in there and he actually ran as a traditional economic conservative Republican. He did equity. not embrace Trump at all. And actually he said, I'm here for Virginia. Let's keep this election about Virginia. Trump, I don't need you on this one, buddy. And that's the playbook. If you want to win the general election, if you're a Republican, if you want to win your state and saying, hey, Trump, I respect you. Thank you for all you've done. I'm good. Because it's all about converting. Yes, if you're going to embrace Trump and run to the MAGA crowd, sure, you're going to get that. But you're not going to win a state like Virginia. Biden won Virginia by, I think, double digit points a year ago. One year ago. Yeah. And now Terry McAuliffe, who was a uh, the governor of Virginia, what, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. running again, lost to Yunkin, the playbook here is that you don't need Trump to win. You're going to get moderates like myself or people that could go either way and say, you know what? The best ideas are with this guy, Yunkin. This guy, um, Terry McAuliffe, shot himself in the foot because he made a lot of comments about parents and school and, uh, you know, critical race and, and, and stuff like that. And people said, I'm sick of that. And you have the J people like James Carville and... Um, that wasn't Tim, the Tim that Kaine. Wasn't, but that wasn't the worst thing he said. He told parents that they have no yeah, business yeah, telling this. Yeah, that's what he said. You have no, 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 no right. You have no right to He, he made some bad comments. Correct. Yeah. Like the, that, that clearly shot himself in the foot. The, the, the bottom line is what I'm saying is this guy won fair and square. He didn't need to cozy up to Trump in order to win. That's going to be the playbook for other 
moderate Republicans moving yeah. forward is that, look, fight your fight. You don't need yeah. Trump there for you, backing you up. You can win without Trump. Yeah, hold, and I hope on, to see that uh, happen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Virginia's a blue state. You think the Republicans won? You don't think Democrats flipped? No, that's his point. That's literally, that's, that's literally what I just said. You're talking about Republican, moderate Republicans, that you don't need Trump with moderate Republicans. You, you, didn't tell, you didn't say that Democrat are the ones that flipped. Because that's what ended up happening here. I'm saying independents and moderate Democrats flipped. Yes. 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 So exactly what I'm so, saying. So, you, so no, you, I, think, I think what he's saying is if he had embraced Trump, those that flipped may not have yeah. because uh, of the... Precisely. No, no, no. no, no, no. I don't, yeah. I don't, but I don't agree with that. Why is that? Tell, tell us why. No, I don't agree with it because people are tired of the woke left. Trump or no Trump, people are tired of it. They're tired. They're done of you telling them how to live their life. Trump or no Trump, I think Virginia was going to flip. Yeah, but uh, I'll say this. I, th I think the Republican strategist over here, I think, does have a valid point. No, because I look agree. at California, I Ricky. Agree. Look at Cal We're sick of the woke mentality, too, but we didn't get rid of Gavin Newsom. I think this is a win California, for common sense. California is a whole different demon. I, okay, it you is. You can't compare it to Virginia. But, but, okay, let's it's talk about Virginia thing. for a second. I think this is a win for sanity. I think this is a win for common sense. If you have hope, mm -hmm. because he flipped this thing in the last month or two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was way behind in the polls. And when this idiot McAuliffe went out there and started talking about CRT, you know, and telling the parents they have no choice, that was it. The suburban mom says, you're done, all right? And, and that's how I think it's going to yes. be in other parts of the country as well. I, I, well, yeah, I, I disagree, I disagree, and this is why. I, 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 would, with, I would hope that they're going to flip, because a lot of people have been talking to me about that too. Too, that this is going to be a purple state and it's open. New Jersey? And I'm, going to Virginia? Tell you why, I'm going to tell you why I don't think that it is. Because there are some strategists, and I talked to a couple of them, and they're like, our policies worked. They, in Jack Cittarelli only lost in New Jersey, even though they called it, even though the, the votes aren't fully tallied yet, maybe 2,000 votes. Yep. He's had 10,000 people. Bill Murphy alone in the last four years has had 100,000 people that would have voted against him leave the state. So what they're saying is, is now there's four years where they can widen that gap. Let's get more of these independents out. Let's get mo let's strengthen our base. And let's get these small business owners out. Let's get these older people out. Let's use our policies. And what Elon Omar is saying, you know, she's a dog whistle and she's she's using coded language. But what she's saying is, is that we need to primary these moderates. Justice Democrats, that far left, they do not go after the right. They don't run. In blue count in in, mm -hmm. uh, in in purple areas and they don't run in red areas they find blue strongholds and they run far to the left of the incumbent it's what they did with New York and AOC AOC didn't unseat she wasn't some young whippersnapper that unseated a Republican she wasn't some young whippersnapper that came in and shook something up she took a district that was Democrat for 70 years and made it socialist yeah. They they run to the left of the left. Mm -hmm. That's what Elon Omar is doing. And that's what they're looking in Michigan right now, where they're literally burning documents. They're actually burning documents in Michigan right now because... About what, for what? Oh, you didn't see that? No, I, I, I must have missed it. Yeah. Uh, Wait, we, but we, that works in districts. That doesn't work on a national or state nonsense, level. Nonsense. It definitely works in the state level. And then it works... Politics start local and they branch and they, they branch regional. If you make it in, untenable for a voting base to stay, they leave. They come to Florida. They leave. They go to North Carolina. So this 2000, remember, there's over a million, over 1 million more registered Democrats in New Jersey than Republicans. There's more registered Democrats in New Jersey than there are registered any other political affiliation combined outside of independence. And they, and he won by 2000 votes after a hundred thousand people left in the next four years. If he does the mandates again, if he shuts businesses down again, another hundred thousand are gone by the end of next year. It actually, it actually strengthens his power 
to hurt his state. I mean, so that's that's something you got to be very, very aware of, the, the actual politics, the political machinations behind this. You'd like to see it, but what I do hope on a federal level, with the midterms coming up, is people look at what Joe Manchin did. He held the line. He didn't allow himself to get bullied. Kristen Sikma didn't allow himself to get bullied. They tried to force this in before these elections. Now, Joe Manchin holds the keys to the Democratic Party. you got people that are coming up in these purple areas, in these purple districts, and they're looking at Joe Manchin saying, man, he's got a point. Joe Manchin could run this party if he really wants to. Joe Manchin is the guy that says, all right, now you guys come to me. All you right? think he realizes that? I wants do. It? I really do. And He's the, third, the shadow speaker of the House. The third point I have on this is that, man, I love how much immigrants love this freaking country, man. And this is something the Republican Party screwed up with for 40 freaking years with their hard line against immigration. You look at what Winsome Sears is. You look at what Pat is. You look at what people are, man. And they come to this country and they're willing to fight for this country. I would love, like Israel has the birthright where you want to go to Israel. We should have a birthright. You want to be a communist? You get two years in any communist country that you want. We'll buy you the ticket there. You buy the ticket back. All right? You want to be a commie? Birthright. Birthright. Here you go. 2,000 American tax dollars. Enjoy Venezuela for two years. Come on back and let's have a conversation. That was Pitbull's message at his concert about a month ago. You see yeah. that? No. Yep. Pitbull talking to the crowd. The UFC, the UFC fighter with the long hair to... Uh, Masvidal. Masvidal. is doing the same thing. Yeah, so so let me go back to the question here, because this, this is the part. I'm curious to know what you guys... Because he took it there, and uh, we went a little bit, but we didn't fully go there. So Trump three days ago said, this guy's going to make a great governor. He flat out said it. So that is a form of an endorsement. Then they had a call yesterday after winning. And, and of course, he's playing the card of, listen, this is about Virginia. This is not about Trump. I'm just trying to do this to win this. I'm here for the state. Does Trump's endorsement mean today what it meant three years ago? Yes. Do you stronger, think it still means? I think means it's stronger. I think it's stronger. I don't, I don't think Adam's saying no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. We're tired of it. I, I, seriously, I mean, I wasn't... Uh, you know, I was in favor of what he did as president, but I'm not signing up for another four years no, of that. I no, think there's, there's a better alternative. No, no, there's not. There's not. But but what we're what we're failing to understand is that when Pat Pat said something very true uh, a while back, he says, when you go too far left, it creates a far right. When you go too far right, it creates a far left. Right? It, it, because it, so what happened is that right now, bro, there's people still with Trump flags. People, there's there's boat rallies. He just had one. Yes, his word still carries weight. Maybe not with you, but I'll tell you one thing, and I don't care, and I'll say that it, it carries weight with me because if he endorsed somebody, I'm like, hey, bro, you were in the office. You dealt with these guys more than I did. If you're thinking that's direction, that's direction. By the way, I don't agree with everything because he created the vaccine. I'm not, I'm not anti-vaccine, well, but... Let me, let me tell you something. You, as, well, as sincere and as heartfelt as you are, you might be literally the most irrelevant voter in America. What do you mean? You're, a, you're a Republican in California. You carry zero weight. You can't even win your state. I the fact that you love Trump is irrelevant. Trump. California I, no, ain't no, no, going no, no, to Trump. No, no, you can't, no. you can't I, get I Gavin Newsom out of office. I, everyone hates him. I, I don't, your I don't opinion love. is great in Glendale I, or wherever I, I, you live, I, Bakersfield. It's, it's irrelevant, the fact that you love Trump. You need someone like Tom to say, I'm back on the Trump train, baby. You need someone like me saying, you know what? This guy fucking poopy pants Biden. I can't do it again. Right. Trump ain't gonna do it, homie, and that's why I'm saying your opinion is irrelevant. I think you're wrong. I just think you're wrong. You, how do you have boat rallies? I have three hundred dollars worth of bullshit quarters, pesos, saying that you're wrong. Boat rallies, and I need seven hundred dollar pesos more, buddy. You just did a rally. Did you hear the deal that we did, by the way? You didn't hear about the deal that we did. You seen that Ricky's putting his car for sale? 
Yeah. Not and he's been riding around on horses. Done. Okay. So, I, you know, he's complaining about gas prices and inflation. And I said, Ricky, I'm going to do you a favor. You know, there's shipping crisis and supply crisis, supply chain. I did it. I said, Ricky, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to take your car off your hand. It's fine. I got you. I'll pay the shipping fees. I'll pay the gas three bucks here in Florida. Thank you. I'll, I'll pay for the shipping. You just ride your horse around in Bakersfield. <laughs> we'll be okay. And I'll spot you the seven hundred extra dollars, so you don't have to worry about it. So we'll call that, ourselves yeah. even. But I just, so I'll I, just send I, I Ricky. Just, just send the new Mercedes over here to. Hey Ricky, let me just wrong. say this one point. Yeah. I, I think Trump is a release for people that are so fed up with yes, some of the crap that's, that's going what I'm on. At. So he goes and does a rally where he knows he's going to be embraced, and he still is a brand. But I think the times call for a very serious politician, of course, and somebody that really, really has the best interests of the country at the heart, and is smart and strategic, and has a proven track record. You and know, Probably leaning so, towards so, Do you not realize on, how on, much on, sense on, Tom Zenner okay, is making on, these days? Hold on. So Tom high, has been indoctrinated in the on, common sense. No, hold uh, on, hold anthem. on. So, so the highest stock market in uh, American history, lowest unemployment in American history. Right now history, is the current highest not, stock market in American history. Because right now, inflation, today. Inflation. Without inflation, the highest stock market in American history, the lowest unemployment in American history, energy independent, lower tensions with Russia and, and, uh, and North Korea. That's not a track record? Look, I, I'm just no saying, but there's, but there's the other side of that, which divides the country. And someone else can do what he does in a different style and way. other presidents haven't done it. Well, to, me, to me, this is what it comes down to. I look at facts. 44 other presidents haven't done it. Let me, let Ricky, me ask, let me ask you're you the this. most irrelevant voter in America. <laughs> no, no, it's not, Congratulations. It's not, it's not about being irrelevant. It reminds me of the factions back in the day with like Jerry Falwell and stuff like that, where you'd have to go get the evangelical faction, right? The... the DeSantis voter, let's say, right? Yeah. Every single Trump guy, they can, they can, you know, yell, scream. Every single Trump guy would vote for DeSantis. Hundred yes. percent. There are people who voted for Biden who would vote for DeSantis. Correct. There's not yes. a single, not a one single Biden voter who would vote for Trump. Yeah, no, no. I so guys, I, yes. I, I, do you understand what he just said though? That's, I get, but you're not understanding what I'm telling you. I'm not a Trump guy. Like, okay, no, sure. No, but I'm not. Yeah. I, I like what he did because I look at the facts. I think it was necessary as well. Of he, course. He, he was a necessary so I don't, Bro, I don't, there's only one, there's only one man that I idolize. There's only one man that I idolize, and that's God. Outside of that, I don't idolize another man. I, I don't, I, he's not my savior. I hustled, I was slaying weed when George Bush was president. Allegedly. Allegedly. When I was 13, like, I don't need a man to fix my life. Yeah. But what I'm saying is to say that he didn't do a good job with this country is completely ignorant. It, to just, say that he did, only did a bad job would be naive. But to say he only did a good job would be naive. I'm not telling you that's there's, not the case. There's a gray area there, buddy. You that's not the, I'm not telling you that's not the case. But in 44 presidents haven't been able to do what he did. That's what, the what fact. What do you mean 44 presidents the lowest haven't been able to in do American what history. In so American you're basically history. saying Trump is the best pre president ever. For what he... Has another president been able to do that? I'm talking about specific topics. I'm not talking about uh, he's the best human being in the world. Lowest unemployment in American history has never been done. No, not the lowest best, in history. The, lowest in 50 years. No. If, and if you look at it, especially with the Hispanic and the black uh, uh, communities, it was the lowest in history. So what I'm telling you is this. When you look at the facts and you compare, if I have to go between Biden or Trump, but now if there's a DeSantis in the mix, of course DeSantis is going to be the best because he's going to win over people more. But right now we're not we're not there. We're so extreme on both sides. Pray that, that your the Republican parties nominate someone like DeSantis I and hope not so. Trump. By the way, DeSantis or he will uh, run away in a, in a heartbeat.
How useless is my libertarian party that in this area where nobody wants a Republican or a Democrat, they can't even gain 5% of the vote? I didn't hear what you just said. If The Rock ran as a libertarian. I said, how useless is my libertarian party that in an era where literally nobody wants to vote Republican or Democrat, they can't even carry 5% of the vote? Oh, because they don't have a marketable candidate. That's all they don't have a marketable candidate. Look at who you guys have run. Joe Jorgensen and Gary Johnson over the last... I like Gary Johnson, but yeah. You like Gary Johnson. I did like Gary Johnson. All right, so I got a, uh, uh, okay, yeah, this is a good time to do it, and then we'll do the PS5. If you want to do that, we got a special surprise here for everybody before we wrap this up. Uh, and but while you're doing that, while you're doing that, do we have time to go into the story, the, the, uh, uh, the story that uh, Tom and Adam, give us two minutes, give us two minutes, Samvel. This is a story that we have to verify if this happened or not. So uh, this is not a Snopes story. This is a Guardian Gazette story. Biden reportedly pooped his pants oh, at the Jesus. Vatican. Reports are broken out Rome that state uh, so hurt, uh, that state Joe Biden pooped himself so while meeting up with Pope Francis. Rumors have been floating around that uh, uh, Rome that Biden unusual long meeting with the Pope wasn't because the two were best friends, but rather it was a result of Biden having an accident. According to American journalist Jack Posobiec, the live uh, stream of Biden and the Pope meeting was suddenly cut off when the two met, which raised many speculations. However, it was noted by the other sources on the ground in Rome that Biden had a bathroom accident. After the news broke out, users on t- uh, Twitter created memes and even had poopy pants Biden trending on Twitter. Other users pointed out that Biden had different pants after meeting the Pope than he had on before meeting the Pope. According to Alex Jones, the host of InfoWars Secret Service frequently reported Biden soiled himself. Jones reported on Biden uh, being unable to control bowel movements came two weeks ago, but now it looks like his uh, reporting isn't a conspiracy after all. After the alleged accident, Biden looked very lost as world leaders gathered together at the G20 Rome summit. Photo op, Biden was lined up all the way to the left. Usually, the U.S. president stands in the middle, but Biden isolated himself from everybody and chose to stand off to the side. Do you think this happened, Adam? I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt. I, I just, it, it, I'm not even going to give an opinion here. I'm just going to give, I've watched both uh, CNN, MSNBC cover this, and I've watched Fox News and apparently this Guardian it, it just it amplifies how polar opposites we are living in in this world right now. On one hand, they're, they're showing images of Biden um, and the Pope getting along, best of friends. Look at these guys. They juxtapose that with how upset the Pope was with Trump or didn't have a smiley face on. They're basically showing how, all right, they're best of friends. That's great. And then Happen you turn both on sides. To, Happen both sides. Exactly. Yeah. And then you turn on to the conservative media and it's like, Biden shit his pants. It happened. Facts. I'm he I'm he can't get he, he can't he can't I'm control getting, himself. I'm dizzy from it's, the spin. It's I'm getting like, dizzy from it's, the spin here. So you know, the, guys, go ahead, be be do, children do and you, comment on this do story. Go think, ahead. Do do you think? Go ahead, children. That it is Adam Sass calling on people so children. Hurt, That's bro. hilarious. The so do you think that you it's a bad thing? That it's completely and totally plausible. Yes. Whether it happened or not. Right. Do you think it's a bad thing that is completely and totally plausible that the leader of the free world shit his pants right. in front of the There public. isn't one person that doesn't think that is it, probably happening. Did it happen? Yeah. We don't know. That's like saying, do you think Trump happened? got pissed on by a bunch of uh, it's not, prostitutes? It's not like saying that at all. I think that's shit. actually more likely. Trump getting pissed on by a bunch of prostitutes. It's very likely, but I'm not hurt about it. You're hurt about it. You're hurt about it. First of all. I'm just saying that. Your feelings are hurt. In all fairness. I'm good. Zero relevance. In all fairness, in all fairness to Poopy Joe, 
that he who hath not sinned cast the first stone. I, I've, I've pooped my pants. Unbelievable. I've pooped my pants. <laughs> there it is. There's the I, short I, clip I, right I, now. I've, I've pooped Gerard my pants. Gerard is full on admitting that now, he's a poopy pants. Here's the deal. It wasn't when I was uh, dressed in, I had the flu and I was stuck in bumper to bumper traffic on the New Jersey Turnpike and I had literally no other options. I wasn't so excited to see the Pope that I shit myself, but... You know, maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. Like maybe who's a superstar? Maybe if I maybe if I got a chance to meet Johnny Bench, I'd shit myself too. I I I, I don't know. Like maybe I. He, this this he, is where we're at right now. He who hath not sinned. Exactly. This is where we're at right now. That the leader of the free world met the leader of of, of one of the largest religious sects in the world. It was like <laughs> maybe, and it's completely plausible. Yeah, I think. It's and then you plausible. and then you took a page out of his book and admitted that you do the same. Hey, hey he who hath not sinned. Me. Okay. Every no. infant on earth. Pat's new puppy and the president of the United States. Know, we just let it fly bro, whenever it's, we need to. It's, it's all shits and giggles, bro. It's all, good. <laughs> it's all shits and giggles until somebody giggles and shits yeah, themselves, it's, right? It hurt like yeah, it's all it's all shits oh, and come this. on, man. It's, uh, very oh, shit. <laughs> it's okay though. No no mean tweets though. No mean tweets. It's so true. It's, you know, orange man still bad. That's the. Uh, well, what do you think? You're what never going to alleviate this the story from your life. I think it's a metaphor for his presidency. You know, I think it's. <laughs> As Virginia goes, the rest of the country goes. Yeah. Adam, you, why does this? Why does this bother you so much? It, it doesn't uh, bother. I just think. Very clearly I, th me. I think it's like we're we're having so many intellectual conversations. We're actually having a good debate, and it's like let's let's end with a shit story. Yeah. You don't think it's weird that everybody in the world literally believes that? Yeah, this guy could have shit him back. Well, here, here's, well, here's the bigger question. I think that's hyperbolic. Everybody you know, in the world, it, right? We all think it probably did happen, but why can't you just excuse yourself and go find a restroom, for God's sake? Don't you Vatican. think that probably number happened? One. Uh, well, number he two. He had to use the restroom. Number two. I have a problem he wasn't with stuck him. in a car like Gerard. No, I have he, a, he a problem goes, with him uh, nodding oh. off, you know, at that other meeting. I mean, take this. That is actually true. I have a bigger problem with that. No kidding. But it's a, it's a metaphor for everything. Every day there's something about him that just doesn't seem presidential. And we're the ones that are suffering because of it as uh, a country. What am I doing here? Didn't they say that literally about Trump every day doesn't seem presidential? I'm going to be so presidential when I get elected. Yeah, who's they? Yeah. The but this goes back to my, my point. To Can we them? get Biden and Trump out of office and get someone actually credible in there? Adam, Stop it with the Trump. Adam, I need you. I need you to admit right now on air that the guy you voted for shit himself. In a, in I'll a, admit that you just admitted that you shit yourself on the I regular. Did. You've never shit yourself. Not since I'm a grown up. Really? When I was four years old, not maybe. One time you've never pooped. Yeah, your pants. I, 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 not, a, not a heavy shirt. Th this not, guy. Not, all that tuna Pat, that you asked. This is where this. we're at right now. This is your topic. This is where we're at right now. <laughs> all right. So this is great. Can we get some pampers for Gerard and Joe Biden while we're at yeah. it? Look, uh, this uh, seems to be quite the shit show. There you go. Kai's officially comedian. Good. Kai, that was impressive. Good for you. Okay. All right. So let's do the last one here, and then uh, let's do the cake first. Okay. Bring it in here. Let's take a look at this cake. I haven't seen the cake yet myself, by the way. So 100-episode cake. Let's cake, see what this cake, thing cake, looks cake, like. Cake. Who made it? Is this is this the one that Adam made? Or, uh, oh, miss. Look at Mario. Mario. Mario hey, Mario. Mario, if you drop it, I swear oh, to God. Hey, Mario. <laughs> Wow. It actually does look good. That looks incredible. It actually does look legit. Wow. Nice job. Wow. I like it, Adam. What do you think? That's phenomenal. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, poopy pants. Happy birthday, dear pod. PBD podcast. Mickey got it. Let's do 100 more of these, baby. Thank you, Mickey. Wow. That is a beautiful cake. Consider me, Joe Biden. This is the 100th episode. The next one that we're going to celebrate at this level, you know which one's going to be? The additional zero. Is it 500 or 1,000? Is it 500? 
I think you can celebrate five hundred. Okay, we'll do we'll do five hundred. We'll celebrate. Go ahead, put the put the. Do it. Let's see what's going to happen here. We couldn't have Caroline do this for the views? How did Sam get this job? Unbelievable. The fact that Sam isn't wearing a vest there. on the 100th episode is actually disrespectful. Extremely. <laughs> Extremely. Sam helped to put together the podcast. Nobody cares they, about they, that. What they care about is vests. There he is. Really? Sam helped put it together. By the way, Sam, bring your haircut. Let's see if we can get thumbs up or down. Come show your haircut. Everybody, he says he got the Ronaldo haircut. Can you show it to everybody? Let them see it. Go a little lower. You need light. Look straight at the camera. Look straight at the camera. Okay. Ladies, he is not single. Okay. Oh. Is that official now? Gosh. What's up, Sam? You are single or no? Yes. You are single. Oh. Wait, yes or no? What's going on in lunch, lady lad? Yes or no? <laughs> okay, complicated. Tra- Translation, oh. she listens to the podcast. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, sing, let's sing happy birthday and then give away the plus Who's PlayStation 5. It? It's the 100th uh, oh, okay. episode that we're doing. My bad. Because I think, I don't know how long has it been. Is it year? What's the first podcast, by the way, date-wise? July, I'm assuming. Yeah, July, I think you guys started last year. Wow, okay. Yeah. Shout out to our old friend, friend JF. Josh. Who loves you, by the way. Yeah, Comments about your stuff all the time. <laughs> hmm. On three, one, two, August three. 4th. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear podcast. Happy yes. birthday to you. Yes. Go ahead. You want to blow or you want to do this uh, by Who's yourself? Blow? You're blowing. Am I blowing? <laughs> We're going to blow on here. Bring it over here. All right. This was fantastic. So we, all right. So we did, uh, we did Joe Biden. Now we're doing Kamala Harris. All right, there you go. Nice. Fantastic. Guys, here's to another 100. Here's to another 500. Here's to another 1,000. Good job, fellas. Good job. job. Where's Willie? This was great. This was fantastic. Tom, Tom, Gerard, Ricky, Adam. The last thing we got to do is, Samvel, come and tell us and show us who's going to win the PlayStation 5. This is your last chance. Folks, by the way, a lot of good comments here tonight about what uh, today, about what the podcast has been doing. A couple things I do want to tell you guys while we're going through this. We are in the process of buying a building. We were going to buy two buildings. One of the offers, the other guy came in and closed. I don't know what it was at four fifty nine. And if that f- offer was going to drop, we were going to buy this building at fifteen million bucks. But we did end up buying another building, and the new podcast set will be coming out here soon. Pending uh, a glass showing up from China, <laughs> which is a whole different come literally. But one of the things we're thinking about doing with the podcast is we're going to set up the podcast set in a way where we may do a live podcast once a month where people can buy a ticket, come and actually watch the podcast live. I think that would be real sick to have an audience there doing it together. And then uh, we may be going to three episodes a week. The key word in that sentence is a very technical word. It's May. (laughs) We may be going. And what we are talking, (laughs) what it means is in May. We will go. In May. (laughs) But what? uh, We didn't say what year. (laughs) (laughs) But but the the biggest thing is we may test out doing the Tuesday, Thursday episode. We may test out a Friday afternoon episode Mm. for uh, just to see how that's going to do. Whether it's going to be three or five or four to six, we don't know yet. But we may test out something that's going to be on a Friday afternoon. Go ahead, Gerard. Let me ask you before you wrap up the you're you're 100 episodes in. Is this has this turned into what you expected it to be? What have you learned along the way? Has the audience been been there? Like what? Yeah. What's this experience been for you? Let me tell you what what I love about what what happened, Tom. You good? Nothing. You were making some weird noises there. No, it's like happy trails, right? Yeah. What was the journey? But no, no, I will tell you this. It's a great question. I will tell you that, that what, what this has done, the podcast has done, is it has created an open platform for us to talk about real issues mm-hmm. that yeah. people are thinking about, but you're told by society 
that you shouldn't talk about these things. I like talking about stuff that people don't want to talk about. I'm interested mm-hmm. in that. And I think these things we talk about, there's an audience for it. The most important thing about what we're doing is the fact that there's an audience that wants to hear this kind of discourse from a former, you know, Ricky Aguilar who lived a different life, Michoacan, to now being a successful businessman. He and his wife run a very successful multi-multi-million dollar year business for themselves. From a former comedian, currently still a comedian, but a guy that worked on Chris Christie's camp, was a former professional athlete, fighter, MLB Sitting here from Jersey, you're bringing your opinions there. Tom Zenner, who every time you talk to Tom, you learn something new about the guy. He was there for the last dance at every single day. You know, married guy with two kids from California. Tom Ellsworth, who's been in the, uh, uh, you know, different industries with tech, has had many different successes. Strong father, strong family from a, you know, uh, uh, devout Jewish uh, handsome man who's a cat supporter, cat, cat convention, you know, out here was thinking about getting married before 70 years old, who has his own strong opinions. We're working on that. We're working on, yeah. you are not working on that. Man, listen. I am working on that, literally. I, I, I would put over under what that, I would actually put some money on the over under for age. Kim's I, I would put some real money. And if the wedding happens, if I lose, I fund your entire wedding. How about that? If if I, I will I will fund your entire well, wedding well, if I get the, the age right. Okay, if I get, he'd get married what, what just to right get now? it for free. What do you have? What do you right Do now? it for the party. Forty. You're forty right now. Yeah. You get married before forty three. I pay for your wedding. I'm the type of guy that would get married just to save that money. <laughs> you get yes, married before. ASAP. I do your wedding. I do it at the house. I'll bring you out. I'll do anything you want yeah. for you right, before. You're, now, now you're talking my language, man. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> ladies out there, <laughs> all ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spin the wheel. I'm marrying the first person. Spin the wheel. I'm marrying whoever it is. Guy, girl, cat. I don't care. By the way, can you imagine he actually gets married before 43 and I'm at the wedding. I'm giving a speech. I'm like, listen, I funded this. I made the biggest mistake saying yes. But anyways. Worst investment. But here's the thing. Hang on a second. If it's after 43, then what? What do I get? Because that's what you got to say to the public as well. If it's after 43. I only like one side of this equation. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not how this works. I if, don't it's, know. if it's not 43, what is I it? I guess I got to fund my own wedding. <laughs> we got, let's, I'm, I'm a risk. I got a risk here because to me, if you get I, married, I pay for Dylan's wedding when he, when he grows up. <laughs> I'll have time to work on it. It's going to be pretty big, but he's Middle Eastern. It's going to be like get, a $600,000 yes, exactly. wedding. Make it a ring. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, anyways. Who do you think uh, gets married first, Gerard or me? Or Dylan. <laughs> right. There we go. Dylan. Uh, who do I think between you and him? I'm probably going Gerard. Yeah, me too. Really? Yeah, yeah. I am. But but for different reasons. I'm going with Gerard. Okay. I, and I don't think neither one of you guys want to get married anytime. You do want to get married. I would put your money on me over Gerard. I don't know. I don't know. Someone's gonna have to agree to marry that guy. You gotta understand. I think there's a there's a line. I think there's there's Look plenty the mirror, of people that would. Uh, <laughs> no, I think so. Anyway, this guy. But anyways, the fact that somebody agreed going, to marry you willingly it. is going back beyond. To it. I back cannot to it. picture you, you know, hey. in bed at all. I feel like here's that case study time, baby. All right, bust For, out that uh, triangle, that calculator. We're gonna put some degrees I, on this thing. I, guarantee, I just can't. I guarantee you, yeah. he's done more research on that than you have. Yes, I guarantee I you, he has done right. way more research. Predictive next, analytics at seven minutes and forty-eight seconds. I will say, the Bizdog has pulled it off. His, the Bizdog babe is dope. She's great. She's cool. You outkicked her coverage, buddy. Much F- respect. F- thank FYI, you. every night his kids call him. 
just to talk to him before he goes to sleep, no matter what part of the world he's in. This guy's a winner at the highest level. Yeah, because they want to uh, get Jerome, some of that I t- I t- uh, I'll tell you one other inheritance. Thing. I'll tell you one other thing about this whole, uh, uh, this whole uh, uh, thing with the podcast is you don't have to interview somebody that's like, it's just we're coming together as yeah, friends and having conversations lot, yeah. together. So, okay, what are you thinking about it? So, uh, pretty excited about the next thing we're doing. Some of the uh, uh, announcements that we'll be making yeah. here soon going to be exciting. But this Before was a we blast. Leave, can we give a shout-out? To the production team over here, Eric, David, Jorge. They did a great the job. Doing there. They did a Kai, great job. Like Sam made it happen today. Yeah, Six of job, us. I know they put a lot of work pa- in Paul here. Paul got a shout out today. Paul got a shout out for the fish. And Tom gave you a nice little yeah, shout out about fish, you. Fish shout out. Bring your fish. But yeah, the, the team, team did a great job. Everybody did a great job. Thank you for your help. Having said that, let's do the last raffle. We got the PlayStation 5 here yes, to that send to you. And by the way, uh, people want the whole thing to be signed. So we'll all sign it with a Sharpie and send it out to you. So. You already have it? Oh, it's going already. Look at that. Holy. Gerard wins this thing. How sick are the value tanners, man? Look at this thing. Lisa Lisa H. H. Lisa H. won the PlayStation. Uh, uh, PlayStation uh, uh, 5 is going to Lisa H. Uh, uh, hopefully you wanted this PlayStation. It's coming <laughs> to you. If you didn't want the PlayStation, somebody you know very closely Christmas. is going to be Christmas. very happy yeah. that you're getting this. FYI, it's going to be pretty hard to find this. We had a hard time finding this. We had to kind of uh, buy it. Uh, I don't know how we even well, got even the hands the on Apple this. 13 you can't yeah. find it. No, no, no. We got yeah. it, but our audience is getting it. So uh-huh. pretty happy to see this taking place. Uh, gang, having said this, this is the 100th episode officially coming to an end. The next one we'll be doing. Are we doing podcast next, next Tuesday? Am I in town next Tuesday or no? Uh, next Tuesday, we are doing podcast next Tuesday. Have a wonderful weekend. Everybody, subscribe to the channel and looking forward to seeing you guys next Tuesday. Take care, everybody. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye.